Hey guys, brand new podcast, and it is a beast of a podcast. I can promise you that. Six hours long. This is a uh, an opus? Would you call it an opus? I'd call it an epic. An epic. Leanne last night was like, I'll see you in a couple hours. You'll hear this throughout the podcast. At three hours, I said, guys, we should wrap it up. At four hours, I said, guys, we should wrap it up. At five hours, I was like, dude, there's no way we're doing six hours. But we killed... A bottle and a half of Tito's, a handle and a half of Tito's, and uh, it was it was funny shit. We just giggled. I, I'm, I'm you know me for a fact that I would never stop a good laugh, and that is all this podcast is is a good laugh. Um, it's cool, yeah, it's really great. We'll see how everyone feels about a six hour podcast. Everyone was like, post the whole thing, post the whole thing, and then some people were like, post it in parts. I don't post it in parts. The reason is is that I feel like. I know everyone just listened to the first part, so it's fun. Uh, if I we don't talk know sh- if that's true, because what? if you subscribe, it's kind of like listening to a serial type podcast. Where- no, 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 because people next week want to see, uh, want to hear uh, Ari Shafir, uh, Big J Oakson, and Tony Hinchcliffe. But why do you have to release that next week? Because that is because Ari's special is airing next week oh, on Netflix. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that's part of the gig of this podcast is that I have good friends who have big things coming out, and I don't mind helping them promote them. And Ari's special, uh, uh, Two Jews One Cup, I think it's called. I don't know. It's called. Uh, it's called uh, Two Wrongs Don't Make a Right. What's it called? Uh, I go both ways. One wrong pisses people off. Oh, you'll hear about that in this podcast, and you'll hear about it in Ari's podcast. Leanne does love Ari. She knows that. But, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll hear that in the podcast. You'll hear that in the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the right intro to do. Um, but it's a beast of a podcast. It's six hours long. We get progressively more and more drunk, and it does get giggly, more funnier as it goes on. I think at one point we smoke pot. Anyway, um, it's fun. You guys are going to love this. And this is the... Look, if you like six hours podcasts, I'll do six hour podcasts. I had a fucking blast last night. We recorded this last night. Obviously, Ari, uh, uh, Big J, and Tony is next week. Ari special is coming out next week on Netflix called Two Wrongs Don't Make I don't. I forget what it's called. Two Two something. It's a double special. Unlike Chappelle's, Ari said, Ari said to me personally, he's like... Unlike Chappelle's, this one's funny. He was like, I'm better than him. He's a nobody. That's what Ari said. I'm, look, whatever. I didn't, you know. Sounds right. <laughs> Leanne, can't you just fucking ride the fence? No. No. No fence riding for me. Sorry. Today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your jobs to find the best candidates? Uh, we posted on ZipRecruiter about taking someone to Australia and then realized uh, someone at my show just came up to me and was like, hey, by the way, why don't you just hire someone in in Australia and it'll cost you $19,000 less. And I was like, oh, good call. So we do have it. (laughs) We're looking for an assistant, someone to help us, uh, help me with the podcast because you will see a video of this podcast and, and I'm posting it by myself. 
I'm editing it, I'm matching the audio, and then I'm posting it. And I'm waking up in the middle of the night and coming out of the man cave to make sure it's still uploading. That's what I'm doing. And I'm looking for someone to do that. And I'm looking on ZipRecruiter. That uh, I've uploaded a profile for ZipRecruiter, and I am f- looking actively on ZipRecruiter. Why am I looking on ZipRecruiter? Because with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why I'm doing it with ZipRecruiter. Because I, I, quite honestly, I don't even know of another source that does this. No. I don't either. Yeah. It makes things easy. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites... ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of the jobs posted to ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails, calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. I love a good dashboard. It's It's a great site. It is. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Do you want to work for this show? You can do it for free. What What the fuck are you waiting for? Just do it for free. I might look at your shit and go like, God, this is the guy I'm looking for. And then next you know, me and you are hanging out in the man cave with Joey Diaz. Oh, shit, son. It's a lot of downloads on Joey's podcast. It was. God damn, it's the most one I've ever, that's the biggest podcast I've ever posted. Thank you guys. Shout out to uh, old podcast heads for, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. an old Anthony, Opie and Anthony joke. Do you get it? No. I never wa- listened to Opie and Anthony. Do you ever have an Opie? You got fired. You didn't hear about that? No. Uh, I like, was there. <clears throat> I think I was on the second last show. Really? Yeah, which is a big Opie and Anthony fan. It's kind of a cool thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, on Sirius XM. I know you've been a fan of theirs for a long time. Yeah, both those guys. I really dig them. I, uh, I really think that what they did in their early days of Sirius XM was the uh, impetus of podcasting. Really? Yeah, 100%. Because they would just have comics come in and they wouldn't do bits. They would just hang. And uh, and I know Rogan said this out loud, but that was the reason he started doing a podcast. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Because it was just them all coming in and hanging. And, you know, <clears throat> you look back at those early episodes and you really realize the brilliance in both of them, in Opie and in Anthony and in Jim. I mean, Jim, I think, I mean, I could be very wrong about this, but I think Jim was the reason that um, that uh, all those guys came in because he just picked his friends. Actually, I think we talk about this in this episode, but he just picked his friends like Bill Burr, Bobby Kelly, Patrice O'Neill, the guys he loved, Colin Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I think Opie and Anthony loved them also, but he was like vouched for them. Right. And they almost defined the voice of comedy for a long time. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Nice compliment. Jim Norton has a uh, a shaved head. He does? He does. He's really funny. I wonder if he uses Dollar Shave Club. He might. Yeah? Because Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. You and can get it. What? What are you going to ask? Where do you use razors? 
on my balls. Yeah, because you have a beard. Yeah, I have a beard. I use it on the sides of my face, my neck. I don't use it on the tops of my cheeks anymore. No. I used to do it on the tops of my cheeks, but it looked um, it looked manicured. Too manicured. You didn't like that at all. No. But I do like a tight sideline. I, I that doesn't bother me, but the like manicured right on the cheek, no bueno. Really? No. I use it on my balls. Um, I use it on my sides of my neck, and on the bottom. By the way, Dollar Shave Club is fantastic, and I'll and I'll, I'll speak from the heart before I get into this read, but. Uh, Razors are expensive as fucking shit. Yeah, really good ones are. They and 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 then you go to Dollar Shave Club and they're so much cheaper and they're the same razor. Dollar Shave Club is a smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. I feel like if you don't know this shit, then you haven't been listening to podcasts. Ever. Because yeah, because I have Dollar Shave Club, by the way, and they haven't been even been a sponsor. It's an awesome life hack and you know and a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy a cheap disposable razor that gave you a shave or spend a fortune on these gimmicky razor bullshits. Four blades in one, come on. When I use Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor and their Dr. Carver Shave Butter, the blade just gently glides off of my balls and gives me such a smooth shave. It's really smooth. Leanne's had my balls in her mouth. Leanne how smooth are they? <laughs> the la- you licked as- my balls the other day. What? Yeah. Or this morning, right? What? Oh, that was my shaft. <laughs> you don't like this talk, do you? Uh... <laughs> How smooth are my balls? They're very smooth. Yeah? They're very manicured, unlike your cheeks. Right? Yeah. It's because I have that rash on my cheeks. I have no rash on my balls. No, I think it's because you really are kind of enamored with your balls. Well, the reason is that Dr. Carver's shave butter is transparent for a more precise shave and helps prevent ingrown hairs and fights razor bumps. I do not have razor bumps on my balls. No, you do not. Do you have ingrown hairs? No. You can get ingrown hairs on your balls? I've had an ingrown hair Does on my that balls. Does hurt? Uh, no, they're fun. No, they're not fun. They no, have I would to say hurt. They're f- no, they're fun. They're fun? An ingrown hair on your balls is a blast because it doesn't hurt to pop. Because you like unlike your cheek where it hurts to pop a hair... Like popping ingrown hair, your balls are like an elbow, so you could like fucking squeeze oh, your balls. It's all skin. Yeah, you could just squeeze your balls. It's like having an ingrown hair on your elbow. It's <laughs> freaky. You too can make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. Shave your balls, get an ingrown hair, and see what happens. Now, can a woman use Dollar Shave Club? I've definitely shaved you. No, I don't mean. I mean for my legs. Sure. I think so, right? But why, why would you need four razors in one razor blade? Four razor blades in one razor. Are you doing a bit right now? No, no, I'm not. I'm asking for sure because you just said just a minute ago, you don't need one of those razors that have four razors. Uh, it, was, it was a gimmick. Uh, I think for the most part, those, you know, like they came up with the, um, the dual razor blade, which was like, uh-huh. I think, innovative. A long time ago, they came up with one razor blade, and that's how you shaved, and you cut yourself shaving a lot. Right. So that was the one razor blade that shaved you. Right. And then they came up with two, and they could put them almost like more lean, so that and you never cut yourself. Right. And then they come up, I think that was the Glide, and then they came up with the three, the Mach 3, I the think. The Mach 3. Dude, I remember, because I used to shave a lot, and uh, and that was when we were like, oh, I don't, I'm not cutting my chin anymore. Uh. Like I remember cutting myself Shaving uh-huh. and bleeding profusely uh-huh. and having to get a skeptic stick. 
I think that's what it's a called. Skeptic stick. And it was a stick that just basically like a a boxer would use, and it would just stop the bleeding altogether. Wow, you really got you got like a major artery or something. Well, the biggest problem is that uh, it was all disposable razors. Uh, and so if you have to pay good money and like I remember my dad one time coming in and going like yo you're changing out razor blades how many times have you used that and I was like three times he was like no you use it 40 times 40 that was my dad like and he for was the like, old school razor old school men screw it and take yeah, the old, thing out. Uh, old yeah. school men um, but now with Dollar Shave Club, you don't have to worry about that because this is a disposable razor for a cheap price that you can just use over and over and over again and it's a good quality of great quality okay great quality thanks for explaining for a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 bucks a month. In your first month box, you get an awesome weighted handle. I will say, I will say across the board, a good handle in raising makes you or in, in shaving makes you want to shave, and they give you legit good handles. That is, a, it is a solid fucking handle across the board. You look like a pimp when a chick rolls into your house, and you got this fucking solid. It looks like like a ivory handle just hanging. Oh. In your first month box, you get an awesome weighted handle. That's one I was just talking about. A full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of their shave butter. After your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. There are no hidden fees and no commitments. Cancel anytime you like. You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. DollarShaveClub.com slash Burkast. It's worth it for the weighted handle, to be dead honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I remember that. It is really it's nice. It's a good fucking... Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good... You know, I don't know. I know a lot of you guys have beards. Uh, I will tell you that are listening to my podcast. Man, this podcast is going to be a seven-hour fucking podcast with this intro read. Um, trim up your sidelines. Uh, it's not... It's not across the lines to go in from your ear and right up to your sideburns doesn't need to go out make it straight down the sides and then trim up your neck don't touch your cheeks shave your balls uh and shave your feet if you're gonna go uh snook snorkeling all right you ready yeah tour dates i am in pittsburgh the 20th through 22nd of july cleveland the 27th through 24th i am in houston the 10th 11th and 12th of August, Brea, 17th, 18th, 19th, Phoenix, 24th, 5th, 6th. That is the night of the Conor McGregor fight. I please implore you to come out. We may be buying the fight for one of the shows. Um, Denver, the 27th, 28th, and then all fucking Australia and Singapore. Singapore, the 9th, uh, Perth, the 11th, Sydney, the 13th, uh, Melbourne, the 14th, Sydney the 16th, Australia, uh, still in Australia, Brisbane the 18th, D.C. 28, 29, 30. Those shows are almost sold out. Tacoma, Edmonton, Chicago, uh, Impractical Jokers Cruise. Spoiler alert, I think we mentioned it on this podcast. I think Ari and Big J are coming on the Impractical Jokers Cruise for my birthday. Irvine, Tampa, Calusa, West Palm Beach. Those, those, those. 
You ready? Yeah. Let's start this fucking beast of a podcast, everybody. That was a 17-minute intro for a uh, fucking six-hour podcast. I know you'll enjoy this. Uh, Just keep hitting pause and coming back to it. It gets fucking messy. It gets fucking funny. We get really drunk. We drink for six hours straight. And those guys are lightweights. I I party. The video is going to be up on YouTube if you're on my YouTube channel. Leanne? Subscribe. Leanne wants subscribers. I want them too, but I don't care anymore because I'm the most important person. Yeah, totally. Will you start the podcast, please? All right, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Danish and O'Neill. This is Melon Cat. I think there's a mic underneath you. Is it your idea or his? Uh, he, I, his name's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it might be stuck in the couch. Check out these customs, by the way. What? Custom vans. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Just keep digging. Supporting the Red Sox. It's in there. It's got to be in there. What is this, like a seatbelt in a cab? Yeah. <laughs> You're talking it? Talking it? Talking it? Let me make sure that's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah that's on. Yeah, okay, that's on. Okay, okay. Um, the one thing that I hate about my podcast is my audio levels because, like, sometimes when I do three people, I fuck audio levels up. We have that problem, too. What do you do? You go back in and you just uh, even them out? I put everything at a six, and then I run everything through Levelator. But Levelator sometimes That's will... Talking yours? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Okay. Yeah, talking yours? Suck my pussy. That, that I heard that. Um, gentlemen, would you like a cocktail? Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Are we on? We're on. Dude, you know what your pool is missing, though? You need to get some geese. Just uh, throw some geese in chickens. there. Yeah, we have chickens. The chickens aren't going to go in the pool, though. You need something that will swim on the top of the pool. Yeah. Chickens have come home to roost, Bobby Boucher. I, <laughs> Dude, I, I, before I leave, I got to take a swim in that. I got to take a dip uh, in that pool. Don't even, don't even say that out loud because George and Isla were like, hey, midnight dip tonight? <laughs> it's, one, it's, a, it's something I started with them when they were real young. Whenever we'd go somewhere and we get back, and it's just being a comic and being like, I'm not ready to go to bed. Yeah. I go, girls, midnight dip? And they'd like at a hotel and they'd be like, what? I go like 10 o'clock at night, midnight dip. We do it in Hawaii and they get fucking love it. And so. Are the pools open or are you sneaking in? Sneak in sometimes if they're closed, yeah. but usually they're open. <laughs> our, our lake house, we do it at, our, at, at the lake house at night and uh, and our beach house. We leave, we're uh, at our lake house and beach house in a couple of weeks, but we always do midnight dips. Gentlemen, uh, Tito's? Does everyone enjoy yeah, Tito's? Sure. I'll we, only do it. Uh, you, do you have a handicap crane that will lower me into the pool? <laughs> this, uh, this that's guy, this that's guy, my jam. When we're on the road, this guy's move is to get in the handicap crane. We were in Buffalo with Renazizi, and O'Neill, it was 3 a.m. We get back to this little small hotel. O'Neill, we, we, the, pool, the pool is somehow <laughs> open. O'Neill's in the handicap crane in his boxer shorts. I'm filming on my phone, dying laughing. <laughs> and and he's he's operating the crane. It's, it moves so slowly. like <laughs> It's like a 10 minute lowering process. O'Neill's over the water. This front desk guy comes in. Guys, what are you doing? Let <laughs> me see. He, he, then he submerged me. Like, oh, I thought I was going to drown because you got to strap into it. 
And then, but then it kept lowering me, and then it was getting up to my chin, and I was like, dude, if it takes me all the way down, I'm done. I'm gonna drown. Right, it's, oh, right. it's, like, it's like being in one of what they call them sweat cages. Yeah. Um, that's like, the, you remember Officer and Gentleman? When you buckle up in the thing, and then they flip you upside down, yeah. and you gotta unbuckle underwater? Right, as you said after, O'Neill, I wanted to kill you. <laughs> and so this guy's like, guys, what are you doing? And, and O'Neill goes, oh, is the pool closed? And the guy goes, yeah. He goes, what time is it closed? 11, you know, like 8 p.m. or like 9? Or do this, what time is it now? 3.30? Oh, like, almost like looks at his wall. It's a a five minute raise out of the water. Yeah. You're still stuck in the chair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, all right, hold on. Like, while the guy sits there so angrily, like, what are you guys doing? Then, like, the rest of the weekend, it was locked up. I had a lady. I had a lady that in a um, here. Grab a cocktail. Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you for doing this. Thanks, man, thanks for having us. Uh, as my always. numbers Whoa. have been through the fucking roof. Booze, and man. you are the reason. You guys are the reason. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the really first double podcast I did with two people where we drank was the three of us. Oh, was that really? That was like that the, was the first, first time, time you guys had two people on. I had like I mean my first podcast had Tom and Joey and my dad on, and we were drinking, but it wasn't the. It wasn't like the theme of it, you know. Yeah, and then uh, and then when we did when we did our first one, the numbers were so high, and I was like, I remember I remember Ari said he's like you got to have them on, and I was like okay, and in my head I was like I don't think I had known you guys really, and I was like we did it, and we had so much fun, and the numbers were so big, and I was like wow. Then I did one with Ari and Renazizi, and those numbers took off. Then we did another one, and those numbers were huge. Then I did one with Joey the other night where we just got fucking hammered. Joey <laughs> smoked this joint that's still right there, and I drank Tito's and soda. Does he drink? Yeah, he drinks. He was looking for a beer, but I didn't have a beer. I, I know, I I've never seen him drink. Yeah, he's, like, hang, he's not like a hanger-outer at the store anymore, you know? No. He, kind he, of an in and out. Yeah. He, he's, he's, you know, I understand that. Especially now. He's old, you know, he's a kid. He's older. Dude, it's really hard to go to the store when you have kids because you're like... Like, if I go, I'm going to end up seeing someone I want to want to hang out with. Yeah. I'll end up staying there late, and then I won't get up early. Time melts away there. It, 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 like, it you know, really like does. Next thing you know, you're it's like, a vortex. You're man. like, fuck. It's like one. You, you, you want to be out of there by like 11. You're like, it's I thought you were going to say, next thing you know, you're 40. And you're like, <laughs> fuck, man. I'm not doing the road. No, no, that too. That too. Dude, no, even if you don't have kids, it's hard. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to go in there, do my shit. I want to go home. but And then it's literally 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck am I still doing here? Part yeah. of the reason why Ari left to go to New York. Remember that? He's yeah. like, I heard Ralphie May told, I think it was Ari, like back then, like, you got to get in here and get out, man. He's like, this place can fucking eat you up. It can. I, it does. It it does. It, I, you know, but though I enjoy it because I, w- I wanted to be a part of it for so long that yeah. when I go you in came there, at the perfect. That place is fucking jamming right now. Did you hear the podcast with Adam Egget and Ari? No. no. Was that the one about his school? <gasps> I heard about his school. I went to uh, we went Truman and Joshua Tree a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And dude, he was telling me about this fucking place. I was like, this is like a torture chamber. Dude, it is the most fascinating podcast. Was he a delinquent? I, I think, no, I think he had issues. I think he had, like, actual emotional issues. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I never, He never really got into what, like, he. I don't think he was doing drugs or anything. Was it, like, sleepers? Remember that academy? Yeah, he, he had some, like, yeah. personal problems, so they sent him there. But literally, like, kids were escaping. It was in the mountains, in the woods. And kids were escaping, and they were, like, hunting him down with dogs and shit. Jesus. Some guy ended up being, like, a serial killer. Yeah, some guy was, was killing fucking- them. And he, and they couldn't they, like, dude. It's that's a legit killing kids. Yeah, what, dude? It's I'm telling you right now. I, I won't spoil it. Everyone go and listen to Ari's Skeptic Tank with Adam Egget. It is 
I literally was like, holy shit. Because I knew, I knew kids like that. There's this kid. Uh, I won't say his name. Oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. There's this kid, Grant Nations. And, uh, that's a great name. No shit. Grant Nations. That's he, old. He could have been is, like an athlete or a rapper. He was or? an athlete. He was fucking good looking. And he came from old Florida money. Yeah. What kind of last name is Nations? I fucking... That's like a plantation owner name. Yeah. Native American. Yeah, plantations, you, you, nations. He, he, uh, he, we were all, in, I think he was in ninth grade. We, no, he was probably in eighth grade and we were in ninth grade and he, uh, got a bag of weed and he, his mom found it in his scooter. He had a scooter in like eighth grade that he was driving around and hanging out like with Like a us. moped. Yeah. And he was hanging out with us. He was a great baseball player and his mom found the weed and then he was gone. He was Seven gone the one of those day. joints. Next day. And, and then we saw him. When we were like probably juniors in, or maybe juniors or seniors in high school at Young Life at uh, the the Windy Gap, we used to do this thing where everyone went to North Carolina, and we were like, "What's up, Grant?" And uh, someone stepped in between us and like, "Grant doesn't hang out with you guys anymore." <laughs> and he fuck? was like, "He was like, it's good seeing you," and walked away. Who was that? Like a priest or something? That was George Foreman. No kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Dude, that's some... Uh, so they were brainwashing the shit out of him. I don't know. You know what? He's probably happy as shit right now. I don't, let's call him up. Do you have any... Can, can, no, I don't even can know. Can you if, call a guy who knows a guy? I wonder, if I, know, I wonder if I can find him on uh, hey, Facebook. Hey, Grant Nations. How you doing? I, I feel bad it. for saying his name now. He's going to be in his office. And the guys in the fucking <laughs> storm... The, in, the, in the back uh, back fucking... We're loading pallets. will be like, Grant! No, some guys are going to come in and be like, Look, man, you don't hang out with those guys anymore. You don't mention his name it's anymore, fine. Bert. I heard he likes uh, this song in karaoke. One nation's under a groove. <laughs> we had a military academy like two towns over from me, and I'm I was sure you tormented always, those young. Children. No, I was. They always threatened to send me there. <laughs> it was Culver military academy. Why you wear, academy. You wear uh, camouflage clothing now? No, it's not. <laughs> That's why I carry weapons on me at all times. We had a, I had a prestigious private school in my country in my town, one of the best in the country. Yeah, where G W Bush and G H Bush went. Really? Remember the pictures of G.W. Bush as a cheerleader? It was all from yeah, that yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. All from that high school. It's called Phillips Academy. I'm from Andover, Massachusetts. Do they have his uh, uniform hanging up it's in there? from the cheerleaders? No, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, it, it looks like a college campus. Very New England. All brick buildings. like a clock tower. Oh. And so we would just fuck with these kids relentless. Because they're just stuck in one little corridor of our town. Yeah. But then you see them wearing like our town clothes. You know, like stuff that says our town. Like, fuck these kids. And they Dude, call this cutters, townies. man. You guys were the cutters coming in there. They call this townies. And we're like, you're going to call us townies. We're going to act like townies. So one time my buddy. <laughs> How does a townie whoa, act? Whoa, Wait, what are you whoa. talking about? Is Townie the N-word for white people? Yeah. 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 You, you, don't drop, you don't drop that on us. This is our town. We live here. You, go, you guys are townies. Oh, they called you townies. You know, that was Bill Burr's first pilot. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I remember. It townies. I remember really? I guess, it, I guess it is a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was Bill Burr, Molly Ringwald, and... Uh, that was early 2000s, right? No, that was... Or 99? No, that was, no, no, it, 98? That was probably 97. Okay. I remember seeing it on his IMDb, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And Townies. I was like, who are these people? Did they match in with Ringwald? Because they both yeah, had red they hair. they both had red hair. They were all in a family. I, I sold her a gym membership at a job I had, a gym job. Ooh, ooh I have good gossip about her that I will not share. <laughs> what? Nope. <laughs> nope. She was nice. Super nice. She's hot. It. She had just I mean, had a kid, I think. You're drop Grant Nations, but you're going to hold on to the Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Professional. Yeah, yeah it's After yeah, it's the show. I have a friend who's listening that's like, please don't say anything. <laughs> little does Bert know <laughs> that Grant Nations is a huge Hollywood producer. I can't know he works at State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, you looked him up on yeah, LinkedIn? Yeah, I looked him up on, oh, what's McGraw? Uh, 
people, Grant Nations. How many other Grant Nations showed up in the search? There's a lot Probably of Grant like Nations, one. actually. Really? Yeah, there's... It's a weird last name. Yeah. Grant Nations... I think Under this God? Is, uh, <laughs> Indivisible? Yeah, this looks like him. With liberty. Except he doesn't look... That, he looks like he lives in Atlanta. Does he look dead inside? No, he looks really fucking happy. He made it, dude. Yeah, he just doesn't look <laughs> aged and shaking like he's, me. He's not smoking grass. Did you hear about the guy from uh, Six Feet Under? Not Six Feet Under. True Blood. True Blood. Who yeah. tried to sober up, I think, right? Just Alcohol all he tried to withdrawal. do was quit drinking. Do you know how much you have to be drinking in order to die from not drinking? Yeah, I did that, it in New York. Heart failure. You did it? I felt like I did it in New York. I felt <laughs> like... <laughs> did you almost have heart failure? I was I was shaky as fuck in New York. Because what happened is I flew in Sunday, did Skanks Fest Sunday night, didn't really sleep Sunday night because I had to change hotels in the middle of the night, and then came into the city... Started doing a, a show where they wanted me to drink at like 8 a.m. Did Jesus and Miro. That's another thing I'm going to tell you guys. I want you guys to shoot a show in my man cave. Those two chairs right there. Shot this way. This is the backdrop. And I just want you guys to do your own like Jesus and Miro talk show. Just two white guys. Perfect. <laughs> We're good. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, so then drank all day. Then went in and do, did radio. Drank again. St- went out partying Monday night. Didn't sleep. Came in. Did radio again. They start drinking like Tuesday morning, and then Wednesday I was shaking. Wednesday I was like, I was like, I need to stop. I need to slow the fuck down. So I went to Big J's house and just watched TV. Like, <laughs> Dude, I was that like, guy was probably doing that <laughs> every for fucking ten years day. at least. Yeah, maybe maybe longer. That's crazy. I didn't realize, but I guess coming like if you're a hardcore alcoholic, like yeah. if you quit cold turkey, it's very dangerous. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. Well, you, you. I mean, it's up there with like heroin in terms Stan of like. Dan Hope was saying like, and I'm not saying that Stan Hope's a bad alcoholic, but he did he does his tin can rehab where he goes in and he lives in the rape trailer for uh for like <laughs> for like a month and they do a podcast out of the rape trailer and he doesn't go into the fun house I think and he just uh, this is him detoxing. He detoxes and just It's does like the, the white trash submarine. He's like, yeah. I'm going in here. I'm locking my yeah, for, for 30 days. <laughs> but, he, but he does. He's like, but I allow myself, you know, like four beers just I'm, so I don't I'm have on. a stroke. Yeah. Oh. Dude, that, that, that's the thing is you can literally, literally have a stroke if you if you drink or drink a lot and you quit cold turkey. So what God is it? Just, damn. just your bloodstream? Is that what it is? Like the, the booze running through it? I don't know. I've never really drank that much to, to be in that situation. The closest I've ever been, like I said, is like is New York drinking for like Just three like days mini straight. mini bender, like hard like mini bender. A hard bender and then being like, fuck. And then having to go to Omaha and Oklahoma and just being shaky. Just being like, I don't feel good. I f- I'm nervous. I have bad anxiety. We've probably had about I'd, probably a half a dozen people that have died in our motel due to alcohol-related shit. Yeah. I mean, guys would come in and get coffee in the morning, and they're shaking so bad, literally they would spill three-quarters of the coffee all over the carpet. And then then you'd find them like a week later, and they'd be like on the toilet drinking rubbing alcohol or some shit. Oh, don't ever let me get to that place. Remember uh, Kitty Dukakis was that... Back in the day, she was Michael Dukakis. Yeah, oh, do you remember? He was Pete from like Carboni's a, bumper sticker. He was from like a couple towns over from Wait, me. He's got, a, he's got a Michael Dukakis bumper sticker on his on his <laughs> but Prius. He has like a joke, like you yeah. know, like people always have the loser. But he's like, "Do you think people understand?" 
and the humor in it. We're like, no, it seems kind of real. I don't think people know who the fuck Dukakis is anymore. What? Uh, wait, Kitty Dukakis was about alcoholic? She, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Hopefully I'm not making that up, but I don't even know she Allegedly. Just yeah. say allegedly. Allegedly. That's sure. what we always do. I, uh, Just I, I mean, bases. What about that alleged Molly Ringwald uh, <laughs> stuff that you wanted to tell us? So this guy, Grand Nations, was 69ing Molly Ringwald, standing up, uh, allegedly. Holding her up an <laughs> oh. No, I mean, dude, you. But you, I mean, you have to drink like that for decades, man. It like, ha- it has to be. My my thing is, I think what it has to be is you have to drink uh, all your waking hours. Yes, yeah, like, yeah I think yeah. that's what it is. Because like I, I don't like. It's eight o'clock right now. This is obviously my first drink of the day, but I ran five miles. Yeah, I ate, I ate like shit today. Really like shit, and I like today. I just made the decision that I'm gonna start lifting weights. So I was like, you know, is Tom in your head, dude? I've seen these pictures, these videos of him powerlifting now. Yeah. This guy's boxing. He's like ripped from the he from does. the ch- from the nipple up. <laughs> he's ripped, and then he's got like a, he's carrying a little extra weight. To be honest, we don't really even know him. I emailed with him once because Ari tried to set us up with him as well, and he yeah. spurned us. That's why we're Team Bird all the way. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't hey, sp- this could have all been different. We could have been in Tom's man cave <laughs> I mean, he talking po- about He Bert. politely said we don't really have guests, and that was yeah. it. It was like, it was like he, just, oh, he and just that- started having guests again. Um, he well, just, yeah, but I was like, well, guess what, Tom? We don't want it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> his no, house is so uh, much nicer than my house. <laughs> he I've in, heard. I've heard about his it. house. Is Wait, so don't fucking say where nice. he lives. Allegedly, yeah, he, he lives. He may. I didn't say where he lives. Lookout Mountain. He like he put a gym in that place, right? Yeah. Yeah, his uh, he's like a real boxer now. No, <laughs> I've seen him. His form is terrible. The thing is, he's <laughs> would you would you be confident boxing him if it came to that? No, I would not be confident boxing him because <laughs> I don't like getting punched. But I will say that, and he what knows if it's this. all body shots. Oh yeah, I'd be confident with no headshots. Yeah, I'd be. Yeah, confident. Yeah. We one time writing, each put a glove on in O'Neill's living room, and he hit me right in the fucking side bone. It hurt so you hit me like right on my hip. Yeah, bone. you got to you oh, got to knock that hip out of. You got to dislocate it. We're talking about uh, doing a decathlon. Ooh. Oh, so you guys are like the shitty Dan and Dave from the nineties. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I just sent him that ad and said, "This is us." For fucking 2017. <laughs> you guys are the new school. This is Tom. Tom can run a 10-second, 40-yard dash. <laughs> there should be, though, like, is it going to be serious? Is it going to yeah. be, like, every now and then you're, like, serious. eating Are you going to have, like, stuff? the shuttle run? Are you going to do the erasers at the end? No, legit serious, but I don't know. What, like, I think we want to do... You got to do a high jump. I think what we were talking about doing is incorporating some sort of strongman competition in it. Oh, like a tug of rope? Like, like legit, like, a, almost like a... Like a like uh, egg throwing? Oh. Keg. Oh, 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 yeah, like a keg Or like throw. a camber toss? Yeah, caber toss. <laughs> By the way, I fucking, I did the caber toss in Richmond, Virginia. Did you really? Yeah, I've done the caber toss four What's times. What's a caber? It's the huge tree that the Scottish Highland Games that they try to flip. Okay. That you lift up in your hands and flip. I know it from goal, Nintendo. The whole goal is to get it to go over your exactly head. Exactly. To, oh, you're vertically over. Yeah, you yeah. want it to flip over and land and stick. And uh, and I did it in Virginia, and I lost my shit, and I wasn't wearing underwear, and I walked around and flipped my cable, my my skirt up to everyone. 
I was like, yeah, suck it. Not Did anyone bit. suck it? No one sucked no it. No one sucked no it. No takers on that. No one blew your bagpipe. Uh, a bunch of kids in the audience. <laughs> yeah, it was really... Wow. Travel Channel was through the fucking roof about yeah, that. Yeah, probably not the best idea, especially if the one of them wanted to suck it. Yeah. Did you hear about the rapper, by the way, YG in Australia? We did this on the Danish and O'Neill show. No. This oh, guy yeah. is in Australia. YG is one of these new, like... I know YG. Trap music. He's an alcoholic. Is he? He's a really bad alcoholic. Allegedly. So he's in Australia. No, no, uh, not even allegedly. He's a bad alcoholic. <laughs> so he's in Australia. Is he a scissor guy or is he no. just straight up alcohol? Lean. No, no, he's he's straight up alcohol. And I, he he got robbed. He got set up, I think, by his old manager and robbed in his apartment. And oh, that's old so he has really right bad anxiety. There. So I think he drinks to calm down. So dude, a lot of these guys too. Like I feel like the old guy. Like how many guys do you know that were super old that drank every, beer every fucking day, oh. had the world's shittiest diet, and lived to be eighty. Yeah, I don't know. I hope I, I'm not going to roll the dice and see if that's me. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but like I will say that like I this weekend I was super good in Columbus because I was like I didn't I didn't drink during the shows. Like I had brought a drink on stage with me, but I'd sip it, you know, and yeah. then I'd drink after the shows, and I didn't stay out too late. And I smoked weed uh, at the end of every show, right right before the meet to and sober green, up to. If I smoke weed, then I don't drink as much. Oh, I puke. If really? I up, yeah, if I drink a ton and then I smoke weed, I'm done. Oh, it just puts me to bed. Wait, what happened with YG? Go ahead. So with YG's this. on stage, and he's like, yo, come on, man. We need to have the show. Let's see some titties. This lady's on a guy's shoulder. Shows her titties. No, I want to see those. They're small titties. Put those away. And then all of a sudden, this Australian bodyguard walks up and kind of whispers in his ear, Oh shit! This is an all Asian show. (laughs) (laughs) How do you recover from that? He says, "Hey man, on Monday y'all go to school. (laughs) What do you need to do? Whatever." (laughs) The guy just told a crowd like thirteen year old girls, "Let me see your tits." Oh, let me see your titties. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, oh snap. Rewind. Pause. <laughs> pause. Oh. Y'all like to take my previous titty statement away. <laughs> I Only wanna... show me those titties if you're over 18. <laughs> I need documentation. <laughs> what's, the, what's the law? I'll hey, tell you. Let me see your ID. <laughs> everyone, everyone show me your ID. Get in the line to show me your titties. <laughs> and do, hard work hard if you have SAT. Yeah. <laughs> if you're 14. <laughs> Man, if you're going to take Go drugs. Go to school on Monday. <laughs> if you're going to take drugs, just take half. This my, this is from YG. If your mom is here and you're 13, let's see her titties. <laughs> if she's over 18. YG is fucking yeah. great. If you're under 14, draw me a picture of what your titties, <laughs> what you want to look like in the future, and then you show me that. I can only imagine the Australian guy like, YG, you made a big mistake here. All right, boy. Uh, so I don't know how to do it in America, but uh, around here, we don't like have a 14-year-old showing the titties. Yeah, under AJ. I'm in Australia, uh, September 11th. 10th, so if you yeah. yell, show your titties, make sure they're <laughs> Oh, where are you going in Australia? I'm in Perth. I, where did my fucking tour poster go? O'Neill's sister lives in Australia. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, she I'm lives in, in Sydney. You going to Sydney? I'm Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Can I get tickets for a Sydney show? Uh, yeah, I've got about 800 free tickets. <laughs> Do you yeah. really? No, right, they just perfect. went on sale. And so Australia th- seems like, well, like Canada seems to really fucking love comedy. Canada fucking England loves, loves comedy. Australia loves comedy. Oh, by the way, speaking of Canada, it's one year ago. We were in yep. Calgary. I just saw like at this time exactly. My stampede video uh, started getting a bunch of views today. The the, the vlog I shot of us. Oh, the one where it's disappeared. Stampede. Yeah, yeah. Because it's stampede. So and then apparently there's big protests about the rodeo and and being kind to animals. 
Oh fuck! So we got we got there the last good year. Yeah. What did they stop using elephants this year? Oh, dude, you should have seen what they were fucking doing to these animals. <laughs> it's stampede, not stampede. <laughs> I heard uh, Ari and people were unhappy with the treatment of Ari, where he just laid down in a bathroom to die. Oh. Just leave me here. I don't, I don't deserve it. Is he is he in uh, Costa Rica right now? Who knows? He was where he is. for Shroom Fest. Oh, he went to Costa Rica for Shroom yeah. Fest. But the weird thing is that he just shroomed like two weeks ago. Jesus. And now he's ruined What an interesting fucking guy he is. He's crazy, man. It's it's great. He he's lives a very no Did strings you hear what attached. happened when, when fucking hiking with the guy? What? In Griffith Park. He texted me, you want to go hiking? I was like, yeah. So I go up there. First, he wants me to put uh, sunscreen all over his back. And I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing this. All right? By the way, he is weird like Wolverine. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm a hairy guy. Yeah. He is weird like Wolverine tough. He's got, like, he's got it on his arm. He's got yeah. ass hair patches. Remember when he showed us? <laughs> usually, he, I, I never see the ass hair because he always spreads his cheeks and shows me his asshole. Yeah. So I'm blinded by the asshole. But this time, what? when he turned around, he just had like huge patches and then just dead, bare, white skin. What's so weird is like... We say this stuff very casually, like Ari's ball. And people are like, what are you talking Like, who don't know us or him? Yeah. And it's like, Ari's naked around us, like, more than he's clothed I've around I've seen his us. dick and balls a number of times. Like, yeah. Yeah. And a he's lot. seen mine. I, but I, I, I'm that guy. Like, so I remember listening to Brewer talk to Rogan, I think. Or Brewer talked to someone, and he was like, yeah, I don't understand these guys that just fucking get naked. Like, he, and I was like, <laughs> and, you're and like, I was like, oh, that's me. And I, that's Ari. Yeah. I used <laughs> yeah. to do that all the fucking time. Wait, what? I think I heard this story on his podcast. Did he talk about it? Yeah, so we go up hiking. He goes, oh, oh, God, I got to take a shit. And I go, <laughs> dude, you, you got to hold it, man. And I he goes, wait. I, I can't wait. Okay, I will. And then like two minutes later, ah, it's not going to hold. And so it's not hold. I go, dude, it's so like, I found like, the right it's now. like Braveheart. Hold. 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 <laughs> so I, I had to scope a spot out for him because I don't know if he could walk. He's like, yeah, find a spot for me. I could picture you walking behind him, like really clenching his ass and just laughing. Oh. So then he goes to squat and this is, it's pretty open. So if you're on like the road underneath, you can just see the, everything going on. But he, I go, what are you going to use to wipe? your ass with up oh, my hand of course i go of dude course. no you got to use something else use a sock use your underwear it, i have a hand and some water it's fine so he, he's putting water in his hand and he's wiping meanwhile i'm throwing stuff he's not throwing <laughs> stuff up here i'll start throwing shit at you that's what his threat was wait and so then he it, so then he just rinses his hand off with some bottled water and then that's I, that's, that's and I go dude it. you're not getting back in my car I go, you got to take the dirt that's on the ground. By the way, it wasn't ground. his car. Yeah. This guy is the most, I like, would have made him walk this home. This guy, like, won't allow, like, any tomfoolery I'm in his super car. super OCD. If that were his actual yeah. car, you would not have allowed it. Also, he, well, yeah, he goes no shirt in the car, too, which would be totally awful. I don't want his back sweat <laughs> all over uh, my upholstery. Even, that's freaked me out sometimes, because I'll, I'll, I don't wear shirts, and I'll go for a hike. No shirt bird. And then, and then get in the car, and I'll put a shirt on, because I don't want to get seatbelt yeah. wet. Yeah, yeah. And so then he goes, and I, I make him take the dirt uh, and, like, scrub his hands with it, and then I rinse him off. And I go, dude, you got to do it again. And then, of course, uh, that's halfway like a, that's down a, the hike, he puts his hand, the shit hand, on my shoulder. He's like, thanks for coming on a hike with me. And I go, you <laughs> motherfucker. That's, uh, that's fr- uh, uh, front, frontier cleaning right frontier there. Frontier justice. Yeah, Native American that's dial. Right. <laughs> yeah. when, when you go hiking, they make you clean your uh, skillet out with uh, dirt. Yeah, and uh, I just was in India, and they were washing... Dishes with ash. Yeah. That's how they do of it. Of their loved ones. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is grandfather. Tell him Ari and O'Neill, I guess, were getting salads at the Whole Food knockoff. Oh, Jesus, Or the spinoff dude. 365. It just, yeah. I wanted to see a web series based on these two getting salads. So we had to patrol. <laughs> because, you know, so there's a five fifty container. There's like a $9 container. There's a $14 container. So it's just you put whatever you need in there. And so and Ari's like, whatever price. you can fill. So Ari takes the five fifty. By the way, I don't know. He's got TV money. I don't know why he went five fifty. <laughs> but, dude, this guy... So he piles all this shit in, and I'm like, dude, you got to layer this. So then towards the end, we're finding like little nooks and crannies <laughs> where we're picking out individual kernels of corn to stuff in there. Shit. And then, dude, I swear to God, I had to sit on this fucking container well, no, then, like then, a suitcase. Then, like going through the items of like, what is it, corn? Oh, yeah, it's a waste. It's a waste, right? It was a waste. He did. He's trying to put something in there. I go, dude, here's the, that's, look how big it is. It's all, it's all air. That's right. You're like putting tofu. I go, that's the biggest waste there is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, maybe I could break an asparagus in half and cram one in here and the other in there. <laughs> the thing that catches, you have to be able to shut the suitcase. So this guy's like holding Dude, it down. I mean, we had to like get, I had to put like bungee cords around it. In order Wait, for him to check why wouldn't out. he just get the $14 one? He's a fucking idiot. I don't know. <laughs> what if, Insert the Jew always joke looking here. For I'm, the, a Jew, I'm Jewish. For the but deal, I try man. Not to, you have to, as like an Asian driver, you have to try extra hard because people are looking at you. Yeah. We're already we just went, up to it. We went almost every day to this fucking place. And then he goes, I've learned a lot f- since the last time. I know what I'm going to do now. He so went, I mean, dude, he went he home had, and like drew a fucking blueprint of like Dude, he had like half of it or like a third of it was lasagna. Then it was like a salad. Then it was like just a fucking some other dish like chicken or something on top. He had three meals. Did he build like cardboard partitions that he could like put in there? Yeah, he was doing it with like fucking noodles. He was building shit. Shut up, dude. It's what he's such a fucking interesting guy. He's very yeah. odd. Like he, he, we were talking about what what we needed to survive, and he's like thirty five grand, and I went what for like how goes, long? That's my nut. That's my nut for a year. For if oh, you for the year, thirty five grand. He's good. He goes. I mean, you know, if I want to take chicks on dates and stuff, I need a little more. But and if I want to yeah. travel, maybe a little more. But no, yeah, for thirty five grand, I'm I'm good. He just like, got been, used to poverty, much like O'Neill and yeah. he got used my, to being poor. My, my number eighteen. <laughs> 18? I had 18. Oh, my number would fucking astound you. My number is, sure. my number is seven. <laughs> He's living at home right now. That's even with party money in there. That's with going out on dates. Why, like, why don't the... I, I would love to fucking... I would love to buy a big house. I was thinking about this the other day. Just buy a big house in the hills... That like where the school district sucks, so the houses are cheaper. Yeah, and then just move a bunch of comics from the like store comics in there. Yeah, and then charge them cheap rent, fill it up, and then me be able to go party there. <laughs> you, you <don't- laughs> it's like guys who buy into a I, restaurant so they can go into the restaurant yeah. every now and then. You just want to buy into my a buddy Chris house. Hatterman. I was like, this is a very altruistic uh, thing you're doing, and then at the end, it's like, so yeah. I can go there. And party so when it's I like want. like a hostel for comics, but then yeah. you can go there. And you have to wake them all up like, get up, everybody up here. Hey, guys, I'm here. Time to party. I think on paper it looks great until you go to that place and you see how bad they've trashed it. Oh, it would be. You know who I hear is like super generous with his place and his vehicles is uh, Jeff Ross. Russell Peters. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ru- yeah, Russell. Like, come was- stay with me. Like, could you drive my fucking Bentley? And it's like, it's crazy. He had a comic from South Africa staying in his place. Jeff Ross. I- I'm so, like, I- I'm- I- jealous is the wrong word, but like. I think envious that I'm not, not I mean I love my life but I would love to be a single comic in LA because Jeff Ross has parties every fucking Sunday does he and just invites oh, in everyone in that new place he has yeah and just invites everyone to go party with him and every time <sighs> his know. Instagram stories wait, are wait, like wait when did you get married how old were you 30 
one. Uh, Georgia's thirteen. <laughs> Wait, Georgia's thirteen. So thirteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't really get like you know. Well, it, there wasn't. There was no version of Jeff Ross when I was that age. Yeah, yeah. Like there was. You know, like so. I think the only thing better than. Oh, I think actually the best thing is to know Jeff Ross and go there on Sunday yeah. to party and not have that house. Like because he, to he be invites. That, I mean, he has parties. His he knows like July. a wide swath of people, like musicians. And he's very generous. We never get invited to the parties. We don't know. I don't. We don't really know him well at all, to be honest. We know, but, I, we've I, honestly we've known him for years, but like we, we don't know him with him. Yeah, like, like, like on a weekly him. basis. I know him. But, I know him. Uh, I would say fairly well, and I, I was. One like my only problem is I would love to go to one of those parties, but I could not go and be in a pool and not think the entire time my daughters would like this so much more than me. And I'm not going to go. Hey Jeff, can my family come up and stay at your place? <laughs> can you do a Saturday yeah. where it's just family? Yeah, can you invite like some a family up Saturday? Here? Yeah, come on, Jeff. Who's like who are some of the people there? Molly Ringwald. No, yeah, Molly Ringwald. I heard she wears a. Fr- I mean, is I he having she- like ragers where it's like hot topless chicks and their people are going crazy? No, no it's but it's it's like is, all is the he comics. In a it's all the comics that you like. Yeah, and like. All store guys and a bunch of girls and like a bunch of hot female comics and hot women and they're all just seem like they're out just seem like he grills out and just seems like they're having a lot of fun. Somebody said they were at a who was it? They were, like, a, they were party at his place and then he started doing like some of the roasting. Really? Somebody, somebody told <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Ah. <laughs> uh, Dude, oh, that would be uh, that would be fun. Hey, man, look at dude, oh. this guy's got the truth serum in him. He just fucking give me a couple <laughs> drinks. Look at him pounding that dude. He's already fucking going crazy. I'll tell you what Ringwald was doing. <laughs> we'll oh, draw. Uh, hey, can you draw it for us? By the way, remember yeah, uh, who was the con- who was the guy in uh, the mo- all those movies in the Brad Pack who was heckling one night at the store? Oh, he- uh, the kid uh, Rusty from uh, yeah uh, from Vacation, uh, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, and David Taylor just goes up there and fucking eviscerates this guy Dude, really? for a while. He just was coming him, like, around, like you, hanging out. You really your career being Anthony Michael Hall. That's why you need to come in here to seek attention. Just to but he was getting, Anthony Michael Hall was getting pissed, and then really? I saw him. Uh, allegedly, like hit the, I was like, "Why he's in that? You know, the back hallway by the kitchen, like the the entrance and exit only for employees. Like yeah. he was tucked away there with allegedly another person. I, I was like, "What I the met, fuck is I met, that guy uh, doing?" I met who's the guy? A- Andrew McCarthy. McCarthy. Oh yeah, Andrew great McCarthy. soccer player. He's a big director now. Is he? Yeah, I met him. There's a lot of directors. Is he a sister? Who I'm works? writing what the secret about Molly Ringwald is. Okay. Oh wait, maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't because a person who's listening is going to be like, "No, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Not just don't tell everyone in your oh, podcast. Okay. <laughs> don't so, tell uh, anybody." I was like, as soon as the podcast wraps up, we'll yeah. find out. But now it's off. Yeah. Tom off Segura the is having uh, extramarital affair with Molly Ringwald. No, uh, <laughs> allegedly. So, so uh, what was I going to say? You were um, talking about Andrew McCarthy. Oh, I met him. I interviewed him one time, and I said that scene where you have sex with Molly Ringwald in the shower with the pearl necklace. And you like hold her up against Wait, the what? glass. Is this a porno or a director's cut I, of something? That's what he, it's exactly what he said. He goes, I never did that. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, 
spooky. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, what fucking John Hughes porno are you talking Man, about here? My research team. All <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we're like Larry King. You remember Larry King just make like outlandish statements because he doesn't do any research? People are like, what are you fucking talking about? No, even when he was younger. Remember he told Seinfeld? He's like, so so they they canceled you. He goes, what are you talking He's 80 million people watched the fucking final episode. <laughs> they didn't cancel me. He got pissed. Yeah. He did something to Dice. What are you oh, talking yeah. about, Larry? Really? He, he said something about like some stupid comment, like really pissed Dice off. Like <laughs> It was like something about like, so you're not even doing comedy. I do comedy every oh, yeah, week, you did. fool. Oh, no, that was the other CNN interview. Oh, yeah, he started swearing. He started, fuck he you. ripped his mic and slammed it down. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that interview. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It's a good one because you're like, Dice is uh, Ari and Dice are the two fascinating people. There's so much shtick going on. I can't tell. Like, that's one of the things I find fascinating about Dice is I can't tell. I think. I, I think the character of Dice is lost. I think the the real human being is lost. Oh yeah, it's and the gone. character yeah. is far gone. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like wrestlers who like they don't go by their name anymore. Like. You know what I mean? His last name isn't involved. Dice Clay. Eventually, you are the prank that you've been trying to fool everyone. You become the prank. It's like, like you're, you're they, living it now. It's like if the yeah. FBI didn't get Brasco out. Like he was in deep. You know? Yeah. It's like it's he, like if Andy Kaufman like lived now. Like if he stayed alive, you'd be like, oh, I don't. Right like, now, I think he's just become that. Like character. Larry the Cable Guy probably lives most of his life as no. Larry the Cable. No, I don't no, think he's, so. He's, he's Dan. Dan. Is he Dan? Dan I don't Does know. he introduce himself? Dude, that Dan? guy's like a yeah, he, that guy's yeah. like a real business pro, man. Yeah, you know, that he, guy can turn that. So he's shit not. On. He has not become the guy. No, like here's the thing: is there are hints of Larry in Dan in that he did grow up in Nebraska, lived in Florida, in like the redneck part of Florida, a yeah. pop guy, I think. And uh, shout out but, to a pop but like, guy. But like when you meet him, a lot of people shit on him. But I was like, here's a guy who fucking figured something out. It's hard to find a, a way to figure shit out in this town. And if you do it, man, you got to give people credit for it. I look at Larry the Cable Guy. I look at Dice. I look at I look at everyone successful right now. And I go, I go. Maybe I just need to. Not, I mean, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but just stop overthinking it. Yes, and just it. like just all, find like, something. Yes. People, I go. What? Like I, I said this. I was like, what products could you sell outside of a Larry the Cable Guy show, and they'd sell it? Like if you put Otter Boxes. Like an, an Otterbox stand-up, everyone walking out of his show is like, God damn, I could use a new Otterbox. I don't want to fuck up my... my. So you just put like a, a full gift shop. Like, like yeah. what? And what gifts would you put in? And that helps you to find the fans. Bottle openers. Yeah. Like a, a oh, bottle yeah. opener on a flip-flop. Uh, that would a, be a big Larry the Cable a Guy. A duck blind that has like a Larry the Cable Guy emblem on it. Or like if you like fishing hooks that go on the bill your hat. Oh, a lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> animal calls. They're Larry the Cable Guy, duck calls. You could like, probably sell fucking sleeveless flannel shirts You that say his name. Could. I guarantee you all this shit we're talking about, he has all this shit for sale somewhere. Oh, see, but I think what he... He plays a line of shit at the Bass Pro Shop right now. It's just like a section of Bass Pro Shop that's all Larry the Cable Guy shit. Like, you could probably have like fucking fishing like full-on rods. You could rocks. probably have a Chevy Silverado <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy edition. I guarantee you oh. some dealership has fucking done that. Dude, I... I, Ron White told Doug Stanhope one time, "Hey Doug, hey, I wonder if that fucking God damn it. Hey Doug, get over here. <laughs> hey, can you hold my? Uh, hey can Doug, you hold my Jack Daniels for a second. Hey Doug, I, I drink tequila. He sounds so much like Nick Nolte. It's frightening. Yeah, 
He could be his brother in a comedy. That would hey, be great. Man, hey, hey, it's Ron Why? I brought him up Monday uh, Monday night at the store. I think he had had a, a couple drinks, <laughs> allegedly. He's someone that I would imagine couldn't just go cold turkey. No. It's so, I mean, uh, he carries, he brings his own bottle with him. Really? And some yeah. nights. So I brought him up at the allegedly. store. Allegedly. Uh, like, and this is like between the employee, you know, like early. Yeah. And he's doing the, he does this bit right now about like, I want to say, uh, Duck pussy tacos is like a lot. He says it a lot in the bit. He's like duck pussy tacos. Shit, I have a duck pussy taco joke. Yeah, yeah me too. Sorry. And he's like duck pussy taco. And then like so he did. He went up for like longer than like what you know, not a crazy long. I have but a long. duck penis enchiladas joke. Oh. Do you think that that is at all too similar? Too, too close. <laughs> so then he's walking up through the crowd, just like still doing his duck pussy. T- and I'm like, and I'm back on stage, the MC, like. Ron White still uh, still tagging the joke through the, like through the crowd like a politician yeah. like Doug Pussy Taco everybody like I'm like all right Ron take, take it out back he uh, he's a nice guy though yeah he's really nice he's he uh, he had he told Stanhope one time uh, he bought a joke from the I think from James Inman or maybe it was Brett Erickson I forget but he bought a joke and he's and he he said to Doug he goes what see what I do. Is I get someone to write great material and I take the teeth out of it and I sell it to the masses. And when I was like, that's just a guy who just didn't, yeah. like, didn't, he didn't overthink it. He was like, okay, I'm fucking, I don't know how old, old he was when he made it, but like 48 yeah. or whatever. And he was like, fuck it. Now he's I'm, got a jet. Dude, he, he admits to it too. I read an interview where he's like, probably like 60% or whatever his percentage was, but there was a percentage where he goes, I pay I pay people to write shit for me. Yeah, I, Chris Rock does that. Chris Rock has. I think he Chris, started as CK's writer, didn't he? Wasn't it Rock and uh, no, 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 no? CK, CK started CK, as CK, Rock's CK and Sykes and Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Uh, from what I heard, Rich Voss, Louis CK, Nick DiPaolo, they all helped him write that first hour. Did they? Oh, yeah. really? Bigger yeah. and blacker? Yeah. No shit. When, uh, you, you oh, kn- that's why. Because Voss. Because I was like, why Voss is the odd man out? When, remember the Academy Awards? During the Oscars, and then Rock you, was hosting, and it then was Richard he's bringing Jenny. his entourage yeah. around, and Mario Joyner. Then, Joyner, then yeah. you look, you're like, why is Rich? Vo-? No, and this isn't a shit on Rich Voss, but it was yeah. just like, but, you know, he, he, it was just an odd like a like all these guys are writer guys yeah. that you know from shows, and then Voss. Yeah, Voss, Voss is like, just Voss. so fucking quick. Voss is one of the quickest comics you'll ever be around. Oh, really? Oh. I didn't realize he's. I thought I didn't know he was sixty years old. Oh yeah, he, he looks great. 60. Yeah, he looks great. I just went to his birthday. Did you go to the roast? Yeah, that's one of the nights that I was fucking. I read a the, review by um, what, what's Richard, that? Richard Richard uh, uh, what's that site uh, that uh, Inter- in Terabang. Yeah, in Terabang, and the guy, the guy, like you could almost hear him stroking himself off while he's writing it. He's like, "Then I see it was pretty so and so, and I see so and so, and he's like doing the play by play of the jokes." And he was like, "I was like, this guy's lubing his cock and stroking." Dude, uh, I've said it over and over again. Big J had the best joke of the night. He, the, the guy stroking his cock, loved Big J almost the Big most. Big J said, uh, "Jim Norton's here. Jim Norton's mom was a librarian, and his dad was a pond turtle." <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as he said that, Norton kind of creaked his head, like stuck his head out to look, and it looked like a turtle-esque move, and the room fell fucking apart. Norton took it. Norton, you can see a shell. He ducked his head into his shirt. Dude, but that's the thing. Like, you look at Garth Brooks. That guy was struggling forever, writing his own shit, trying to get stuff. And then what happens? They hook him up with a songwriter and a producer, and the guy becomes... It's really a question of, like... You know what? Do you, what do you want to do? I mean, nobody gives a fuck who wrote it. Is the thing I want to be a comic. I, I, I mean, really, no, the I comics really do, but I'm fuck. saying the audience. 
for the most part, is just you I know. really that's the the worst part about it. Is I said this isn't karaoke. Like yes. I really give a fuck about me writing it. Like I really need to be the person writing. I I to the most to the point where I almost won't take tags from people because when you see my hour, if you like it, then you like everything about me. Like then you like you me. can well, still your shit brand is like yourself way, though and take you know what I mean and take your bits. shit is personal whereas rock when he's starting out was doing like social commentary I race re- shit yeah. like that you I can th- write you can you know someone can write that shit for I you. I think that what that's one of the big uh, one of the tough things for a guy like Chris Rock and Bill but like if you found out Bill didn't write his material wouldn't would you I mean a guy like him yeah I'd you'd be, be like, like you'd be like you'd be like that. Chris Rock, Sucks. for some reason, doesn't bother me. For me, though, it's like... Yeah. Louis C.K., it would bother me. It would bother me. If I found out Louis didn't write his jokes, I'd be like... But when you're what? churning it out so fast, man, it's like, hey, man, I can't fault anybody for anything. No, I can't. I mean, look, also, it's I mean, such pressure. there are guys, too, where it's like, you you have the perfect bit, but like you just need maybe someone to come in and like give it a tag or give it a, a shape it a little different. I mean, we've done that shit for people, I'd be curious and you're to like, know oh, if, shit. I'd be curious to know if Amy writes her own stuff. I would say... I, I mean, say, I don't want to say anything, but I probably I would guess not. no. That's and that's also why she ran into trouble. Jokes can I be think, written. I think. Well, I, I here's the by here's other people, thing. you know. I, I like there was a, a case of uh, her taking an Atel joke, mm-hmm. which, by the way, like I, I know you're supposed to slam people that steal, but by the way, that is that is a testament to like, oh, she definitely writes her own stuff because I have completely done something like that where you. Like, I did it so verbatim on a Louis C.K. joke that, like, because I heard him do it, forgot about the joke, and then had the idea, and then said it on, like, a morning talk show or whatever, and someone called me out that day, and they're like, yo, that's Louis' joke. And I was like, bullshit. And then as soon as I said it, I went, holy fuck. Now that you say that, it totally is a Louis joke. And I looked, and I found it. He sent me a link, and I was like, motherfucker. And then I called myself out on Twitter. I was like, I totally told a Louis C.K. joke. But it's like... But that's what Louis said that... You remember in the episode of Louis when he and Dane Cook? Yeah. And that's what he basically says, Dane. He goes, you probably... It seeped into your head. You you forgot about it. You're writing shit. And it just came out. Yeah. That happens. That totally happens. And the the thing I think that, you know... I think the only thing Amy could be faulted for, and you can't fault her for it, because who who can fault anyone? I'm going to be doing an hour within a year of my last special. I'm going to do another special, but you, but she's just on this path where it's like fucking nonstop. The pressure turn. on her is unbelievable. And like the more you have your hand in it, the harder it is for her to like say there are people writing her stand up. I don't know if they are or not. But- I know that she does like like I, I I can't take anything from anyone. Like I can't take. A, a thing from anyone? No, like Dude, I can't. It's so hard to make it in this fucking. However, yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, man. it's if like you have to. You know what I mean? Like I, I would mean, love to know, be the guy that came up with pl- all the police academies. That would be like a dream. Other people would be like, "Oh, fuck that!" I'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" I mean, I, I think they'll like obviously don't do it in a way where like you're hurting other. You know what I mean? Like where you're if you're malicious you're, about it, or where you're if you're like Mencia, uh, if you're if you're like Mencia and like you are just fucking grabbing from people. Like nonstop. That's I, not- I do, but I think also Schumer's. She's under the fucking. I mean, the the pressure cooker. She's filming a movies, book a movie, she, yeah. and you, you know, gotta you cash know, in now. You know every director in every scene's like, Amy, can you punch this up a bit? Yeah, and she's like, I. The amount of pressure she must be under, just from every direction. 
And you got to strike. Like, well, she's hot, and she goes, and she knows. Like, not only this that, shit could end tomorrow. She can't you even have to date. cash in now. She can't even date that guy without people. Like, she's become like a list where it's like everything she does. It's like she broke up with that guy, became a huge fucking thing. She broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, she, when? she wants to pound you. Uh, I think like two months ago. I always tell him, shit. dude. He's got to make a move. Got to <laughs> move in there, man. She was at the dude. store one night, and O'Neill's like, "Just do it for our career." What was she doing at the store? <laughs> it was a while back. <laughs> <laughs> he he's got to. O'Neal said it like it was like she's like begging to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just Dude. throwing it out there. You got to make a run at it. That would be a fucking such an upsell in your life. Oh, it'd be like it would be like the guy, the 21 year old who's dating what's her name right okay, now. Say oh, okay, say Amy Schumer sees you, falls in love with you, and says, "I am a little bizarre, but here's the deal. I, I'm, I, I don't want this to be just." me cucking you out i want you to i want you to fulfill your dreams so i'm gonna have you write my next movie um you're wait gonna, am i in well, on this too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. she goes but here's the deal here's one of my fetishes or one of my things that i do i'm gonna need you to punch people that talk shit about me other comics so like if i say hey i put on mma gloves and yeah. i'd head to the club i'll wrap your hands for you <laughs> Before you go out there with her. would teach me form. This guy is, you know, this guy is a trained killer. You put that such, what are you talking about? He, he, yeah, he, okay, he, I was special forces for six years, but no. I was not. He wanted to fight. Him and Ari were going to fight, and then Joe this Rogan. This makes me sound like way less of a killer. Joe I was going to fight fucking Ari. Joe Rogan was like, are you, this is when Ari was doing commercials. He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? You work with your face. This guy, he's trained in Muay Thai. He's trained in martial arts. Oh, for real? Ari knows yeah, nothing about I, mean, no, I played basketball with Ari. At the merest contact, he throws himself on the floor, <gasps> like just like a flail. <gasps> oh, yeah, like for the ref. And I was like, we, I, we, I wanted this fight to happen. So oh yeah, bad. we went to that boxing gym on uh, La Brea between Hollywood and Sunset, and we went in there to meet I know that one. Yeah, and then the lady was basically said, "Yeah, you can do it," and then somehow Ari threw a wrench in the system. Like it became too real then. And then he bailed on no, it. But then you guys had at the show at the UCB, you guys had Ari was naked. Oh, the weigh-ins. <laughs> we did a weigh-in before the fight. I, had, I think I had my shirt off, but Ari came out fully naked, of weighed in. Of course he did. And then, of course, there was a scuffle, but I had to keep his dick away from me. So I had to, because he fell on top of me. I had to throw him off. <laughs> let's and get so back, that I choked him out. Let's get back to uh, female comics that could help your careers that you could fuck. Okay. Like, Who else? Who's top of the list? Leslie Jones, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I support that. If I you haven't that. seen it, watch Daddy Knows Best starring Steve Renazizi, uh, O'Neill, myself. By the way, uh, wrote it and directed Milana it. Milana Weintraub. Is, Weintraub. Who's yeah. That? Who's that? Another. Do you realize that AT, every person. AT&T spokesman. She works a lot. She's a comic. She just got cast in the new Marvel TV series. So let's go through the people that have worked on Daddy Knows Best that have gone on the Superstar. That's our web series starring Steve <laughs> okay. Red Well, Steve Red is easy. He became much bigger after that. Uh, then you have Leslie Jones, Brian Jarvis, big Hollywood screenwriter now. Really? You yeah. have Milana, Jade Cataprata. She went on she to, went do on to TV. TV. Jay, I know that uh, name. How do who I know else? Her? There was somebody Comedy else store. who... Eric Griffin. Yeah, Eric Griffin. Yeah. His special just came out on uh, on Showtime. On Showtime. Right? Yeah. Guess who didn't benefit from it at all? The co-creators, writers, and directors. <laughs> <laughs> Only in America. Only in America. We were able to milk those performances. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, are you watching I'm Dying up here? 
I am. I, 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 I slowed down a tad bit only because um, I read the book. I read the book too. I like yeah. the book so much better. Remember one of the few books that I've read, that, it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they have they put that in this show uh, yet? I don't know. I just pick whenever I look at that high, and I just picture someone fucking jumping off that goddamn building. I love the Letterman shit, and I'm dying up here. Yeah, like that oh, it, shit was the most fascinating. That book was fucking amazing. I, I love that. the Argus shit in there because Argus is still yeah, there it's now. True. Are, yeah, so you see him and like, and it was guys were calling him like, a, you know, he's rich and this and that, and that he was a scat, whatever. They, and, you know, I, we have nothing to do with this now. Yeah, but just you go there now and you see this. Did you ever guy. tell him your Argus story, the Which, Ripper? Oh, I was working <laughs> the back door. If you don't know who Argus Hamilton is, uh, he, I guess he hosted the Tonight Show with Carson. Guest hosted more than anyone ever. Really? Supposedly, and he, and he they were like going the road to, to get, this. You know how these stories go, though, and the eight, everything gets whitewashed. But yeah. supposedly, they wanted to like groom him to take over for Carson. This is what this is just what we've heard really? through the grapevine. Back then, but he uh, had a bit of a problem with he, uh, drugs. He had a ro- Did he really. Yeah, he had a romance. I, I have two great stories about him. He had a romance with Mitzi Shore way back, and so he. But that romance, but like then they stayed because. She, he used to go over there and take care of her. Like, I would get the phone call, and she'd be like, oh, he's, where's Argus? Send him yeah, over. Yeah, like, like a long-standing, like, whatever. Like, really? Relate. So I'm, I'm working the back door, and Argus is, you know, he's an older There's not a lot of older guys his age at the store now. Like, he's Great from joke this, writer. Great joke writer. He's from the 70s. Yeah, he, like, looks, he, like, writes yeah, for newspapers uh, and stuff. Yeah, multiple, <laughs> multiple local... Uh, newspapers. I mean, he's old Which, school. I mean, nobody's ever yeah. been able to track down though. What is so he newspapers? gets like the nine fifteen spot. Like this is since like the seventies, and so I'm working the back door. And there used to be a payphone right below the uh, original room steps. That's since been ripped out. Okay, right they got ripped wall. out by uh, the old manager Dean Gelber <laughs> when uh, Crispy Chicken, this guy <laughs> who had a hernia, hernia that shot through his nutsack, and so it looked like he had uh, a giant. Just like a giant horse testicle in his nuts. Nerf football. And he would and wear he leather push pants. It, it but was he could insane. push it back in with his finger. But he goes, something happened. He was being thrown out. And he goes, I'm calling the cops. And Dean Gelber just all of a sudden just grabbed the guy. And he was holding <laughs> on to the phone and just ripped the phone out of the fucking wall. And <laughs> really? Dean threw him out into the street. <laughs> Dean was bald, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember Dean. Paulie's really? best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there. Argus is like waiting to go up. And uh, he just rips. He, and he would wear like he'd wear like wear the slacks. nice suit, slacks, and he just rips like the loudest fart I've ever heard in my life. And I, I just like and it's, looks, it was so much that it like blew his comb over <laughs> up. It blew it off the head. And back. I'm just sitting there, and I just like look around. And it's just me and him, and he does not like he old man's it where he doesn't react like. Yeah. This is common, pl- and I was like, "Wow!" You know, I thought that was funny until literally that started happening to me. Where it's just like these <laughs> these things leak out. You find out. yourself wearing suits for no reason. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I ripped a fart somewhere yesterday, and I didn't realize that because I, I was with my family, and I didn't realize that there were other people around and they heard it. Like, and then that's just is something You're totally that comfortable. Un- like I just went. <laughs> I forget where I was. Oh, oh, I was at Lowry's Steakhouse. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. I was at Lowry's and I just ripped a fart, <laughs> dude. I'm having, I'm having, uh, I'm having uh, night rippers, where I'm farting so bad in my sleep that it's waking me up, and it's. I know oh. the windows are open that the whole neighborhood's hearing dude, it. When we do shows with Ren is easy, uh, we don't get the best accommodations. Sometimes we're in the same hotel. Are you guys room. both traveling, Ren is easy? Every now and then, not a lot. But so we end up in the same hotel. This guy's farts one night. Sounded like I thought he was moving the hotel desk. It was it was insane. I could yeah, it was insane. That's probably good. I still the other Argus story, which uh, this comic Charlie Hill, 
who is this Native American comedy store comic. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. David Passed Letterman, away. so loyal. Put this guy on his show in like 2015. No, he died like whatever year it was. He, he, dude, put, he, put him he on dug like, him up <laughs> and he threw him on the show. He put him on like very late in his life. <laughs> he had a great bit that so, was he would open every show with, "Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you?" <laughs> so he tells me this story. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> Which is great. Is this thing on the on the on the on the? <laughs> Let's tell another. Uh, you want more? Some more Here, Tito's, get, get please. Some, uh, get some ice. I got some. So so Charlie Hill's like, do you know Argus? And I was like, yeah. And so, I guess Argus, when he got they, like when when he was doing drugs, they said he could be uh, you know a little out of control, a bit of Man, a monster. I also only n- know this like gentle. Yeah. Oh, dude, he, they claim like he fucked more chicks, even Dice, than anybody. I shared a room with him, and they like in the house above the store. What they, happened to that house? I, it, they sold it. I mean, a long it used time to be ago. Polly's. And so they no, would, no, that not that house, oh, the other one. It. So Dice would bring chicks up there, and he'd be like. On the way to my oh, room. Oh, no. Argus had the first bedroom. Somehow the chick would end up in Argus's bedroom. And just bringing him in. And this is way, back up. in the heyday. Dice was a fucking, still is, as a rock star presence. Yeah. So Charlie Hill's like, back in the day, he's like, Argus had put it, you know, he'd been through a lot. And it was like, not the best to be around for a lot of years. So he comes in, he sobers up. And so every night he would come in, he would say, day one of sobriety. Day, you know, every day. And he's like, and all of us were just like, oh, enough of this. And so then he relapses, like hard after like a year, whatever, two years. And some co- I, Charlie Hill said the guy's name, I don't know who it was. Some comic goes, day one, bitch, in front of all the comics. And like everybody just erupted. Oh. Dude, he, he was performing at uh, like AA meetings. Cause I, I knew this guy who was at AA and then. I was like, how do you know Argus? He goes, oh, I, I first met him at my first AA meeting. He was doing like bits up there. Dude, getting up. Uh- here we have another uh, soda water too. If you run out of that one, um, yeah, I want to. I, I want uh, Tom Arnold wanted to come on the podcast. He's a big AA guy. He was in with uh, Chris Far- Ferry Fairly. Yeah, Farley. yeah, they Farley? were boys. Chris, Farley. Why the fuck can I think of Farley? Yeah, Chris <laughs> Farley. Yeah, that's uh, times you're like because hey, hey, it's like it's, we were thinking about getting either just faking drug problems or just going in there, dude. I know more guys. I, my uh, brother, my brother's brother-in-law, he was doing some stuff, and he was like, "Dude, I went to like a meeting, and it was like, uh, fucking uh, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> it was like Robert Downey Jr., John Goodman, like all these the fucking old shake guys. in the seltzer bit, classic Kreischer. <laughs> what are you a clown? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, there's a lot of connections to be made. I went into a, I went into one AA meeting once in my life. Leanne dumped me, and uh, my <laughs> my neighbor. This Wait, was, she dumped you? Yeah, but we were we were just dating. Okay, and what my, happened? Uh, Do you want to get into it? No, I got I got hammered. At uh, at the fair, you drink. Wait at the wait. What fair? The L.A. fair, L.A. County oh, fair. Jesus Christ! Renaissance? To, no, no, no. Just regular. <laughs> and uh, we go to dinner, and and. You go to dinner after the fair. Or you go to dinner at the fair. What'd you have after at a, a, a Chili's? What'd you have a fried Snickers sandwich? <laughs> and we well, go. How can you eat after going to the fucking L.A. County? Uh, fair? I didn't eat. I just drank. Okay. And it was all uh, progressive women who were very 
liberal. Oh, like this is like a group. The group. Yeah, Wait, this group. is at Chili's. Yeah, at Chili's. Okay, I'm That's having margaritas. Oh, you're there with a I'm lot of women. That's where progressive, progressive okay. women are known to meet at Chili's every Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a it's big, actually part of their slogan. It's a big meet and greet. Jalapeno poppers and feminism go hand in hand. Our topics are going to sizzle like they're fajitas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the slogan. So uh, someone says something about Leanne being uh, sexually assaulted. And I go, what? I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And they're like, this guy sexually assaulted her at, uh, at, um, at, uh, 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 acting class. I was like, at the fucking acting class? They're like, yeah, she got raped. And I was like, she was fucking raped in acting class? And they're like, yeah, technically. And I went, what do you mean technically? (laughs) That's what I, and and they're like, well, he lifted her skirt up. Like he like pulled her skirt up. And I go, that's not that's not rape, and they're like, no, it is. It, it definitely is. Wait, was, what, also, what kind of guy? What, what was he lifting it up with? Just he just like like went a up stick? Like, no, he just went up like. Woo, they're doing was he like a John Candy? He was trying to be funny, I guess, was, and it just backfired. Was it a scene, or was it just like him doing his own? thing? I don't know. I never really got that into it because I started fighting the port the, the yeah. idea that that wasn't yeah. technically rape, and you're just alone on an island. And every guy just backs into their seat like, "Good luck, Bert." Yeah, and I just. You're and, like, uh, I'm tapping out for uh, until Bert's done and here. And I would not let it go. Ooh. I would not let it go. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, boy. you can't say rape when it's not like when it's not rape. Like you can't just say, oh yeah, we'll call that rape too. Like yeah, it's it's got to be like like. And, well, no, but you have a great point because I mean you are taking legitimate rape. Yeah. And you're turning it into something that's and, way lesser. I would anyone, call it assault. Any it. I Sexual assault. No, no, all no. I could say is that who the fuck is that? Oh, that's Leanne. Um, oh, someone's going for the midnight dip. No, I think that's is that Leanne. She's putting I the chickens was... up. No. Um, and so, by the way, is this a sore subject with Leanne now? No. Or does no. she agree with you? No, she or... still agrees with all her friends. <laughs> <laughs> and but I wouldn't let it go, and I wouldn't let go the next day. And I and I do and, think it's like an ass kick worthy move, though. Yeah, I, I said the guy's a dick. Yeah, I go. That the guy's a dick. He's not a rapist. He's a dick. Yeah, and they're like, no, the he's piece a rapist. Of shit. He sexually assaulted her, and then they were like, why wouldn't you stand up for Leanne in this argument? No, I said, I'm no, I'm standing up for common sense. Common sense says you can't say that someone's a rapist when he actually hasn't raped someone. He just lifted up a girl's skirt. I go, that is a dick move. That guy is a dick, but he's not. You can't call him a rapist. And the women just attacked me, and they all attacked me. One was this director, and she was fucking losing her shit. And then Leanne's best friend was losing her shit. And oh, boy. She's got a frenzy. And, and so all her friends start, like, fucking going at it and just tearing me up. And then all the guys are like, All so. the guys are cucking up. They're like, I go, and I, I'm like, none of you guys are going to back me up on this. I go, you're fucking men. You're not going to support a man in this. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, like, and then, and they were like, and then I think I made the comment that the Jews made about Hitler. You know about like where they were like, uh, no one spoke up when he grabbed the gypsies. No one spoke up when he grabbed the 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 whatever. You know yeah. I, who fucking knows. By the way, O'Neill poured the seltzer in there first. Very it's odd an interesting play. choice. Odd choice. Oh Jesus! Because everyone likes the then vodka he, on their top. And he went like, I would definitely do a floater of seltzer on that. Yeah, you went like one quarter seltzer, three quarters vodka. Hey, I'm here to fucking party. <laughs> Jesus, I'm going swimming. Tom Cruise from cocktail over here. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Cocktails and dreams. You're like the guy from FX, his Australian buddy. So uh, so then so, th- so that so ended then, up so, in breakup? So 
I couldn't let it go. Leanna at the time had said she loved me, and I had said, cool. Oh, so you're already on thin ice. Like, uh, yeah, a, so, that's like, a bad move. Cool. Wait, how old were you at this time? 29. Ooh. And so she said, uh, I love you. And I went, cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> that, like a fucking storyline in a movie. Yeah, hey, cool, sweet. Actually, if Leanne tells it, Leanne would probably tell it different because I think I said, you do? And uh, I had a buddy who gave a thanks. Someone gave him a love. Oh, you. that's great. A thanks. <laughs> I just, I, but I was in love with Leanne, but I didn't know it. And I was, and I'd been burned so bad by women. I didn't, I didn't want to tell tell her I cared about. Why they about call her. you Burn yeah. Chrysler? That's why they call me Burn Chrysler. And so, uh, and then she, I went to her house to hang out, and she broke up with me. And I went, and I fucking dude, I fell apart. I fell apart hard, like real bad, so bad that like I was on the street. Like the next two days later, my neighbor was this guy who would uh, ha- studios would hire him to keep stars sober. So he was like oh, a wrangler. sober companion. Yeah, he was sober. Oh, companion. We know one of those. Yeah, and he's he did Ben Affleck. He did. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. But, <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean it's known that Ben. Affleck. Yeah, he did. But he I did. think you should keep the Molly Ringwall to yourself. He did everyone, and then until and then later he saw me. I was eating an Asian pear. On uh, the side, of, well, we lived in the Hollywood Hills, and I was eating on a cliff, just sitting there, and he came up, and he's like, what's up, buddy? I was like, uh, I don't know, having a rough go at it. He was like, really? I said, yeah. Leanne dumped me. Asian pear is the gateway to suicide. Dude, I love Asian pears. Well, you're I wasn't like, I wasn't on the cliff <laughs> about to jump. I'm kidding. But like, uh, but, and then he goes, uh. Are you going to walk into the forest like the Japanese? I said, that's crazy that they that's... have that suicide forest. Yeah. What is yeah. it? I would love to go camping there just to see if it's haunted. Suicide forest is they, they all go into this one forest. Do they use themselves. a sword or is it like they jump off a cliff? <laughs> no, this is like regular people start samurais. They're going to fucking yeah. kill themselves. I don't know if you're walking into a forest. I don't know what you're doing. So she, he goes, hey, man, I said something about, yeah, I got drunk. And I'm fucking, I don't know, man. I fucking hate when this happens. And he's like, why don't you come to a meeting with me tonight? And I was like so open to anything because yeah. I wanted... I just wanted, needed some guidance. You just and, wanted a place to go where people would listen to you. And I went to the meeting, and he was like, you should get up and talk tonight. And I was like, uh, I don't know about that. He was like, no, seriously, get up. and like." You're like, wait, can I headline? I, by the <laughs> way, that part of me is a comic, so I wanted the stage time. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get up. I See, wanted to talk. Do you, I'm weird. In any situation that's not comedy, I want I don't want it to be talked to. Oh, I don't want to be oh, brought. I don't I want to be want, called out. I want all of it. I want really. All of it. I want all of it. <laughs> yeah. If it's in a non-comedy, like I will not go to see a comedy show with somebody because out of fear of someone, a comic who doesn't know me, like doing crowd work on me. Uh, I got up on a comedy show one time when I was in the audience and I was with my crew. And, and someone you've been was doing, doing comedy for a while. I've been doing it for a long time. They're like, "Oh, you think you're funny?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> you go up there and fucking do a lit room on hour. fire. Lit, and I was like, <laughs> "That's funny." And they're like, funny. "Wow." There's the famous story of Robin Williams and Richard Pryor. We're doing a like a duo act in the '80s, like the peak, and it's like packed beyond belief. And Mick Jagger's in their front oh, yeah. row. And they're like making you know teasing them. They're like, "You think? Yeah. Well, you think you're you can do? I could do that." And, blah, blah, blah. and yeah, he's like, I'm a front man of a band. I could do that. And they're like, all right, come up here. He comes up, and they're like, his pers- he was just so electric. He goes, take my wife, please. And the crowd just dies. And he he drops the mic <laughs> and he goes back to his seat. And they were like, oh, shit, he could do it. <laughs> Dude, by oh, the yeah. way, Mick Jagger, I don't give a fuck. That guy is one of the greatest stage presents of anybody alive. I, I told I, uh, when I did. By the uh, way, that is uh, one strong 
Tito's drink. Right Wait, there. so when you when you pour, when you poured a shot of seltzer at the bottom and the top of the glass uh, off with Tito's, that was uh, that's ninety percent Tito's. <laughs> if O'Neill's working at a bar, heavy pour, go to him. Yeah, not I'll get fired after a week. The uh, um, I when I did uh, goddamn comedy jam with uh, with Josh Scott Adam Stapp. Myers. Yeah, with, I saw that. That was I a did good it with one. Scott Stapp. Can you take me higher, Central Florida? I went to Rollins College. Was that your yeah. choice? By the way, Leanne's uh, best friend that I hate uh, went to Rollins. Well, shout out to Rollins College. Did you ever see the uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy experiment? Yeah, where he did the uh, Creed. Said Creed was coming to the, some college campus. No, and then all these people show up, and he goes, like, "It's like Jim Creed," and he just played a fucking guitar. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> it was hilarious. I was dying. Can you take me? Jamie Kennedy you? was legit funny. That dude fucking knows how to do that. That's another guy. You can't fault that guy for anything because that guy made his way through this town, man. Like he, what's you know, he doing now? He favorites uh, a lot of Danish and O'Neill tweets. I'll tell you that. I don't know. For a while, yeah, I don't know. I, I think like, he's, uh, you know he's on the road a lot. Doing stand up? Yeah, yeah. That's where he started with Holtzman. He you was know like that? a laugh factor. He and Holtzman no. are fucking boys. Yeah. No, I swear to God, he, he would. Uh, he put Holtzman on his show. Yeah, the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Yeah, really. They did a thing where uh, he wanted Holtzman to perform for some like Saudi prince. And uh, it was like the middle of the day at the main room of the comedy store, and it's just this guy in like you know the full garb sitting in one of those booths in the main room, and Holtzman, you know, <laughs> you know Holtzman. Yeah. So he's like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do here?" And it's like, "You got to be clean. You got to do all this gig, pays a shitload of money." So you see Holtzman just sweating bullets up there trying to do. <laughs> and I think he loses his shit. Then finally, it's Jamie Kennedy under the fucking shit. You know, if you're in L.A. or you're ever in L.A. And you want to go to the comedy store? Check out Brian Holtzman. To me, Dude, he's one of the greatest. He's one of the funniest fucking guys ever. Have you ever I've, seen him when I've, he's on fire? I've I watched him. Um, I stuck my head in the OR. I think one I mean, night. He's had when some he was... of the worst sets I've ever seen, <laughs> but also with that, he's had some of the absolute most brilliant sets. That's I've what ever makes seen. him great every time, though. Is that no matter what, it's unbelievable to watch. But Rogan talks about him like he was like he, he, Rogan loves him. Oh, he's fuck- he's also great to interact with off there. He's just like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. He came, he up, he came up to me because O'Neill recently taped. This is not happening, and I guess he he must follow us on Twitter or see our tweets. He's like, hey, I heard you got the the story show with Ari. Congratulations! I go, oh, that's not me. That's O'Neill, and I couldn't tell. Some people don't know we're two people, and I was like, that's yeah. the other guy. And he's like, he knows oh, too. I'm not nearly as happy right now. I'm like, that's <laughs> and I was like, he yeah. knows because I saw, like, I saw him like three weeks ago or something. And he's like, oh, you do, you doing the main room? Oh, you, you're gonna be bringing me up? How does that feel? You feel good about that? And he's like, I'm crazy. And I was like, yeah, I feel good about it. It's good to see you, by the way. He, just he looks like uh, what's the guy's name uh, from Family Guy with the bo- the, uh, the neighbor? Giggity giggity. Yeah, he looks like that guy. Yeah. I can't think of the name, but he looks like that real Quagmire. life. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. He did a, he saw Byron Allen once, like across the street on Melrose, and he starts screaming, Byron! Hey, Byron, it's me, Brian Holtzman! And he's like, I don't watch a movie unless you tell me it's good. Because Byron Allen's <laughs> yeah. a like, movie review show. <laughs> That's all he did. And Byron Allen's like, ah, thanks, man. He's like, I'm serious. He's so serious. serious. I once saw the OR. Holtzman's doing like this fucking crazy <laughs> bit about cancer that's like pretty brutal. Uh. And this woman like stands up and she's st- fuck you! I had cancer. You should have died, bitch. Like, no apologies. <laughs> died, bitch. Oh. She's like, still be The greatest her. is the story Eleanor told. He's at the Laugh Factory. He's just 
bombing and he's just attacking these people. And then after the show, everyone's walking out. Sometimes he used to ride his Ted Speed there. So he's <laughs> oh, on his Ted Speed. No, Frazier told us this. Oh, Frazier, that's Smith. right. So he's riding his Ted Speed out of the back of the Laugh Factory. He's riding his Ted Speed <laughs> by the crowd coming out the front. And he's screaming. He's still going with the act. Fuck you! And he's Circle, riding away on he's a Ted Speed. He's circling the valet stand yeah, on like, Sunset <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> yelling just yelling. Audience, finishing his material. <laughs> Dude, crazy shit. There should be a grant given to comics that comics love oh like, like like i think he would be like i remember st- i remember someone telling me st- remember right after Damon 9-11 i think stanhope was there and every and stanhope goes he goes i don't agree with 90 percent of what this guy's saying but it's so because he after it was like the day after 9-11 he's screaming in there these guys are heroes these firemen they're doing their fucking job you finally had to do your fucking job and he's screaming <laughs> Like it's insane. We were at Freddie Soto's funeral, dude. Oh, I want to do a takes, documentary on Freddie Soto. This guy takes the mic, and he, you know, he doesn't say he was. Yeah, he was. He was. he's invited to speak. It's not like he didn't storm us, but he's invited to speak, and he goes up there and gave probably the best speech I've ever seen in my life. Where because it was is funny, it, it make you cry. Yeah, but then funny again. Like Freddie Soto had some friend who was like this forty year old Mexican guy is a virgin, and and Holtzman was like, "Hey, you, the virgin." I'll get you fucking caught, old bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, but then, but then doing a speech about, like, if you don't know Freddie Soto, unbelievable comic, died way too soon. And he was just like, I, you know, I drive here. I see these hookers. You should be dead. Not this fucking guy. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> dude, it moved us. And it was like, because you go, like, what he's doing is him. It's just him. So on, when he gives this eulogy, he's just being himself. But, like, he's so fucking funny. And insane. Yeah. <laughs> what was, like, I, I, I want to do... Like I, I was, Segura and I were talking about this the other day. I would love to have a film crew go and, without their knowledge, film comics like like Brody. I think and Don Holtzman. Barris is the. I think Don Barris may be the most fascinating man in comedy. Maybe because he lives ever. art at all times. Really? Because not only is he insanely talented and probably could have reached like a superstar level, but he's such an artist. That he's he's like, I mean the whole thing with you know the Windy City Heat. Yeah. I mean to delve in deeper in that. I mean it boggles your mind that somebody people talk about Andy Kaufman all this stuff. It's like Don Barris may be the greatest prankster of all time. He also absolutely hands have down dynamite chemistry and him and Brody like the three Bro- of them. It's a trifecta. So uh, so Holtzman did something where he like started a fight with Don. Is before our time, but we've heard the story. So they get in a fight on something. They're, they're like getting into like a legit fight. Both big guys. I wouldn't fuck with really either of them. Like a real fight. Yeah. I would take Don in the yeah. tussle. Don, by the way, Don Barris, I've heard stories like there was a time where somebody, <laughs> he was beating a guy and he was breaking his fingers individually. He was on top of him and he was just snapping the guy's fucking fingers. Shut I wouldn't yeah. fuck with him. So he takes Holtzman down or something in the tussle and Holtzman starts calling time out because Don broke his watch and he instigated the whole fight. He just called time, time out like an 80s wrestler. I'm like, watch. You think you motherfucker. You wouldn't stop. And you tried to fight me. And now you're calling me a timeout? Timeout, timeout. But Holtzman used to work on, uh, he used to work at the airport on on jets, like on airliners. That's, that's what I heard Rogan say. And, yeah. And he would say to he us. He would go crazy. And on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of times there's extra parts. He just, he's <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't fly on this fucking thing. He's going crazy. He's uh, oh. but, I mean, even uh, uh, Damon Wayans put him on his show. 
Really? My wife and kids. Remember that show? Yeah, Goldsmith had him. some parts. He's like, on I that. love yeah. this fucking guy. I don't it know. It would why. be great to get to to have a film crew just simply record all their sets, really pretty, but like, and then just edit it. Did you ever see? Uh, I think people now are ready for that because they've seen so many glossy, like well produced specials. I really think it's time to get like some real nitty gritty niche guys. Yeah. I was in there one night, and he was doing this bit, and he just must be watching Netflix, and he was going crazy. It was such like a two comics bit. He's like, how many fucking cameramen do you need to do your special, bitch? Put me a camera front and center. That's all I fucking need. I was dying. You need a fucking crane? You need this? And he's going nuts. He loves, like, because he he wants the spotlight on him because he doesn't move. Yeah. Like it's stand-up comedy, bitch. It's not a fucking dance recital. Like he's going crazy <laughs> about people. He hates guys that sell their bits. Oh, he's like, I keep the mic in the stand, and I stand we there. We just stand there fucking with his jokes. jacket. It's like ninety degrees. Yeah, and he, it's he all, fucking but he's always very it. well dressed. Always perfectly groomed. I uh, I I saw Sebastian on stage the other night, telling us joke about some Mexican guy sweeping up at his house and there was no technical punchline and I'm fucking howling laughing going like how the fuck is he making me laugh he's become like uh, he sells hard and he does a lot of act outs he's yeah, become yeah. like his bit like you've seen like the evolution he's I mean he's he's a guy who just dude he 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 worked for it man that yeah. guy I, t- I told you that story when I was working the cover booth uh. and he called and he's like how many till I'm up are we on time I go yeah we're on time and then he comes in and he's like I just left Two tables that I'm that I'm working at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And he goes, so if any, don't let anyone bump me, please. And I was like, no, no, you can go up, man. He goes, because I literally, they, I literally just gave them their orders. So I'm going up to fucking perform it. Now I got to get back to work. <laughs> they're fast eaters. Fucking wanting it. He just sold out seven shows at the Borgata. Yeah, in the big fucking oh, he's, theater. He's like the biggest fucking comic in the in the him, country. Him. He's got Seinfeld backing him. What? Yeah, Seinfeld loves him. Oh, was, not oh, like oh, back, from the, like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like yeah, but like loves him. Like give, it's giving him the endorsement. It's basically. interesting to watch. Like that was a guy though. You always knew he was a guy who was never really into the tomfoolery. No, he got the store, but he 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 was a guy who was like, I'm here to fucking do a job. Yeah, he, uh, he's a graduate of Sandy Shore, Mitzi Shore's daughter, comedy class. Really, <laughs> the ultimate success yeah. story. And she, she Brody, plugs that. Brody she Stevens that. too. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sandy. You got it. I think the four. That was yeah. a really good Brody impression. <laughs> Not as good as Ren Azizi's got him down. Like there was a while where Ren Azizi was hanging out with him so much because like, he loved his cadence. He was becoming him. Yeah, he was doing he, on stage yes. with Brody. Really, you got it. Don't do it, O'Neill. You're going for Joe. Oh, Brody and I always have. <laughs> now we're good. We found some level ground. But there was a while where Brody and I would always. Do you remember, o- the- du- O'Neill? You're done. Don't do it. Do you remember the time I go, Brody, if Joe Torrey saw you, would he know who you were? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, he was. And Ren is like, what? And he's like, and I go, what? I'm so, I, was like, I was being honest. I, go, yeah. I was honestly asking. You're messing with me. Oh, he was, Don't do it. He's better now, though. You remember when I asked him about cricket? Oh, he you're lost his done mind. With the podcast. People think you're an idiot right now for even bringing that up. Because <laughs> he was talking baseball, and what? he's like, "What about cricket? Oh. Don't." And they went do off for this. like five minutes about. How, he's like, "You're done. <laughs> You've lost the crowd. When this airs, people are going to attack you. My audience <laughs> doesn't want cricket talk." <laughs> he, did you ever hear the uh, podcast he did with? Uh, I, I want to say it's Johnny. Johnny, not Johnny Sanchez, Johnny, uh, 
Pemberton? No, his the roommate. His roommate. His roommate. Oh, Tana? No, his. It was his roommate and and Bushman and and, uh, Bushman. and Brian Redman, and it was the three of them, and it was such a fucking amazing podcast <laughs> because Brody could not help but micromanage every <laughs> aspect of it, and it was like it was brilliant. Uh, John, not, not Johnny Mexican, Johnny Fuego. Johnny, oh, Johnny. Um... Spanish. Johnny Spanish. Oh, Johnny Spanish. He called him Spanish from, I think, old school. Yeah. yeah. And, and he'd be uh, like, Spanish, don't, you're, don't do this. I used to come around with him a lot. He's like, Spanish, oh. you're not professional. Like, he was, yeah. he was filming it, it forever. Was, it was, it was uh, 20 minutes of them working on the intro. <laughs> it was so fucking good. I was on a treadmill going, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because I couldn't tell if it was fake or not. Oh, it's, it's not. real. It's oh, real, that. man. That was, I mean, the biggest problem, you know, when Brody had his breakdown was like people thought it was performance art, but it, it you know, it wasn't. It was just kind of, you know, he'd kind of gone off the rails. He was here right before he came to my house. He lives right there, right? Yeah, 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 right. right I right, always right. see his tweets like, ran into Burt Kreischer, Starbucks. Yeah, we saw him. Um, we were, me and the girls were walking across the street with groceries one time, and Brody's at, uh, at Starbucks, and Georgia goes, Brody Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. But he's the he, Prince of Periscope. Dude, if you go into the Comedy Store office, which is where we get, if you want to send me or O'Neill anything, you mail it there and a lot of comics. So I always check the mailbox. Brody's getting like... He got a guitar. He, he wants that like... A, it was like a refrigerator-sized box. Like, if you need a fucking dolly, Brody, like, he's getting all the... Because because of his Periscope. Like These people are like, we love you so much. Like, really? How he was Periscoping like, all his sets. Of, and he usually gets like... On Saturdays, uh, he's the last guy to go up. So he has somebody like film him for his whole set. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the road pretty heavy until uh, I do my special in February. Doing, so wait, when when did you record that uh, Showtime one that came out a couple months ago? April first of 2016. April first of 2016. Yes. Oh wow! So you're going like you're ready to roll. No, so wait, you're going under right? a year, right? No, you're going under a year. No, 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 no. It's over a year. It's probably two years. March, April, yeah, yeah. It's it'll be uh, almost like April twenty eighteen, almost two years. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard? And you should hear because you are the machine. What do you know? Do you know who Gaylord Dingler is? No. He is his famous bit is machine ripped my leg off. (laughs) What (laughs) the machine? The machine ripped my leg off. This guy is a comedy store legend. Yeah. He started. He was an open mic guy. Open micing in the in the seventies when the club first opened. Problem is, he's a shell of his former self. So when we showed up there in the two thousands, this motherfucker is still open micing through seventy to like two thousand and whenever we showed up, early two thousand. Really? And so all the employees knew his whole act because he's one of these fucking weirdo old school guys. He looked like he had like. He looked like a Muppet. He had like weird gray hair. He always wore he, he a He looked like one hat. of the old guys from the Muppets. You know, the guys yeah, that always yeah, had, yeah. but if he, he wore a hat. And he wore glasses. And so, and he would do the same exact bit. He's like, uh, he would say, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, my dog and I went, went to a uh, garage sale. We have uh, one garage for sale. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, thank I was on, you. What do you say? I was on a plane, and uh, the pilot said, uh, give me a dollar's worth of regular. 
Thank, thank you. you. These are it's like uh, Jay London. Remember Jay London? Yeah, a little yeah. bit like that, yeah. but like way but crazy. incoherent. Totally incoherent. incoherent. Really. So his his main bit was what was what was the beginning? I remember the. the oh, uh, I lost uh, my girlfriend. My girlfriend lost uh, forty pounds. Uh, a machine ripped her leg off. Thank you. But then he would repeat, my, "A machine ripped her leg off for like three minutes." <laughs> a machine ripped her leg off. Thank you. A machine ripped her leg off. Thank you. A machine ripped her oh. leg off. Thank you. And it was just like insane. But then he disappeared uh, because another cop, another crazy open biker uh, tried to kill him in an alleyway by beating him on the head with a beer bottle. They hit him over the head with a 40. Ari Shafir held a murder trial. It was crazy because this comic we Wait, knew. What? This yeah. comic we knew, Mac Lindsay, was like. By the way, hilarious fucking guy. Mac he's, uh, he's in New York now. I don't know if he does. He does yeah. comedy every once in a while, but he was a guy who was. Yeah, funny he was so funny, man. He got a comedy store off. logo on his arm before getting passed. He worked at the store and he's like, hey, Polly. That's crazy, bro. He had, like a, he had a razor blade <laughs> tattooed on his neck, slicing his fucking artery. Oh, wow! So he uh, yeah, he was hardcore. crazy, but he's funny. He's funny motherfucker from Texas. Like love Kinnison and those guys. Like kind of live that outlaw. So yeah. like, uh, who's that guy? Who's Kinnison? Who's Kinnison? Carl like, No, no. Who's the other guy? There's a guy uh, who used to film all his shit and all that, but he was boys with him that lives still lives out here. Uh, Dwight Slade. No, what the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, uh, if Jeff Dunham. Yeah, Jeff Dunham. <laughs> See? Mac. Part of the outlaws Stop of comedy. overthinking it. Look at Jeff Dunham. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. Mac Lindsay trained a guy. I didn't even know this at the comedy store uh, a lot. He worked a lot. I think he trained me to work a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Didn't do this to me. He made this fucking guy. Oh, you were there before him. Sit on his lap. In the cars <laughs> to move them. He drove to fucking. <laughs> he goes, he got in, and then he goes, All right, now sit on my lap, and I'll show you how to do this. And the guy's like, No, and he goes, You, you have to. And he did it. The guy fucking did it. I don't know who that guy was. Holy shit. Holy shit. He was a guy that you that's couldn't fuck the- with because. What- like, no matter what you wanted to bring up to a fed he'd be like, yeah, that's right. So it would be like, you fucking stepbrother. That's when the store, back then it was way more, like now it's very corporate. And it's yeah. run well. And it's making a ton yeah. of money. When no, we that there, was like a survival of the fitness. When we there, it was, it was Darwinism. And it was fucking no holds barred. <laughs> Mitzi was never there. They're making so much money right oh, now at the store. Insane. Dude, they're Every... moving those OR shows to the main room. Uh, quite often now because it, they're over capacity can't even keep they, they don't have enough chairs in the fucking OR really when we were there I used to open on Tuesdays and there was a rule that you had to have at least I think four audience members and I would sit in the back waiting dude I work the room and uh, people would come up to me they're like the show starts at 9 it'd be 10 o'clock and they'd be like is this show starting I go we're waiting for two more people I would have to wait you'd be sitting there waiting fucking, dude it's the most embarrassing thing and the problem was if you had four people one person would two leave. of them would leave because they're like, the show's not starting. So now you're waiting for four more people to show up. So wait, <clears throat> that's... And now it's sold out in ev- all three rooms are fucking jammed. Yeah, they have belly room overflow now. They literally are like, we're so sold out that if you want to see a show, you can go up to so the belly guys, room. You like Rogan does the belly room, which but is dude, a if tiny you look, room. So you look, at, look at the lineup. It's you, N- national headliner, Rogan. It's a fucking theater guy. You got... Marin, uh, Marin, a theater guy. Segura, Segura, fucking Apatow, Al Madrigal, Al Madrigal. Uh, what's uh, Eric the Griffin? Insult, yeah, uh, Jeff Eddie, Ross, Eddie Pepitone. No, but who's the young guy? Jesselnick. Yes, Rick Jesselnick. I mean, the, the the lineups are really They're fucking insane. ridiculous. Like we look at, and there's no, you can't add a meeting of the town court. There's nothing we can complain about because it's like. 
what, what am I gonna say? I should bump the. It's like Dude, there's I told nowhere Adam to go. when I said when I when I was first started working there, I go, don't worry, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I won't call him for tons of spots because I have a family. But I, you know, like once a week, and he was like, the look on his face was like. Thank you. Yeah. There's so many fucking. Oh, yeah. Like I do to the point. Somebody's going to be pissed. It's such an ego balance. Dude, you, know? you can make you can make thirty five grand a year just doing uh two just doing a Friday and Saturday uh, main room show. If you do it fifty two days a week and you're doing a half hour's worth of work yeah. uh, every week, you can make thirty five grand it just is, off those it shows. It is fucking packed in that room. No wait. Yeah. What was the what was the change? Did it did it change Podcast, ownerships? Man. No podcast. Change management. What what do you mean? It was uh, well. Dean got was, pushed out. Well, that it was run. Mitzi was very hands. Tommy got pushed out when we were when we were there. Mitzi was still coming in, but not a lot. Uh, when we were like starting out as like open micers and employees, and then Tommy was this guy who we have gone on record we do not enjoy. He's a piece of shit. Was uh, he was hired to work in the booth. But they elevated him to talent coordinator, and he just kind of set a bad tone and just like and nobody wanted like he 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 dealt with Mitzi. I heard that he was Eddie, like Eddie Griffith at the time w- would go up and do like three hours before he got banned, and so all the and big name comics just stopped do. going stopped going. Yeah. But also like it was just in a decline. But what happened was Rogan became huge, podcasting became huge. Ari, he comes back to the store. You come there, Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. So you look I at mean, the podcast where people talk about it. You have Dalia, Duncan, and then that Logan, brings everybody Diaz. else back. You know what I mean? That's then you like, get Mulaney coming in, and then you get sh- Jesselneck coming in, and then it just builds from there. They have a show about it. You Dude, know what I mean? Tra- like it's become. A I really huge. think it traces all back. To be honest with you, it all traces back to Rogan coming back and bringing <clears throat> that audience that he has, and podcasting then becoming a boom industry. I think. I think. I think there's a number of. Uh, uh, things that happened, and in my opinion, was number one was uh, number one was probably Adam. Yes, I think yes, when Tommy yes. left and Adam came in, yes. I think a lot of people. I remember Al Madrigal saying something to me to the effect of like, "You got to work the store. You have no idea it's changed." Adam's once, here. Once Tommy, like, no, Adam is a Adam is a very. Fair and really good talent coordinator. Well, when Tommy was there, and he, it, he's also like a lot of the riffraff. He's cleared out guys that were just kind of clogging the late night lineups. Yeah, that were just calling in constantly. A lot of those guys, he goes, "Look, you're not getting spots anymore." Well, then like he would do weird shit, like shit with you, where he's like, "You need to work a lot, okay?" And it's just like, and but then yeah. Damon yes. Wayne, Damon Wayne Senior came in. He hadn't been there for fucking ever. And he finally comes in. I like how Damon Wayans Jr. is so big now that we have to call him Damon Wayans Sr. We just had to differentiate. Yeah. Damon Wayans Jr. is the one that's in movies, right? Yeah. Sr. Yeah. is now, obviously yeah. Homie the Clown. Yeah, he's yeah, huge yeah, yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. Damon Wayne. Oh, my God. Okay. I know who you're talking about now. So Damon Wayne Sr., he comes in. Hasn't been in forever. This guy, this guy's done multiple shows. I mean, this guy's a fucking yeah, legend a in the game. He's a, yeah, he's he comes a fucking in legit movie star. Tommy just look, brings him to the booth. Okay. People don't want to see you talk to the crowd. And like telling the guy what, to, and the guy looked at somebody else. He goes, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, like, and then well, he, he like never he, came he back. So he was so fucking like, delusional. Fuck like even Earl Skakel had him on to talk about, uh, you know, his years as a talent coordinator. Wait, he, Earl had him on. Yeah, two episodes. But he but, didn't. But he even asked him about he, us. He, he was serving him some softballs. Like, yeah, he never really went at him. But he, he didn't go ask him about he us. Should have gone. He's at him. like, wow. 
feel bad and what I did to those guys. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, man. He just I buried once, us. I'm like, I, we could handle the late night. And so that was where we we, we stayed for I once the rest lost, of our lives. I lost my mind on that guy. I'm a very even killed guy, but I fucking went nuts on him in front of a whole co- hallway of comics. And he, he just looked at me. I just like, it was like basically like, go fuck you. Because he was like, my, he would have me host. This is your show. This is an artist colony, okay? You do what you want. You put up who you want. And then every five. Well, yeah, he was We got to put up this. I go, Tommy, what the fuck? Who, who is this? He's been calling. And these guys are terrible. I go, Tommy, I can't. These guys are fucking garbage. Why I would put yeah. people up like that. And then when they would bomb, I would go, I want you to look to your right. You see that guy in the booth right there? He's the guy that forced me to put this guy on stage. So if you hate this guy, then direct all of your anger towards that man. So what? What? So Tommy left because he was. He, got, they he was, said he was stealing. He was forced out. He was fired. Allegedly. He but was, was yeah. And, and then well, I look, so I worked pretty closely with Tommy. He was this, trained by Tommy. Yeah, this dirt bag. I don't want to talk. I will we'll swap Molly Ringwald. I'll tell you the real Tommy story. Really? <laughs> Let's just say O'Neill may know allegedly what happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> know allegedly what happened. <laughs> And by allegedly, this is not allegedly. A, this knows, is what really he happened. He knows for a fact you what know happened. The real story of what happened? Oh yeah, because this guy tried to fucking get me in his rig. Oh really? Yeah, he tried to recruit me, and I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> but there were some other people who really who went <laughs> who we can talk yeah, about. We, off air. Yeah. I listened to John Caparulo's podcast about. Oh about, yeah, the one where he was just about trashed the, Rogan. About Diaz and Rogan. Where oh, he's talking about fuck. he sent Rogan sending his goons over. I was like, "You're." He got in too deep with Tommy, man. He got that, too, that's what I, he just I was, got in too deep. Well, with because him. Tommy loved Cap, and he and then you know he would do his like Cap do like a half hour. Yeah, that I like I two spots. Yeah, he's like he was like I always got double spots, and I was like in my head I was like I can't imagine. I mean, I guess it was when a different it was room. Different, then. yeah. Now yeah. it's you. No way. There's no one getting a double fucking spot. No. There was and not, also the, he gets like so Adam E gets like a normal cool guy that you can fucking talk to. Tommy was a delusional moron who you couldn't have a rational conversation with. He gets like a fucking fun guy. He gets like a guy that, like, I, I, I'll hang out with Egit and be like, yeah. oh, this guy's a cool guy. There but, was a night, and this is after all the Mencia drama, and, and a ton of comics were like, hey, man, like, we're not comfortable with this guy. And, like, they were begging. And they, when they, really? Yeah, they were, everyone was like, hey, man, like, this guy. So, wait, you, so you guys were there when the Rogan Mencia thing broke yeah. down? I was in the back of the In that video, you could hear me yell something. Yeah, like, we're all there. The fucking- and, like, and everyone's like, hey, man, like, and Rogan had bought a sound Don, system. Remember when uh, Mencia tried to bring Don Barris into the yeah. mix, and he's like, I, they I'm bought not. A, Rogan bought a sound system out of his own money for the original room in the comedy because it sucked. And then and they, they, they sided with Mencia because like, like, Carlos let's just put his name on the market. And it's like, who it, fucking cares, man? That sums up how the place it was, was so run. so short-sighted. At the time, it was like, instead of Rogan, this fucking guy who comes in here, he does a, every Friday does a show. It's always sold out. They're doing Mencia because he has currently has a TV show on Comedy yeah. Central. So we're throwing Rogan out, and we're going to just stay with Mencia, the, the guy that everybody hates. Rogan's the guy that everyone loves. So there's a night. Ari and I are sitting by the original room. There's a booth, and we used to call Tommy like a fucking jack-in-a-box. He was stuck in this little box. Yeah. And so Ari and I are on one. There's like a little window where you can stick your head out into the showroom, and there's a window to the customers in the, other, in the hallway. And we're sitting there watching Mencia, and the room's packed. And Carlos is like, I feel like I'm doing too long up here, man. Like, whatever. Like, we're pandering. Yeah. And Tommy, Ari and I just feel, 
we feel his head stick out between us, unsolicited. This is a talent coordinator at the club. Yells, we love you, Carlos. <laughs> and I look at each other. Like, what a piece and we were like, that. Did that, it just, we were like, did that happen? Just started dying <laughs> like the fucking. Guy. You know what the greatest Ari Mencia story? I don't know if you want to tell it, but oh, Ari was tremendous was videotaping him. He wasn't videotaping. He was. Threat- I know, but he was yeah. threatening to. So Mencia. I mean, if, uh, yeah, you, you're gonna have yeah, to bear the brunt. We'll tell you. Well, well, anyway, wait, 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 wait. What? Well, Mencia has- was. But like, let's just say this: Mencia was doing something that he should not have been. And doing. And Ari pretended to film it, it, even though he had no. I don't think he had a camera on his phone, but he. Fucking, he had his, he had this is years up. ago. Carl's like, well, and Ari puts the phone. What do you got on your phone, man? Nothing. Let me see your phone, man. No. And he's just like, and and like then ben like, for years probably lived in fear that Ari was well, going to put something up on the he, video. What was he talking about? It wasn't. He wasn't talking about anything. He was doing something. But uh, there was a. Uh, <laughs> I think you probably fill it in. So Ari. No, I don't. So years later, I'll type it on my phone. Okay. So years later, Ari, I'm working the I feel back. Bad. <laughs> this is all this secret code going I'm on. I'm working the like, back door. He was fucking Molly Ringwald. I'm working the back door. <laughs> he was fucking Molly Ringwald. That was it. I'm working it's the back the door. the rumor that your friend said. <laughs> I'm working the back door, and Ari is standing there talking to me. Mencia comes in, and there's a long hallway that leads from the OR to the main room. And Mencia is, like, way at the one at one end, and Ari's down by where I am. We would tell you if we had lawsuit money, but we don't have lawsuit money. And so Mencia goes, hey, Ari, I need to talk to you, man. Fuck you. Just like, <laughs> wait and fuck you to Shut open this guy. And then Ari was not a known guy at all. That, yeah. At yeah. all. And just did, he's always been, like, an anarchist, didn't give a fuck. Fuck yeah. you, Carlos. Hey, man, I just need to talk. Then you come here. Come come t- talk to me, man. And he wanted him to go there. I won't go there. Fuck you, Carlos. And he just walked away. Shut but up. But I'll type what Ari had. So wait, so so was was Carlos c- c- like... Carlos started out there. You know, I mean, Mitzi gave him his name and stuff. Yeah. But Oh, that- my God. Have you heard Carlos's podcast? No. He has a podcast? He just started it. What the fuck? What is it? How is it? Bert is reading the evidence. There it is. Oh. Yeah, it's not Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just yeah. one of those things. It's like... But it was you great. You need to. We all do coke. <laughs> you know. I figured that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, but to, to have that on somebody who you had beef with... Yeah, or, I mean... Or that, them to think you have that. that yeah. That's, that's a, a real... Ace, I mean, that, could, that could really ruin a lot of things. So, so when... when Joe was banned. Was it? What was the vibe like at the club? Comics weren't happy. It well, was nobody like, took it, men's suicide. By the way, it was a verdict uh, that like we were all like. It was like an OJ verdict. Yeah. We were all like, wait, the what? First main room said I ever got. Mencia, I'm getting ready to go up. Mencia bumps me this 45 fucking minutes. By that, by the time he's done, everybody fucking leaves. I go up there, and he he loves to sit in the back for some reason. I guess to see how comics follow him well, or and, something. And premises. And to, and to yeah, to take stuff. But I was like, this is just, I mean, what a miserable fuck. That's crazy. And so you guys were all there, and then you, found, there, you guys found out. There were Joe. guys, like, because we were younger, but there were older comics who, like, would have a code. Like, if he comes in when I'm on yeah, stage, to, like, like say, give me, like, say, a, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. they were all concerned, Because, like, man. I always I think thought Madrigal was one of the, I wasn't mad, one of those guys was, like, if he, if he comes in there, I'm just going to do crowd work. I'm a not lot doing of them anything. were like that. And they were like, I just like let me know, like I don't want to be up here and fucking get my shit ripped. That's crazy. And, and they would constantly and tell Tommy, Rogan, 
who literally was like the night he fucking talked to you. He was cool. I remember having when I first was a phone guy, the first phone call I ever got from me, he's like, are you new? I was like, yeah, 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, I'm talking to fucking Joe Rogan. So literally the phone's ringing and I'm just letting calls go by because I was like, oh, this is Not Joe to Rogan. Mention, like, I'm from Indiana. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He takes care of the lockout. You know what I mean? Like yeah. from like the bottom up to the top. And then like they just decided like, and it was just like, I, and some who was, I was talking to somebody recently. Oh, it was, I know who it was. And he it was a comic. And he was working the phones, and they go, tell Rogan, like, he can't perform like this or whatever. It was, like, very, like, very not a big punishment. He's like, yeah, that's fine. And then they're like, no, sorry. Like, you got to tell him he's banned. So he, did, he told him the initial. Yeah. Then he had to fucking call him back and go, hey, uh, they changed their mind. Like, you can't come back here. It was ridiculous. That's, uh, Rogan's banishment from the store was one of those things where, like, I immediately was like, oh, I know, it's, I know what team I'm on. Like, yeah, like just and didn't even know Rogan didn't know didn't work the store when but Diaz like, stopped going there too. Who like you know he would like, he used to host open mics when we were open. Joey mics. stopped going there. Yeah, yeah, for years. Yeah, we didn't see him for a long time. He really? didn't come back until Rogan went back. Really? Yeah. But then I mean, so yeah, you're right. Definitely eBay coming in, which is Adam Egit, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so eBay coming in, he runs. He he's a fucking straight laced dude. He knows what he's doing. He, you know. There's so many good comics in there now. Somebody's causing a problem, then they're out. We yeah. don't need them. You know what I mean? And so, but really, the pot, like the build, the podcast, man. I, I just think because other clubs aren't aren't fucking doing what the comedy store is doing every night. How will, could they be when everyone in town? Everyone's I will there. tell you. I will tell you. Um, Paige over at the Improv did the most fucking hilarious thing in the world this week. She sent she sends uh, an email with. Uh, Every week, like going, hey, love to have you at the club. Uh, what are your email avails this week? And uh, this week, she sent it and attached all CC'd all the comics on the list. Yeah. So it was this big, long fucking email with eighty eight comics on it, and it was fucking hilarious. By the way, yeah, just what like the responses? People going back. fucking Al Madrigal. Oh fuck! I mean, it was oh. <laughs> Who got, like, the MVP of responses? Uh, well, first of all... Um, Who was, like, the weirdest name? Was there somebody? Andy named? Kindler was really funny. The <laughs> Scalar brothers were probably the funniest out of all the people on the email. Oh, really? Well, yeah, they got two guys writing one joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I used, I used to play basketball with them every Saturday at this outdoor court, and I once fucking swatted one of their shots off the backboard. Yeah. And, they and we've been f- banned from Scalar County. What is that? Scarborough County. They yeah. used to fight with, like, come on, Randy. And he's like, shut up, Jason. Like, do you fight? Like, really? Spike the ball very competitive. Really? And so I blocked one of their shots off the board hard. Like, fucking check. And the guy's like, you're too tall to play. Like, dead sick. Yeah. Six, Our three, career's man. been in I'm the not, shitter ever I'm since. You're too tall, tall to play with us. You're too <laughs> tall to play with man. The Scalar brothers were the funniest, probably. Al Madrigal, uh, Al Madrigal was the most ruthless. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can see and, that. Uh, and uh, the the I, I won't say the line of the fucking the line of the email thing because it, it's it's that's where, that's Al's to say. But uh, someone said, "Hey, I have a question. When the Scalar brothers uh, do a set, do they get paid the same as we get paid and have to share it?" And uh, the Scalar brothers. Wrote back, yeah, we get paid half, just like Brad Williams. <laughs> it was great, yeah. Scholar Brothers probably get the win, although I had a really good fucking zinger. What was your zinger? <laughs> I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> it was uh, it was a joke 
I don't, I'm not even going to get involved because it's just so. How many responses petty. were there? Oh, I'll let you read it. Just uh, like long, you know. But that's also part of the thing. Like you know, there used to be like beef with all the other clubs, like especially with Tommy's. Like, oh, if you do the improv, you get you know. But now it's like everybody, everybody's sharing everything. No, nobody's like pissed that you're going somewhere else. Buddy, come I, to factory. Buddy. I won't do the factory. I have no interest in the factory. Hey, buddy, come do a show, buddy. We love it. Um, Jamie. We had a meeting with Jamie once. <laughs> Did you? Man, I had the fucking... I, oh, man. It was like... I had the what, most... I go, what the fuck are we even doing here? What the fuck is this? I did the, store, I did the uh, Laugh Factory recently. I had a really great time. It's a really great club. It really is a great club. Dude, it's a great... Yeah. I just don't... I just don't... Like, that's not my group of people. It's 18 yeah. and over. Yeah, and I'm like... And I'm like... I'm, I'm not it's like... very bright. It's very, yeah. like... The yeah. comedy store is like very dark. They also clear right? out the... Cr- it's like... You're there for like it's like a road club only. You yeah. know, you clear them out every hour and a half. I just and I, they my, tape everything, which a lot of comics don't like. Oh, I don't like them taping my shit and Cause, putting. Because Chris Rock goes, "Hey man, I'm doing the Oscars," and, and he's like, Dude, "Then they monetize. Off, like, we don't shut off." And he goes, "All right, well, I'll be at the store." So. They monetize yeah. that shit. Some of these yeah. guys get three, four hundred thousand downloads for. Oh yeah, the, the, and then you look at. They, and they're putting the guy's act up on they're, – they're, they're the one made. That's not – you can't do that. Yeah. No, it's not So right. I have no interest in that. I'd rather, much rather do the store where I feel like I do it and no one's videotaping it. If, so, if a camera goes up, everyone's shutting them down. Yeah. Like yeah, – You don't get – you could. that's what we always joked when like Michael Richards, you're like, if you did it at the store, oh, wouldn't have got out. You could have dropped no. as many N-bombs as you wanted at the <laughs> store and literally – nobody would have said shit. Dice Holtzman, was fit. Holtzman's done shit so much more offensive than, than Dice Michael was Richards. going up for weeks after that, and it was like in one of Dice's valleys. It, when Dice had a hell of a career, I'm not taking a shot, but it was like in one of his slower periods. Yeah. And he was doing it. You hear what Kramer said about the, and then dropping it every time, just trying to then get he had a bit. He's like, he, he was talking about like, guys, he was pissing, he probably was pissing next to this guy, saw his huge wang, <laughs> and he goes up there, all jealous of him. So it's going crazy. And no one cared. Did like, you ever hear Dice on Opie and Anthony with Judd Apatow? No. no. Is this recent? Uh, no, this is old. But Judd, I've heard some Judd of was, this stuff about like ordering steaks and stuff. And Judd he, was uh, definitely famous director. And he just walks in. Dice doesn't care. And Dice doesn't care at all. And he's like, hey, uh, move over. <laughs> and so he kicks Judd off of the mic. And then I could see Judd, though, actually appreciating loved that. It, yeah, loved it. Yeah, because he's like, this guy, because he's like a comedy nerd, too, about it all. Yeah, he loved it. By um, the way, we, we, sorry, we got to start going up there earlier. Everyone's having where? these interactions with Apatow except us. <laughs> what are we going to say to I him? don't know. That's oh, yeah, the guys, We don't know what to say to anybody. This is we... what you guys need to do. Work as a team. Like, do it like the way they'd roll somebody if you guys were sh- scamsters, right? <laughs> so you go up and you go, Judd, I got to talk to you. I want to I make a movie with you. And then you go, let me save you, Judd. And you pull him away. You go, I'm sorry that guy did that. The old Biff Tannen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. your damn hands off. Yeah. yeah. I'm roughing him off. Give me a wallet. And then we say, it's like, yeah. <laughs> he, he, look, the guy's crazy, but he does have a phenomenal idea. I don't even want to get into then it right now. But the guy's crazy. He's yeah. drunk. He does have an amazing idea. But hey, like, I heard it. I'm howling, laughing. This guy's right. yeah, but I, dollars to donuts is yeah, what I'm telling but you. But he's also, it's just not the guy to pitch it to you. This guy's insane, but I work with him sometimes. So just take a pitch meeting from him. That's yeah. That's all you got to do. Or I just shave my head. No, what you got to do is you're the worst at meeting. No, you you need to come up with it. You need to come up with a game plan that is so outrageous. Judd Apatow can't help but appreciate it. Well, yeah, we're gonna have a script. We're asking to read it. When he opens page one, our cocks are sticking through it. 
<laughs> He's like, is what that, you uh, would, I'd pass on that one. <laughs> I don't know if where what Apatow likes typically working with. You know what I mean? In terms of well, he, yeah, but just he does did Kumail's stuff. movie, right? You, that and like Pete. Like it seems like he likes a certain sensibility. I don't know. Yeah, if we're, no, I don't think. It. I think. I think he likes. I. I he, think he produced a lot I mean, of different Seth stuff. Rogen. He does yeah. all Seth Rogen yeah. shit. That Seth Rogen's. I mean, I think he's across the board a bro. Yeah, yeah. He's like a bro, but I think on the nerdier side of. Bro. They, why don't you guys nerd it up? Why don't you Just guys get some glasses, yeah, dude? I wish, glasses, man. I wish I had glasses. Girl, I'm trying. Mustache. Yeah, look at this. Who? A oh, Carboni thought he goes. I thought you were a nerd until I heard you talking about insane things. <laughs> a lot of people tell me I look like booger. <laughs> Best Stanhope story ever. Did, so did one of his guys come up to you the other night? I saw it. Yeah. Did he say you look like I know Stan that guy. Did no, no, no. Uh, I, yeah, I just know that dude. Brett Erickson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Good one guy. I like that guy. He's great. Stanhope is yeah. the guy he's, like he's, he's funny and really nice guy. He's fucking hilarious, and he's the sweetest fucking yeah. guy. Because he, Stanhope he's surrounds himself. Back. Like, he'll watch Stanhope things. Stanhope surrounds himself with the greatest fucking group of people that are, like, really heartfelt humans. Yeah. Which is so anti what you'd think Stanhope is. Exactly. One of the door guys is a Stanhope guy. Yeah. I can't also, think... another guy who's like, I'm, I'm, he's Canadian. I'm, I'm, I'm a sorry, great guy. I'm he gave me a name. tag the other night. Funny. He's like, I was watching you, and I was like, what you, uh, try this. And I was like, that's a great this tag. This is what I want. I want you guys to watch my new hour, and and I don't want you to tell me what jokes suck. I want you to rate them um, the best joke to the worst joke I have in my hour. Okay. That's what I want. That's how I think. I was talking to Segura about it today, and I was like, I need someone to look at my hour and tell me what. Is you don't want even easy. like a, t- a tag. I don't want a tag. I like, like Ari Shafir. Well, no, even, but we, if you go watch the end of the Ari Shafir special, you, you guys, you'll you guys see there? a special thanks on there. Were you guys there for the taping? We have a special thanks on the end of it. We were not stay, there. Stay tuned to the end of the watch the credits. The very last July eighteenth. Ari July Shafir. Special thanks. I'm airing this one this Data week, Shinoneal. and then next week is is what I call my behemoth podcast. What do you got, Ari Shafir? Big J Oakson, Tony Hinchcliffe, and myself. Oh, the four. Or, and we got fucking hammered. It's the, it's the. Oh, you already recorded it. I already recorded it. Okay. I'm just waiting to. I saw the Instagram picture. It's uh, it, that one's a pretty. I think it was probably. I think a two-hour podcast. I had to go to a dinner party that night. And you I don't were picture he's a dinner party kind of guy. Well, not. I, I. I just. That's like me saying I watched the road. I watched a documentary and it was Road Rules. But like, uh, I went to dinner. A I had to barbecue? go to dinner. Yeah. Okay. I was at a friend's house. Were you my, farting? And I was going. I had to go to out of t- town the next day. Did was, Ari get drunk? He's not a big drinker. Yeah, Ari gets drunk when he's here. He drinks wine. We saw. Uh, remember, we went to a Fourth of July party and they had oh, Jello yeah. shots. This is when like, was like he, he was. It was young. like fourteen years yeah, ago. He's young, <laughs> and we we're like employees of the store at the time, and uh, he just taking Jello. He just runs out. He just runs out with like handful of the Jello shots, and he just turns. Goes, I love Jello shots. And just starts screaming. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> He is such a bizarre human being. One of the bizarrest. Well, Leanne can't stand him right now. Really? Yeah. Why? What happened? He's pushing the buttons. Yeah, well, you'll no. He made he made some comment about Georgia on Instagram, and uh, that's weird. 
And no, he like was, a trolling? No, he just didn't know what he was doing. I know Ari, and you know well, yeah, Ari. He is. He, he's not a vicious person. Well, was that? Well, he, he made did something about the cancer kid. Remember? Oh yeah, uh, the cancer kid. Steve Simone does a lot of uh, like, like kids, charity stuff with yeah. kids with cancer. And then one of these kids wanted to go. Was it a Red Sox game? The kid, there's like a picture of the kid on like all sorts of machines, and he's wearing like you know a Red yeah. Sox hat. Oh, you want to meet jersey. somebody from there? And it's like if if anyone knows anybody in the Red Sox, this kid, you know, blah blah blah. And Ari just writes the comment. He goes, "Red, the Red Sox fucking suck." <laughs> that was in the comments, <laughs> just like insane. It's the antics of an but insane man. at the same time, it's like, it's, it's, it's he's, so insane. He's just so, like, he he doesn't, he do, first of all, he doesn't think things through. No. And then Actually, he, just, he does think things through. And this is, these are the choices. No, but a lot of times he's high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he, he, but he doubles down on these decisions, man. He doesn't. What, so what, he just made a joke? He, well, yeah, uh, I don't, it's a weird thing to make. Okay, it, go ahead. Georgia, when she was young, uh, I mean, I, I'll. You're going to hear this twice if you're listening to this podcast and next podcast. I think I, I think I told Ari this on the podcast. I don't know if I did or not. And then used it against you? Uh, no. I, uh, when she was young, she fell and she broke her top jaw. And it fucked up her teeth. And, uh, and um, it was, I wrote about it in my book. But we, have to, get her teeth, we, we have to get her teeth fixed. So mm-hmm. her teeth aren't, uh, aren't perfect. And, they, and she was also born without enamel. So I took a picture of her in Hawaii. Obviously, she's my daughter. I think she's beautiful. She's smiling. She's happy. But you, her teeth don't look perfect. They don't look perfect. And Ari was like, way to have no teeth, idiot, or something. And, oh, Jesus and, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ari thought, in Ari's defense, and by the way, I had to defend Ari to my wife that day on the balcony in Hawaii because Leanne's fucking steaming. Oh, yeah. I would be pissed. Fucking yeah. steaming. She, so she's like a there mom. are lines that you're like. There's just lines you don't cross, but because, because Ari has no lines, and that's he part has of no his lines. Thing. And he does. And it, by the way, there's a lot that Ari doesn't know, and that is all George's friends are on Instagram. I'm yeah. famous to George's friends; they all follow me. Like, uh, like George is on Instagram. Had George seen that, it would have destroyed. Yeah, her. you can't do that. To and her. so, not to mention, like, we all chose to be in this. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's not her choice well, to no, be involved. The, the, def- the other fence well, is, just a kid. the fuck am I putting like, pictures of my kids up? Like, that's what yeah. Rogan would say. Like, don't put pictures. Yeah, it's, but, so but, but that's that also part of your thing. Like, that's, Yeah, it's like I talk about my family on, you know. So I've, I've never seen, like, a disrespectful thing uh, on a, because you're one of a handful of people that I follow on Instagram. But I never see a disrespectful thing about family. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But, and that's, but Ari's, in Ari's defense, he said, he was like, I thought she just didn't. Have teeth. I, I didn't know that that was. I, I, oh, I, he was like, I thought she was going it. through that stage where okay. she lost her teeth because he didn't know anything about kids. He didn't know that that happens still, when they're fucking six yeah. and not thirteen. And so it was. But still, he Ari is so fucking concerned about it because he really does like Leanne. Yeah, like and Leanne really does like him. But man, she Did he call and talk no, to her he, or anything. He was like, uh. <laughs> Did he send edible arrangements, but like edible weed? No, <laughs> she was like, she was like, "Hey, have him walk through the gate. I don't want to talk to him." She was really upset with him. No, I, dude, and I, I, and, and, I, and then Ari yeah, found that out, and I didn't. Like, by the way, I'm like, okay, so Ari found that out, and then Ari's like, "Dude, you, I got to talk to Leanne. You know, I would." And I go, Ari, I know that. I go, let it blow over. Trust me, Leanne's gonna be fine with it. Leanne was just hurt that you would. She doesn't get the. She doesn't get that side of you. She doesn't know that side of you. I think she, it should be one free punch to the face, and you call yeah. it even. Ari has a big heart, but he also a, like big ball. His anarchy <laughs> side gets the better of him in a lot of occasions. Yeah, and he and oftentimes he won't back down. But I remember when 
I remember Ren Azizi's grandmother just died, and then he had just come <laughs> back from the funeral, and Ari went on stage doing an impression of her. He had two X's over his eyes. Even we did a pot. Remember uh, the other day, he was talking about my dad that died. He made some crazy well, that's, joke that's about other it. The thing about with comics crazy. is like, is like you can't offend me. Like he wrote that, I read it. I, I mean, actually, it was directed I at you. Yeah, I didn't read it. Actually, Leanne read it. Leanne was the one that read it and was like, I need to talk to yeah, you. Hey, by the way, before you pour that, what I recommend yeah. club soda at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you need some ice in yours. That's yeah, what you need to re ice yours. Um, O'Neill looks like water. I didn't even read it. Leanne read it. We're in Hawaii. Leanne read it and then brought me on the balcony. She's like, pull that picture down right fucking now. And so I was like, what? She was like, fucking Ari. And then. And then I read it, and I was like, oh, fuck. Ari just doesn't know. And by the way, he thinks I'm the only – he doesn't know that George is online. He doesn't yeah. know that – there's a lot of shit he just doesn't know. And and, and so I, I called him, and I was, I, I was like, hey, man, don't comment on the girls, please. Because, the, by the way, Ari's comment did not upset me at all. It really didn't because I go – You just yeah. think this is Ari being it's Ari. Ari. It's Ari, and I love him. I really genuinely love him. So, But what it was, and I blocked all these motherfuckers, was all our fucking dickhead fans who think that – with, oh, there are despair. The people make sh- shitty comments. Or? The people, uh, uh, one hundred fifty fucking. fucking three comments of, fuck that kid, oh, uh, fucking, Jesus, fucking, fucking way to be a savage, Ari. Fucking uh, that kid. I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ. So I blocked them all. I was fuck. like, I was like, yeah, you know what, guys? <laughs> I was like. I can't. I, I I can talk to Ari. I can never talk to you. I can never. You can. You know, like yeah. It's like it's one thing to know the person. Yeah. Another thing, like you don't need that random guy. But like, like, and and I think That's I, I, I got to get Leanne and Ari together to talk because Ari was so genuinely like I'm being serious when I say this. Genuinely sorry. Like he was like, yeah. Bird, please tell Leanne I didn't. I didn't know. Like, and I was like, don't worry. She's fine. She'll be fine. But Skeptic Leanne, Tank, Ari Shafir, and Leanne, Leanne Kreischer. Kreischer. Talking <laughs> it out. It down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, I would, be, I would be terrified. Because she would, she would be Oh, no, no. I wouldn't let Ari. it happen. I wouldn't let it happen. Because there are so many. There are so I many. Mean, I'm, I'm glad that you took it as well as you did. Dude, first of all, I'm I mean, a comic. You, I'm a comic. You, can you can't offend me. Fuck, yeah. You can say whatever you want about my kids. I say it on stage. Like, you can say whatever you know, want about my kids. And it's not going to fucking kill me. It's like, I go... I get it. Now, if you're, if you're a comic, if you're a fan and you do it, I go, fuck you. But if you're a comic and you made a joke about one of my kids, I'm like, okay, I get it. My thing, though, is like, if I'm, whatever I direct is only... Take a piss? Is only... I'm only directing it at the comic. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to talk about their wife, their girlfriend, anything else. You know what I mean? If it's like a parent thing, it's like whatever. You can say whatever. If you don't know, you don't know the parent, you don't know yeah, what's going on. I mean, I, I'm pretty like... I'm pretty Teflon when it comes to that shit. That there's not much that really hurts my feelings, joke wise. If you're joking, yeah, like because I know the the intent is to make me laugh. It's not. No, I know, but also like you, you, you got to leave civilians out of it. You know what I mean? It's like when you, it's it's a it's like when you go to war. You, you don't it, kill civilians. Yeah, we were very lucky in that Georgia didn't see it. That would be fun. Yeah, that man. Would be fun. That's the tough thing is like because I do love Ari and when you when you hear he makes some some fucking buffoon type decisions like this, yeah. you go, man, what the fuck? Yeah, we talk about it. I, we talk about it. I think not a lot, but a little bit on the podcast next week. Um, but Ari is you can hear it on the podcast. Ari is genuinely like genuinely yes. remorseful. He's, he's a like, genuine guy. He's the sweetest guy in the fucking world, dude. He calls me and he's, he said, uh, "Hey, for Skanks Fest, you should definitely come and." 
hang out for the week and just get to hang out in New York. You yeah. need that. And I was like, yeah, he did that with Stampede. Like, he's genuinely. Oh, yeah, he's a, dude, I didn't want to go to Shroomfest. And he goes, you're going to Shroomfest? Or, or <laughs> not the, whatever with the Joshua tree. He goes, yeah. give me a reason why you wouldn't go. And I go, yeah, I don't know if I'm going. You're going? I'm already, all right. Yeah. The arrangements have been made, so you, you better show up. And then same I hate with, uh, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> same with this is not happening. Like he was like, how did that go? I, by I the way, I want him on. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there, so he could be the uh, unbiased. O'Neill, go take a piss for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I did a couple curls out there. I saw a dumbbell. Oh yeah. By the way, I think a hooker was being propositioned Dude, behind your back. There's alley. a ton of riffraff. There's back a lot there. of action back there. Yeah. I, I thought I heard like how much and like some guy oh, in the car. Dude, so, so are they what, fucking? Right so now? what we're talking about doing now that we've had this big pool in the back we're going invite to invite him into it we're going to because we can't get a digger back here to dig whoa, out whoa whoa call, calm down what'd you say whoa d- oh, oh my god. god hold on wait oh my god hold on one second Molly oh, hold on. oh no no that just happened to me the other day where someone said that, and it it wasn't digger, but it was, and I thought, <laughs> and I thought, one. I thought it was something else, and I was like, whoa, hold on, you know what else was? Last night at dinner, we're at uh, Lowry's, and Leanne used to work at Lowry's. The one where you farted. Yeah, and and Leanne used to be a waitress there. Lowry's, if you don't know, is a big prime rib house. Yeah, all yeah. they do is they, maker of a great seasoning. Good season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they bring a big fucking steel oven around and that has all the prime rib in it and there's a guy that shaves it and cuts it, your Ooh, cut for you right at your table i love it's really prime great rib. and leanne said um yeah you had to be in with the cutters because if you weren't they take forever for your table and the big rule was you had to give them a hug uh and for them before they start cutting i thought she said you had to give them head <laughs> <laughs> you're like whoa I knew so, you when you worked. I was here. like, "You gave all these dudes head every every night. They came in, <laughs> and then and then and the the worst is so we paid for dinner last night. It was a, it was a big bill. Pay, it, prime ribs like fifty bucks a prime rib probably. Yeah. Uh, How many people there? Two hundred? No, no, no. It was uh, eight people. So it was a pretty big bill. Yeah. And then she was like, "That was really expensive." She's Did like, you "Get her old employee discount?" No. They didn't, no one even knew her. No what one if she gave him head? Would and, there be any, go, any discount on the bill? And then she goes, well, if someone hadn't ordered three double Tito's and so- sodas, I go, that's not what made the bill expensive. Yeah, you brought your own Tito's. Yeah. It's not fucking. And I almost smoked pot before I went because I was like, I should get high before I do this. By but, the way, we should smoke pot. We should smoke the rest of that pot. What? With that Joey no, Diaz we'll roach? That thing's fucking cash, No, man. we'll just hit these vape pens I have. Oh, Jesus. Oh, not that one, I guess. I don't know. I went to uh, go see 16 Candles with Red Azizi, and I smoked a vape pen, and I ended up man, throwing up ring all night. all over this yeah, fucking place. This is called the Ringwald episode. Uh, Thanks for buying that gym membership, Molly. You really helped my numbers. <laughs> what did I, I can't believe it. I probably lost that vape pen forever. It's probably under the couch. All um, right, so. Is that a mousetrap? No, it's a coaster down there. Um, yeah, it's it's on your coaster. Coaster. There's uh, Bill Murray. Everywhere. Bill Murray's uh, one of the weirdest bartenders right now. Like, Dude, can I tell he you? He just shows up everywhere. All I think is, is he still that, showing up? Yeah. Whoa, I didn't think All so. I think is that if the universe gives me fame, like legit fame, I will be the funnest famous person alive. You'll be you'll outdo Murray. Oh, you'll I'll, be I'll that outdo guy, Murray yeah. in a heartbeat. Like, but I mean, it's hard to be as famous as him, you know. But like, yeah. I will definitely be the funnest. Like, I get really excited when people recognize me. 
Dude, you are. You wear, you're uh, a genuine. You're you're a genu- genuine guy, and you're easily excitable. Ex- easily excitable. Yes. You wear a shirt that says "Ask me if I'm Burt Kreischer" around a lot. <laughs> I would live in the woods I'm if I were that famous. Shirt. I'm making that shirt. <laughs> you would. You wouldn't just. Uh, I would. I would love like that. I wouldn't have to wait for things, but like as I go through life. I unless I'm on stage or do it like I think it's fun, but like I like to keep my I'm a very private guy despite oh, all the shit I I'm say. O'Neal wants not. to live on like a ranch in Montana. You need a little more than that. Yeah, come on, dude. Jesus, the rest Christ. of the fucking pouring it for me. Um, yeah, I'll show you how to pull a big boy pour. <laughs> I uh, ask uh, Jesus Trejo. Trejo. Trejo? Trejo. Wait. I'm bad at saying Trejo. His, uh, his uncle is uh, Machete. I just made that up. It's not um, I always love Could when be. Mexican guys say their names or say something like... Uh, when they say, like, enchilada. Yeah. Like, Wait, yeah. you, you said I'm going to start doing that with my name. My name is Bert Kreutzer. Kreutzer. Are you German? Yeah, yeah. I'm in here with two fucking crowds as a Jew. I yeah. think I'm going to have a... Ready? Ready? Should we do Brat! our universal sign? Dude, O'Neill has relatives who fought for the Nazis. Oh, come on. He was 14. For the Nazis. You were both Nazis. Oh, wait. Finally, yeah. now we have a collaborator. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, dad's, uh, my dad's father Gotta fought, go, for our, fought for our team. Yeah. But then one of the things that really fucked him up is that when he was going and clearing out the concentration camps, he found relatives that were working on the Nazi side. Ooh. And he was like, that was fucked up. He was like, up. hey, what's up, Bob? How are you? Good to He's see like, you. handshake. Ah, and- Albert. No wonder you didn't send me a birthday card. Baden Baden. Um, Opposite sides of the river. What, wait, what were we just talking about before this? You were trying to get into uh, something about Lowry's and your wife no. No, working fan, there. If you ever get famous. Oh, I would be. Oh, oh, did you ever oh, finish the Lowry Jesus, story? No, Jesus. That was it. Just getting head. Okay. Jesus uh, witnessed me get recognized a lot, and he was. And you get see head? it? I don't know. I'm and he saw me that. get like so excited. Cause I, I, something would, do you think you would still be like that after like 10 years of it? Yeah, I it's think under so. The couch. It is? It's gotta be. Here, I'll grab it. You need that vape, dude. You're a vapist. You got recognized at uh, Stampede a few times. Skankfest, I would assume you got recognized, no? Yeah. Did you go to Naked Roast Battle? No. I heard that was quite a fucking... Just smoke this one. The did other did, did you hear? Did, did you smoke a lot of weed? Did you hear no, about? Not, very, not much. Did you hear about the that. naked roast battle? By the way, yes. Ari, girl Ari took her jokes out of her pussy. Yeah, yeah. she had a, Ari threw his piss on some guy's open sores. Like the guy had. Yeah, should uh, we do this staple one? cuts? What is that? This one's pretty good. What is that? Looks like a, those ca- cabinoids. Is that a Game Boy? It's a Pax. And so Pack K Pax? No. So it, what Kevin it does, Spacey? Is it vaporizes the weed inside it, so it just um, it doesn't burn. It, it's it's a lot healthier for you. It just burns the Look THC the most off unhealthy the, way. the flowers. Do you, do you remember the uh, ads years ago? So it was like those, but this is in the nineties. You'd put the weed in the shit where it burns, and then you would push the button, and it would burn, and then blow it out to you. It'd blow it in your face. No. You would you hire that? a guy to, to no no it was you? it was like a yeah. vape pen, but you would pack a bowl and I then you would hit a button about. like a vape pen and then it would it would you know light it on with like a butane lighter and then a fan would blow it out into your mouth. Do you guys ever it was like do an early the, uh, vape pen? Do you ever have a guy do the MacGyver with the I don't even know how you do it with the fucking milk get the gallon the yeah. gravity hits? How about oh the, yeah I did gravity like in the in the the five gallon? Do you ever the five gallon water jug? No, and then you put it. Oh my god. 
pass it to this guy. I'm good. You're not hitting that? Wait, what do you do with oh, this? Here, 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 Shove here, it in your here, asshole. Here. Okay. The hole is it's a weird right way. here. I put my mouth okay. on it? So you put your top lip here, bottom lip here, and then just draw it in. Hold on. It's like a harmonica. O'Neal's wiping it on his shirt. Doesn't trust Bert's lips. Top lip push? on the top. No, you just suck in. No, 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 no. You didn't listen to any of the instructions. <laughs> top lip here, bottom lip here. The hole is right on the edge. Yeah, there you go. O'Neal looks like he's drinking something. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Hit that shit, dude. I'm good. Hit I, it, dude. <laughs> Jesus, this is peer pressure. Yeah. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Yeah, you'll be telling me tomorrow you made a good move not hitting that. Yeah, that's no. what I pretty much do every. It's every not. Night. It's not. It's not that much. Yeah, I, I try to. I, I take the babyest. We're hits real amateurs. Me and him. I'm an amateur yeah. when it comes to weed. Can I tell you what my wife did? A lot my of the guys we know are real weed professionals. My yeah. wife was like, "Hey, I think uh, you should start flying with a vape pen because if I do smoke on the road, I my drinking cuts by." Like almost not I, in halves an over exaggeration, but like more than in half. Like I, I, I really? yeah, three quarters. What? Why don't you do it then? Um, because I am a fucking pussy, and I'm afraid that do if we someone know guys, found this in a plane, oh. they'd be like, they'd be like, do we know guys who fly with like legit fucking yeah, like a pound of weed, crazy shit? Like you can't tell this is a no. That's a. I mean, dude. Also, somebody. Guys that literally fly every weekend that we know. By the way, never get. Have you caught. watched? And you know D as well, and you've done yeah. his podcast. Uh, have you seen Lee Syatt? This guy's videos online with his edible eating. No, dude, this guy should be a competitive. It's unbelievable marijuana eater. I don't know how you build a tolerance like that. Guy, like, because we don't. I don't really know the milligrams and all that. Uh, I'll, let me walk you through it. So the threshold milligram count is two milligrams. At two milligrams, you start feeling it. Joey is eating. Hundreds of milligrams. You want to know time. what Lee Syatt eats? What? What his, his record is? Thousand. A thousand milligrams. Milligrams. Was he doing eight hundred? Dude, he's eating these stars. Like it's. I. I mean, I don't. And he I don't must even be know high it. for literally days. I was watching with Is Easy. Who's? I, I think he's. He's uh, got tolerance. He smoked one time. I think. Maybe <laughs> one. One it, time. Every hour. And he was like, "This is in, this is insane. Dude. That would kill me." And this guy is just pop, yeah. and it's like, and people are like watching it because like they watch it on there, and Diaz like, take it like a doctor, Lee. Come on, don't be a fuck, don't fuck around with it, dude. He eats. Have you ever seen the video of I think it's Owen Benjamin having a panic attack on Joe? I heard about it. I saw they did like an Wait. animated video of him because oh, he, he, he took him. He left. He like ran out of the studio and like he because he, he, he took so many stars. He took a star of death. One. Star of death, I think, has like. A hundred milligrams. Dude, he ate one and leads. I've seen videos of him doing like ten. Yeah, he takes one. hundred milligrams. By the way, one uh, would kill. So like, me. I have I have these Kiva bites that are five milligrams, and uh, I took one and I was like, wow, that's pretty heavy. Five milligrams, dude. Those uh, cho- those chocolate covered blueberries that's I had. What I, that's what I have in there. Yeah, five milligrams. I took like eighty <laughs> milligrams. I was high for literally. A day and a half. You imagine yeah. doing a thousand milligrams. That's that's it's eighty. I had one time. I had these. Uh, I had these goldfish. My sisters gave me. So I grab a handful, pop them in my mouth. They're putting them in everything. And then I was like, and then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I feel my asshole connect to the couch, and I go, oh, that's not good. And then I and <laughs> yes. then I and then I and then I stop. No, and it I is, bring, that is good. Had to breathe. I'm like, okay, I'm fucking dying. 
And then I go, all right, let's do this. Let's just murder some Jack and let's go to bed. Ooh. Let's just go. Because for me, alcohol will always calm me down. Mellow it out. Mellow me out. So I murder some Jack, get in bed, don't know how to breathe. I'm like, don't worry about it. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. Just go to bed. (laughs) Wake up the next morning and Leanne's like, hey, it is is, uh, a Christmas pageant. Time at the school, we have a, we have to be there at, at eight to get good seats. And you're like great. So you're I like show eight a.m. Eight a.m. I get there, <laughs> I get us good seats, and I ha- and I'm oh. and I sit down, and I'm still fucking high. And our best friends is uh, this family, oh, and she's behind me, the mom. Nope. You know what they're doing? <laughs> what they're doing? Uh, the twelve days of Christmas on the first day of Christmas, yeah. but because it's L.A., they're being liberal and they're saying. On the they're, first they're day of holiday, first day of holidays, nope. first day of Hanukkah, my true love gave to me one pastrami on rye. Shut up! I no, swear to what you, is it? no way. I Who wrote swear this? to you, I'm insulted by that. This is insane. Swear. I'd rather sing a Christmas carol. On the carol. second day of Christmas, <laughs> my <laughs> true love gave to me two black and white cookies. No, I three potato pancakes. I swear to God, I have Leanne <laughs> come out. Silver dollar, five one gift card, balls, one gift card to Cantor's. three bagels, and they picked up the bill. No. <laughs> and they didn't leave a tip. The, um, Jesus on Christ! On the first day yeah. of Kwanzaa, and I am still high. But I'm now are you, like, are you loving it? I could not stop fucking laughing. Are you doing a who an Arsenio Hall? <laughs> no, I am fucking. It's like the time you want to laugh because no one, no one wants to laugh yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But I am like. It's Def Jam just in your section Oh, I'm fucking howling And as I start laughing, everyone else realizes how ridiculous this song is It really is and uh, but that was the song they did. And that's calling, insane. Who wrote that? Ari is like a joke. I'm no. calling for this song to be banished. It's uh, insulting. Yeah, dude, I can't do edibles anymore. I'm done with them. I have because they I hit. Have, they, sometimes, like I took a bunch, nothing was happening. Then I ate a meal, and it, they all metabolized at once, and I got fucking high instantly. Well, you ate a bunch. You ate a meal. I thought eating a meal would stop the. No, I think what it does is just like it 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 aids in the digestion and gets into you more. You did the edibles rectally though. Yeah, I took them all. Right Wait, what, what edibles did you eat? The I Kivos? Ate the, I ate the blueberries. How many did you Chocolate eat? Chocolate covered, I don't know, maybe. What, how much are they per? Five milligrams. Would you go see a concert? Yeah. I know a I dude. Probably had like, I kept eating them, so I probably had like eight or ten. Yeah. I know a dude it's who went to, uh, it was like Grease Family Sing Along at the Hollywood Bowl, and he oh. ate a brownie. Oh, yeah. And he fucking, and he started freaking out. And this, he, like, this guy is not a stranger to weed, but and his brother's a doctor. So he was calling. He's like, "These are my symptoms," and the brother's like, "I think you're fine. I think you're just high, and it's anxiety." And his wife freaked out. Called nine one one. This guy had to be fucking put on a stretcher, <laughs> taken out of the Hollywood Bowl and the Hollywood Grease. Like we go together. Fucking are you serious? So then he's in the fucking ER, and the doctors were calling him. Uh, what were they calling him? Like OD because they were shitting on him. Like <laughs> and that brownie treated up. Like even the doctors were like get Shut the fuck up. out of here, dude. Do you ever shroom? I uh, have. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, Ari gave me shrooms. Um, I, I haven't done it since. I, I did it once since I had kids, and I didn't enjoy it. Because I realized, I was like, oh, man, my kids count on my brain to be around to make them money. But you're fine, like, the next day. I mean, I'm... No, yeah. but no, but uh, when I was tripping, I had a little bit of a panic attack. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It could, but where were you doing it? T- uh, fucking Dallas, at the fucking Dallas Improv. Yeah, yeah. You got to go out in the woods, man. And no, I did and it, and, and then I was at a piano bar. 
and yeah. Billy Gardell pulled me through. Billy Gardell and Pete Corrielli are like, buddy. I think it was Billy Gardell and Pete Corrielli. I, I don't remember. You were sure that was you were Shroomin. That was Mr. T and uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't I can't really fuck with uh, hallucinogens. I think you could do it if you did it in the woods, like in nature, because I was the same. First time I did it was Amsterdam. I took a fuckload, freaked out, and then after yeah, that, I did it in the woods, and then I did it in the desert, and I was I've, totally I've had fine. A good t- no, but my problem is is my I'm one of the things that I'm acutely aware of is that I have a family, and That's that I true. can't really tap out and not be the dad they need. Yeah. Like if they if something went wrong, I'd need to go be a dad. Well, that's so, true because my I'm acutely aware that I um, have I have nothing, so it's totally fine to fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time taking mushrooms in college and talking to this tree in front of my buddy's house that I knew, I used to see this tree all the time, and then I realized I saw it had a vagina and a clitoris. Like you know how trees will have like little yeah. Did you fuck it, and I was like, no, but I was like, I didn't know you were a chick. And I was like, this whole time, I've I'm been, sorry. I was like, you've been watching us play basketball, totally bored, <laughs> and you're like, I've been talking to you like a dude for years. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can't really do that. I don't. I. I. The, they gave me this. Uh, the guy at my dispensary gave me this um, really great edible, and he was like, "Literally, get a razor blade and just take a sliver." Ooh. And I was like, "I was like, do you have anything that's the size of the what sliver? What the fuck is that? Like, how come you can't measure that out? Why can't you just spread this out into like a cake?" Dude, that's what I don't get about these. Some of these you you, you can't even use. They're like, hey, just bite the uh, bite the finger off of this gummy bear. I think Rogan that is Rogan. I think that's by the way. Now that I'm saying, that, I think that's a Rogan joke about. Uh, I think he told it on his last special, maybe or maybe he's working on it. About I think he has a joke like that. Now that I say that, Uh-oh. like just uh, I know we just stepped all over one of his uh, jokes, but oh but the truth is like gotta go. I, I had no idea. Here comes the apologies. Gotta go. I, I someone told me that I I'm, like I have a joke. But for, since from when we were in college, um, we always said we got high as giraffe pussy, and uh, I don't think it's an original idea. I just heard that on somewhere. It's Rogan's Rogan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, when I heard I, it, I was like, oh. But I, think I don't I've think heard that. I don't think that started. I and I'm not trying to disparage Rogan. No, I don't, I don't think, think he, that started with yeah, him. I think yeah, I'm sure he said, would say I, he didn't write yeah. it. But um, that's just like a that's a colloquial. But then I tried. I tried to say I'm higher than like my phrases, so I wrote like fucking twenty of them. Like name higher than three. Higher than uh, congressman socks. Higher than Manu Ball's testicles. Higher than eagle dicks. <laughs> eagle dicks. Well, it depends eagle, where they are. <laughs> eagle dicks are pretty high usually. It, usually, but it, if they're grounded. I'm on the high, highway. I'm higher than uh, higher than a waitress's bun uh, than a stewardess's bun. Higher than Statue of Liberty's pussy. <laughs> it's always high I'm higher than the, I'm higher than liberal laurels. <laughs> what is that? Like laurels? I don't know. That was, <laughs> I have a fucking bunch of them that I wrote down. That, and I and I used the OR one night to try to figure out which one was the right Everyone's one. Everyone's like boo. Everyone booed them all. <laughs> By the way, this is totally off topic. But did you see the Wimbledon tennis judge? This poor woman. No. Who looks. Almost identical to Larry Bird with like double G tits, and people on Twitter were just fucking ruthless. No, oh my god! Just type in Wimbledon tennis judge Larry Bird. Fucking excites me. I I laughed so hard, but at the same time felt so bad for this woman. I gotta show you. Look it up. I I I showed you. Oh yeah, I did show you. The uh, Wimbledon tennis judge looks like Larry. Oh yeah, dude. I'm ninety three (laughs) percent. Certain that I heard somebody sucking this somebody's the, dick in that um, alleyway. Dude, there is a there hooker is back there, and they honestly they stopped 
when they heard me pissing, they're like, "What is what's going on on the other side of the fence?" This is the um, this is the email thread that Paige set out. Let me. I'll look up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just show you this one. Hold on. I'll find the library judge. Hold on. Hold on. I. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? So you'll just just come sit close. All right. All right. Here we go. You'll appreciate this. So this is what this person wrote. <laughs> Please stop CCing all. Like really upset. Everyone's having yeah. fun with it, and then that person's upset. Some people don't like Al to be. Wrote, <laughs> look at, look at. <laughs> and then and then Bert Kreischer wrote. <laughs> I was really taking some shots. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and then and then from there it just digressed because it was no longer fun because that person didn't really. Whoa! Holy so shit! I can look at, dude. I can look at this lady. There she is. They put him in the same outfit. Same shit. Oh my god! Poor lady. Who is that worse for? Larry or her? No, her. I yeah, mean, at her. least Larry's a man, but he's not a good-looking guy. No, I know, but you're like you're saying, not. he. Lo- she looks like a man. She's maybe the biggest insult. Um, but and then it got, the, the 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 it's I think it stopped being fun because yeah, it really. Like, it, I like how you targeted like there's there's a, definitely a target. And you guys nailed it on all of them. Oh, it was like it was like we're all having fun with that, and then somebody ruined like, it. Yeah, yeah I, I, not, people are like, "Hey, hey!" Like everyone's like having fun. If you're a comic, then don't. You know what you should do if, if you're not into it? Then leave. There were the a lot email of that, Yeah, there were a lot of people on that that were much bigger than any of the ones who wrote who just didn't reply. Yeah, like Rogan's on that fucking thread. He didn't reply. Yeah, which is great. So yeah, because like, he's busy. He's like, like yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be a part of yeah, this. He's bohun in his backyard. Took down a big uh, gazelle. Boa hunting? In his backyard, he's gazelles? Dude. <laughs> Who knows? So, wait. So, my my roommate, when we were our sophomore year in college, I got a, a me and my, uh, we had three guys, me, Cheese, and Harley. Harley cheese? And I, cheese, yeah. Cheese from old school? The Cheese. Mm. No, is that was that a name in old school? It was yeah. uh, Piven. He's like, you got out of that dumpster. Yeah, I got out. Oh, his nickname was Cheese? Yeah. Are you called him Cheese? That's what they yeah. called Cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our friend's name was Cheese, Chris Carter. Dude, why'd right you call him Uh-oh. Cheese? Second lawsuit. We have Van Wilder. Now we've got Old School. Old School. I'm assuming. Why did uh, you call him Cheese? Hartley started it. Hartley used to just fucking torment Cheese. And uh, Did he like the name Cheese? No. Did not. No. Like as a matter of fact, he lives in, uh, I think he lives in Denver now. And the last time I saw him, I was with Pete Whalen. Uh, like a, f- a couple of my fraternity brothers, and he walked in. He was like, "Cheese!" And he was like, "Guys, it's uh, I'm not cheese anymore. I'm Chris." <laughs> and we were like, "Which is the number one way to get called cheese?" We're like, "Okay." Way more often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to school with this dude whose last name was Cutler, and this guy started calling him Slutler, and it stuck. And that same thing happened where he's like, "That's not." Why like, didn't they yeah. just call Mister Cutler from top or from over the top? <laughs> Mister uh, Cutler George, is not George done and speaking Isla with you. started calling me. Uh, uh, Bertie Mc Bertrude McFuzz, and uh, and I didn't like it. And then and then they started calling me Bertangulus Boy, and <laughs> Bertangulus. and then they started yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would go, hey Bertangulus Boy, and I go, don't don't call me that. And then they laugh and they loved it because that would drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. And so I said to my wife, I was like, hey, like dead serious, you got to get the girls to stop calling me Bertangulus Boy. And Leanne started laughing, and she goes, that's how a nickname works, dummy. The more you get upset by yeah. it, the more it sticks. <laughs> and she's like, you don't know that already? And I was like, yeah, but I don't like that. I want them to call me dad. And then she was like, well, good luck. 
And so it has, they call me so much shit now. They call me bruh. They don't, no one, no one calls me dad. Were they Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I saw Dog the Bounty Hunter the other day. uh, Where? where? We love Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dude, we, Dog the Bounty Hunter is our fucking jam. Dude, DTBH. Yeah, dude. Dude, Where's Beth? If she got that titty reduction, I'm going to be pissed. I heard she's lost a ton of weight. I saw a picture. Yeah. And Dog looks identical. Oh, he looks He's also like 5'5", isn't he? Uh, I don't know. He was sitting, he was taking up three bar stools. Me and, uh. Jesus Trejo. 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 Uh, <laughs> what was this kid's name? Uh, you were just talking Leland. this whole time. Dude, Leland. I, Leland walked by me at the comedy store when I was out front of the patio. He walked by. He was literally like five foot four. We saw an episode where Leland got fucking whipped by this guy. And dog took off on him, left him. He goes, run, Leland, run. And there <laughs> was some three guys were beating the fuck out of him. Dog, dog, dog jumped in a car and left. Breathing heavy. His feathered hair is all disheveled. You can see his balls. Yeah, his dream catcher got caught on like some of the bushes. Dude, the heart, one of when the he hardest. dropped those ends bombs was it was crazy it was funny but it was it was sad because you're like it's fucked up but it was also he's also in prison yeah like if you go to look prison, at him he's a fucking la- i remember burr yeah, did anyone think that? bill burr who like anytime anything happens like that you're like what's burr you know and burr yeah. on stage i was at the store and he's like if this guy fucking had opera in his itunes i'd be fucking more surprised than him dropping that <laughs> but he's like yeah he's right this guy's a fucking piece of shit it's not surprising had opera <laughs> yeah that's surprising um he we oh uh the one of the hardest i've ever laughed is uh me and i think segura used to do this it's actually segura segura <laughs> used and to do this nationality uh, peruvian because his oh. mom, I've heard call He's in. The they dirt. call her Charo, and she does yeah. sound like Charo. She's, she's like, Peruvian. She's like, yeah, the Peruvian's <laughs> natural the body shape is Iwakian. Does he speak Spanish? He should yeah, be yeah. naturally oh, yeah, yeah, thin, yeah. though. He does that shit where he starts talking in Spanish oh, so like, with an accent. And you're like, Wait, do they speak Spanish down there or Portuguese? No, in Peru, Peru? Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Still Spanish? Brazil's still, Portuguese. yeah. I know, but you would think that everyone else is Brazil's so huge that no, no. Brazil would just spill out. Brazil's the only Portuguese. Brazil's Portuguese. <laughs> I had Owen Benjamin on here, and I said something about Brazilians, and he just lit up and he goes, and they got hammers for cocks. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. I just laughed. Is so it because they shave the pubes? They started the Brazilian No, wax? Brazilians all have really big dicks. Really? Like, like, yeah, apparently, yeah. We talked about dick size last time. You said it was the way they took down ethnicities. I was just about to start saying that. I re- we I remember it. You saw me. You saw, if you hadn't said anything, I said that's the way they take down ethnicities. Well, they're trying to take down those <laughs> What Brazilians? if every one of these episodes is literally just the same exact <laughs> episode? We don't even realize. I already know that we have brought up several things that we've brought up previously, but there has been. Um, uh, what was I? What were we saying? We're talking this? about cocksize. You were talking about Segura about. And I asked if he was, I'm going to stop talking about Segura Spanish. entirely because someone did an impression of me and they're like, Tom Segura, Tom Segura, Tom Segura. And I was like, Ooh. do I bring him up a lot? Um, you didn't even brought him up that much other than his boxing. His 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 twice, yeah. <laughs> He's your new Tom Segura. <laughs> he was fun to work with. I worked with him and uh, He's he just got Variety's Top 10 Comics to watch and doing some shit with yeah. He's a nice guy, man. I wish that sold always liked him. Dude, he's a nice fucking... He's as nice as they hey, come. I'll tell you he's what. the sweetest guy. He's not. He was not ready for the the Burt Kreischer program of drinking. I could see that. He yeah, was, I could see. He, definitely see that. We got to the airport and he like kind of hid from me a little bit. <laughs> he's like, I gotta go. And then I was like, he's like I, I gotta go to the bathroom, and he stays in there for the three hours until the flight. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, Hey, over here at the bar, and he's like, I'll just have a water, and I go double Tito's and soda for him. The Danish O'Neill experience. 
Uh, we're like chameleons. By the way, but if, it can be if different. you bring us on the road, you're going to get at least 10 people per week that will come this I, uh, <laughs> Dude, I got it. Speaking of... And this uh, is, also, no, actually, I think one of the reasons Red is Easy doesn't bring us on anymore is because when we go out, sometimes it gets a little too... Gets rowdy. It gets a little. I think that. I think it's one of the reasons now, as he gets older, and he's like, I don't want to get fucked up every weekend. We oh, were in Denver, and this, is, this ties back to the story you told earlier. Uh, Renazizi was doing like he takes pictures after the shows. He's an uh, he's an accommodating man, and we were just hanging around. And this woman was like, "Oh, like I I had fucked around with this lady's birthday it was." And she came up. She's a lawyer, and she was talking. She's like, "Where the me and my friend are the fucking best." Two girls in Denver coming yeah, out with us. They def- desperately wanted us to call them. Yeah. Uh, after she to, gave me to hang car- out. She gave me her card, which felt odd. Like, she's come like, a lawyer and like give me your card and like hit me out. I was like, give me your card anyway. Yeah. This other woman comes up while I'm talking to her, and this woman like looked probably like she said she was 29. Looked she like she's not 29. Looks 49. Glasses, yeah. and she all this she's wasted, can barely speak, but she's with like two attractive younger women. And the older crazy woman just grabs my cock, fucking eagle talons at heart. And I'm like, whoa. And she and I was like, whoa. Kind of like, and then the lawyer was like, everyone was kind of like, whoa. And then she's like, she's, she goes, I'm with someone, so I can't do that. She's like, I can do this. Just grab my chest. And I'm yeah, like, she used the, the lawyer's hand to grab yeah, your yeah, cock. She, she, she goes, I can do this. Grabs my chest. And then, uh, sorry, grab the lawyer's hand. She goes, she's single. She can do this. Fucking, and then talons my with her so hand. So who do you sue in that case? And, and the lawyer was yeah. like, I, I. She found it, a loophole. She goes, I'm sorry. I want you to know, like, I did not, like, but she didn't fight it. If that guy. That was, that's, that's sexual assault. It's like if. That's sexual assault. Yeah. That's assault. I was assault. But if a guy had twice. grabbed another guy's hand and lifted up Leanne's. Someone, someone Skirt. did that. To By Taylor the way, Swift did it to me twice. She did it again. Someone did that to Taylor Swift. Uh, someone wherever I just was, uh, wherever that was in Columbus. That man's there's name. There's a producer. There's a producer. Jesus Trejo. He grabbed. They say Taylor Swift says he grabbed her ass during a picture, and she's suing him. Really? Yeah. Robin Thicke got in man, trouble with so the mirror. Many, so many people. Yeah, what? but he didn't get sued. That way he got he got divorced years ago. He took a picture with years his. ago. It was like three years ago. But he didn't get divorced. He got divorced. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't get, get sued. sued. No, the girl was into it, but he took a picture, and then there's a mirror behind him, and his hands up her skirt on her ass. Dude, I, I thought, I, thought I had so many people touch my nipples, lick my chest. Well, yeah, you are grab my chest, ass. Man. I had yeah, a lady like, demand for two dollars to grab my cock. She out of the money. pants offered money. Yeah, two dollars. Also, you, she oh, made you I thought pay you were going to tell the story when we were with Renazizi, <laughs> and all of a sudden, a f- like a street brawl breaks out. So I was like, well, maybe we should go look at this because I enjoy street brawls. Yeah. And as we're out there, I'm an American man. The cops <laughs> just start fucking tear gassing the place, <laughs> and the guy in front of us gets a huge shot in his face, and he runs away. And I go, hey, maybe we should go back inside. <laughs> that really? Was in, yeah. Uh, that was in Denver. That was the Denver. That trip. was yeah when I was sexually assaulted. By the way, where Den- were you guys playing in Denver? Comedy uh, Works, fucking great club. Dude, Comedy Works. That I'm condo. Sure I'm, I'm there in. Uh, Have you been? No, I'm there. Oh, the condo is phenomenal. August. And not that we've been a lot of places, but club is unreal. Low ceilings, fucking packed to the gills. But even the condo is 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 phenomenal. Condo sweet. Check out our artwork. Condo. They put it up on the wall. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm. There in August, I was I'm doing a Sunday, and they added a second Sunday show, and now they've added a Monday show. You'll love oh it, yeah, That's I can't great. fucking wait. We did six shows, really. Yeah, Dude, we were there in February. It was 
80 degrees one day, yeah, and then it was like 30 crazy. degrees the next day. It was so weird. Really? People were like, that's how Denver works. They man. have a back Dude, a lot of lightning strikes in Denver. Really? Yeah, because it's so close to the Lord's. What do you mean the Lord's? Or the, like the heavens? The Jesus heavens. Christ? I'm, I'm buzzed. The, it's so <laughs> the close Lord, to the heavens. The Lord's house? Like, yeah, it's so close to God. <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought you meant Lord. What are you no. talking about? I thought you meant Lord. No, like... You know what I meant to say. It's so close to where lightning starts. It's so close to the manufacturing facility. <laughs> I thought you meant Lord's talking like... about? We're talking about Roy. <laughs> Dude, so Taylor wait. Swift came out and said that they were best friends, and Lord Lourdes was like, "I don't even really know her." <laughs> so wait, friends. if you go mountain climbing, you're definitely more susceptible to being struck by lightning. Yeah. No, you're susceptible to being no, yeah, teabagged yeah. by Jesus. hundred <laughs> percent. Because <laughs> lightning favorite, if they don't have to travel as far, lightning loves it Dude, more. You need yeah. a show. If light, think about it. If you could drive <laughs> the store across the show. street, you need a, you need a show like Mister Wizard, show. where you just you yeah. drink and you say outlandish scientific facts. <laughs> Dude, I'm swear to God, you can get struck by lightning on get, a clear day because lightning's show just you. around all the time because that's where it's made. I'm Googling right now. Denver lightning strikes. But also, strikes. dude, you're more susceptible. Number one lightning strikes Florida. No questions asked. You're, you're more Let- susceptible to UFOs crashing into you while you're climbing the mountain because 100%. Fl- yeah, absolutely. Okay, number one lightning strike in the country is Florida. I already know that for a fact. Because they, the wor- they have the weather. Weather. It's weather. But number you, two. Have you ever gone... Tornado chasing? No. I used to do it with my For mom's real? Cadillac in Indiana. But you did it by yourself? Yeah, of course. <laughs> with, no, with no camera crew? No. What do you mean? I didn't know. He yeah. doesn't want the glory. He wants it, to do it for his own. In there. the 90s, they didn't have cameras that were that portable. <laughs> I know. Like, what are, Sometimes I do stand up in my man cave to myself to nobody. <laughs> I did it for the love of the game. <laughs> it was in his contract, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> I've been in multiple tornadoes. I was in a tornado I in Germany. A, I have a visual of him going on a date with a girl. In a Cadillac. Just dropping that. And then hearing, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, fuck. This dig's taking a turn for the worse. Sorry, but I can't. Wait, where are we going? We're not going to Applebee's anymore. I know we were going to a movie. Two counties over. There's a tornado. According to the Denver Post, Colorado's the third deadliest state for lightning strikes. It's because they make it there. It's what it says. What's number two? Uh, Florida. Lightning killed 38 people in 2016 in the U.S. 13 out of 320 I bet, I bet 20 of them are in Florida. Uh, Arizona? It's uh, Texas is too. Oh, I oh, could yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, Texas. Flat Plains. Florida, Texas, Colorado. Yep. Man. I told you Florida was number one. Does it give you a top ten list? They don't even have giraffes at the zoo. That's how bad lightning yeah. is there. <laughs> El Paso, state of El Paso County. It's their biggest. By the way, their biggest casualty rates. My sister went to go look at wedding venues in Malibu, and one of them had fucking giraffes there. Is it the wine thing? Malibu wines. Wines or lines? What do you say? Like Malibu wine. It's the the Kiwanis Club in in Malibu. Kiwanis Club. If giraffes, the Kiwanis. No, let's join Kiwanis. Let's join Kiwanis. Oh, dude, I would love to. Let's join Kiwanis. I want to go to the VFW. I'll tell you what I really want to do. I really want to join the Friars Club. But you have to go to New York. Is New York or they have they a, used to a have LA here, chapter? But I closed. By the way, Club. a lightning bolt. Is it like Trader Vic's? Lightning bolt killed a 37 year old woman that in was her like horse. A LA institution that closed. It was right where Santa Monica and. They have them all over Will, the place. Trader Vic's? No, that's Trader Joe's. <laughs> serious right now? I'm like, I'm like, wait, like, wait I, is it like right Trader here. Joe's? Like, I was there yesterday and it closed down. No, no, different Trader. 
Different trader. Yeah, Vic is not like Joe at all. Vic was more exclusive. Is like Vic was like a sex addict. But if you if you like adrenaline, chasing a tornado, that's a whole other ball game. Were you with uh, Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser? No, it's before <laughs> driving through houses. Paul Reiser. What are you? This isn't Paul Reiser. Who is in? Uh, what are you talking? Paul Reiser. Uh, uh, the guy who Jeff died. Daniels. Bill Pullman. Bill, no, not Bill Pullman. The other Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah, Bill, John Bill Paxton died? from the Bulls. No, no, but Bill Paxton. John died. Paxton was in it. Uh. John Paxton, no, is it one of those? St- who's the Steve guy from the Bulls? Steve Kerr, why? Are you yeah, playing yeah, he him, did man? the uh, Steph Curry. He, he did a bank. He did a bank ribbon cutting. Okay, <laughs> in my town. Thanks for no, my town. Thanks for he came. Oh, cool. Wait, is it that, was my buddy's this, bank, dude, and they cool got story. him to come Tell in there. <laughs> you were so adamant about getting that out, but then you were like, "Wait, it wasn't Bill. It wasn't Bill Paxton that played on the Bulls." How was that ribbon cutting? Did you go? No, but I heard about it. I heard it was phenomenal. But he had a big pair of scissors. <laughs> he did it from a, he did hold it from on, the three point on, line. Hold on. He did it from the three Wait, point line. Who tells you third party a ribbon cutting story? This <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Indiana. Hey, man, I got. Hey, dude, it was a this. slow tornado <laughs> I gotta, season. I gotta tell you. About so the this. only thing we had was the fucking guy coming to cut the ribbon for so the Bulls. What time years ago? <laughs> There's a bank. I'm not getting out of bed early uh, for the goddamn bank ribbon cutting. Uh, they lay the concrete. They put the power. No, no. That's already been done. It's a brand uh, new bank. Steve Kerr comes in in his tank top and bull shorts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and now <laughs> to cut the ribbon. It would be great if he just did it. If he really was just, he was like, wasn't into it at all. And he showed up in like gym shorts and a tank top. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, he just snipped it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> you know there it is. All right. Do you know, have you, ever, you know anything about him, his life? Steve Kerr? His father was an ambassador to Lebanon from the U.S. Fucking uh, assassinated. In the, I want to say, 80s. Wow. Yeah, so, like, the whole family, like, I think the family was here, and then, like, but, like, got lost and then his he father, tur- like, he lost very, his, he turned to basketball? Very young. Oh, and like, oh. Yeah, pretty crazy life. And then, like, I, kind of, like, I don't think was, like, that heavily recruited out of, uh, I think he's from California, I want to no, say. What's he look like? Steve Kerr? He's white, he's I know coach, that. coach, right? He's a coach now. I'm yeah. assuming and then he had a back his dad fusion was an surgery where he's like, don't that, ever get your back fused. He's not even that tall. Was don't he ever get your maybe? back fused? Because well, he's fucked. He, he didn't coach like the whole playoffs until the final. Oh, I know who oh, Steve Kerr is. because of his back? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's, he's like the, the white, white guy in, in the NBA. Played at University of Arizona. Three-point yeah. marksman. He, he is looking a three-point marksman. 6'3". Loves the fuck. He's 6'3"? Married to Margot Kerr short. in 1990. You think he's short compared to those guys. No, I know, but even 6'3 yeah. in the NBA is I'll tell you like what Margot decent. Kerr looks like. Very attractive. Very attractive. Steve Kerr has done well in life. All yeah. around. Yeah, he's a, he's a talented guy. He's been an NBA guy. GM. Now he's a fucking great coach. Just won the title twice in a row. You're wearing the Golden State Warriors hat. Wait, he coaches the Golden State Warriors? I'm wearing uh, Team Israel. Is that, the one, is that the one that Jen... Uh, What's her name's boyfriend, husband plays for? Kirkman? Jen New. Jen Kirkman? Kirkman? Married? What do you think? Jen Kirkman's never getting married again. Jen who? Her life is Jen, tornado chasing. Uh, Jen. Jen. Jen Kate Aniston? Quigley's uh, good friend. Oh. Comic. Oh, Jen Sturger. Jen Sturger's yeah. husband. She's married? Married to a very Jewish baseball. Not very Jewish. She but, just got married? Recently? Yeah. Engaged. Uh, we saw she's her not married that long to... ago at the uh, at an MMA fight at Big Earl's. That was a while ago, was it? Yeah. Seemed like it was pretty recently, but I guess not. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Team Israel. They were they played in the World Baseball Championship. They had not one current major league player, but like went on a crazy Hold run. On. They had knocked one. out Cuba. 
They won. This guy plays for the uh, for the Diego's, not the Diego's. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking? Sandy, he plays for the Padres. The what is I am fucking buzzed. <laughs> the Carmen San Diego's, dude. What did you? Did you? Is it because did you go Club Soda first? I uh, then Tito's. Is, maybe they're not married. I thought they were just going out. Do you know uh, Club Soda Kenny? One of Dice's yeah. boys, now a current or a former Opie and Anthony boy. Yeah, too. Well, yeah. Why? Just curious. Saw his name in that Interrobang article about uh, Voss's roast. Yeah, it was like a random what name happened? to hear. They just said Club Soda Kenny was there, and I was like, oh, I, I've heard that name a long time. Yeah, he used to uh, work for Dice, right? Yeah, Club Soda Kenny, Noodles, Happy Face. Yeah, Noodles was the best. Noodles. Noodles uh, was in his, uh, that big special. Remember yeah, what yeah. he did from Madison Square Garden? I can't Garden? find her fucking boyfriend? Who, Jen Sturgis? Yeah. Sturger. Sturgis? <laughs> this is like the last half of this. Her name's not Sturger? Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it is? Sturger. Sturgis Sturg- is a bike race. start the Sturgis bike rally oh. in North Dakota. <laughs> wow. She's not close to the heavens in Diego's. Oh, I had a buddy who used to go to Sturgis every year she, on his uh, Harley. She used Jesus. Cody, just... Cody, uh, Cody, he's a Jewish guy. By the way, that <laughs> pool. Cody, Cody Bernstein. That pool looks like it would travel with you to St- Sturgis oh, to that rally. Dude, if you could find a hose, that would be something great. Dude, if fucking... that, literally, if that goes, it will shatter these windows. You think so? Absolutely. Do you know how powerful that that fucking amount, the mount, by the way, how many days did it take you to fill that up? I don't know. Leanne did it. And, I was, and I was what gone. was your water bill after you filled that up? Ten grand. Because my so my mom watches my niece and nephew for my sister five days a week. She had a pool that was probably about up to here. Yeah. It took about a day to fill it. Yeah. He's holding his hand about four feet when high. We had to un, when we had to release the water. Like if you went over the edge, you know, because you could crumple the edge because yeah. it didn't have those metal things. Literally, the kids almost washed out and away down the street. Like really? it's a power that it, the amount That's of water a lot of fucking water. Well, that it could kill somebody. I told Leanne. I, I told Leanne. I said, I think that's a bad idea because we're leaving for t- like three weeks. Oh, I yeah. go. We need to empty some, that fucking pool. This chick that's giving blowjobs back here, she <laughs> might go in the pool and we'll rinse her mouth out. Oh, how great would it be She'll if be I working. came out tomorrow and I fall, saw a dead hooker in my pool? And I was would like, you, I don't the know. The question is, be. would you have sex with her real quick before you <laughs> call like, the cops? I'm going to see if I can pull her out. Oh, wow. Uh, this isn't helping. Uh-oh. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, Dude, he, I'm one of the best swimming comics in the country. This guy. Are you really? <laughs> he goes to the shirt. worst Y in the country. This is my YMCA t-shirt. Be strong, belong. Do you swim every day? Uh, like three, four times a week. I just... I was, I was on a team from four to 12. Quick career. Called it quits. <laughs> Return he quit, he quit while he's at twelve. On top. You called it quits yeah, at twelve before my bar mitzvah. I'm gonna go in the pool. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, no. Can I bring this in the pool? Oh no! Just flipped a small. You a little tiny knife. What's with the tiny knife? I, legally, this is all I can carry unless I'm hunting. Oh, mountain wasn't that lions. your Christmas present? Yeah, and birthday. I have so many fucking badass knives in here. Oh. You have guns too, we, don't you? Can yeah. we throw knives? Do you have a Do you have a knife throwing board? Of course. I'm don't you have a gun? Do you? I, I saw yeah. people on Twitter talking shit to you. Don't you have a gun that shoots mace? Yeah, I have, a riot I, have a, gun? I, have a, I have a gun. I have a mace gun. I have two mace guns. I lost one of them. Um, I have a taser. I have. Uh, well, actually, I have two tasers. Wait, where's the taser? Well, okay, next to my bed. Can I you get I some a, of these out? Of I might be interested <laughs> in, a, in having. I've been maced before. Yeah, I might let you mace me. I got to see the, the gun. Other night, the other night we had a we had an incident. Where um, what with the kids? No, we heard a shattered gra- glass, like a glass shatter, and I was like, 
fuck this. I was like, so we Why don't you get a real gun? We have a gun. We have a real gun. Oh, you have real guns. Yeah, I have a real gun. Uh, I don't bring out the, the real gun. He likes a variety. Yeah, I, like a, I, I choose. When I'm getting broken into, I choose which one and I it's, use. And it's legal. You didn't buy it on the street? No, it's not legal technically, I don't think. Jesus. Allegedly. You probably should not have said that. Yeah. It's not... I, I don't know if it's legal. Have it's my wife's gun. Yeah, of course. It's my wife's gun, and she was. It was given to her by a ex-husband of her mom's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, be, uh, like twenty years ago. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. It sounds. I think all, we should switch topics to your mace gun to and me. other. I've got to talk to you about a few things after the show. <laughs> For real, I've got some things I need. Discuss with you, and so I have this. Uh, I have this mace gun, and so I'm walking around the house, and I've but got wait, it. In my how, head. What is it? Like just like a tear gas thing? No, it looks like a gun. It just shoots, sprays mace. Really? You, start- you can just refill canisters in it. There's a uh, the canisters go underneath. They look like uh, C C two oh, cartridges. Really? Did you yeah. start out by saying this? Broken glass everywhere. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> from? Grandmaster Flash. Oh, no. People pissing on the street, and they just hey, don't care. Hey, can we take? Hey, do you, can you get that gun? Can we spray it over the fence real quick? Are they really over yeah, there? Yeah, there's people out there. Can we just do it? Let's just spray it through the fence. No, no, because I live here. That's like, uh, and then I go run into my house. They're like, well, yeah. we know where he lives. Yeah, O'Neal and I will live, leave. It'll be awesome. <laughs> that happened to me. I once ran into my own house after I lit a stick of dynamite. And then the fucking people saw me run. There was one, uh, one of the things I did. I, one of the one jokes that Attell told me he liked of mine is uh, when I was young, I, I saw the movie Beat Street, and I wanted to get into tagging. So I went to the, got a can of spray paint, and went to the opening of our gated community and at night and just went <laughs> and wrote my name and then i was like fuck i'm the only bird that lives in here <laughs> like what a fucking idiot i love b street <laughs> bird. i love b street speaking of grandmaster flash do you yeah. remember the song b street because you're rocking king, the beat king yeah. of the beat see you're rocking that and beat the from song across was the street the uh, a beat street is a lesson too because uh, you, know you, you can't to, let the streets beat you remember uh you used to have a car show by the way who did? Grandmaster Grand Flash. Flash used to have a car show. But that song was all it was a called tribute. Grand Prix Master Flash. <laughs> <laughs> that song was all a tribute to Ramon, who died on the third yeah. rail. Yeah. To see that I'm rocking the microphone. <laughs> Somebody say Ramon. <laughs> Ramon. <laughs> it looked like. Um, and then underneath I had to write, socks cock. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> <laughs> Throw him off the scent. Yeah. Like, Bert's a piece of shit. My dad's like, looks like you got some beef in the neighborhood, buddy. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I know looks I a lot like you're writing. <laughs> and, and the spray did paint you I used to paint your sister's bike. <laughs> did you tag it by Bert? <laughs> Bert sex cop by Bert. <laughs> Hashtag. Bert sucks cock. <laughs> in your gated neighborhood. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't gated, but it did have like walls. Dude, said let's go down this alleyway. Let's do. Is that that's no, 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 no. The, Strap the it to fun your back. thing would be the fun thing would be to walk around the block and walk down this alley. Yeah, let's do that. And we'll mace. And we'll get we'll mace the hooker. The fucking I'll stay alley. Here doing a Everybody monologue. get a gun. No, why are we going to mace the hooker? Well, no, whoever <laughs> the the Johns. Dude, look who not you're, the hooker. You should hear some of O'Neill's. This is a horrible O'Neill's idea. Childhood of crime stories. Just go in and just fuck with it with guns that look like guns and just <laughs> yeah, real guns. Yeah, and we'll just be like, this is the what first is day of the is last this the day sequel to Let's Be Cops. <laughs> Let's go back and mace the hooker. No, no, not the hooker. We're gonna do the Johns. Yeah, but those are I the- can't believe they're fucking in the alley. 
Dude, I heard some There's serious sucking suck while I was pissing, you and then they not. stopped. Oh, now I'm taking a piss. Go take a piss, and you'll see what I'm hearing. Bird's going back Put there. your ear to the fence. <laughs> stick your dick Put through your the hole. The if you stick I'm, if I'm in the pool, don't bother me. Bird's going back. out to piss. What time is it? It's uh, 3 a.m. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's like 10.30. Is it really? It's probably later. No, it's got to be. later. Is it later? Yeah. I say we go all night long. <laughs> Oh, nice. Like, you do an eight hour podcast. Let's break the record. I mean, that's a long fucking podcast. Look at these young pictures of Bert. So yeah. young, so handsome. That's uh, uncomfortably dumb. Well, what's that's the, comfortably what's that dumb. weird mugshot one next to Pryor's? Uh, what's that album say, Pryor's? Uh, it said Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? It says, uh, <laughs> no, it, does. it says that nigger's crazy. <laughs> Whoa. That's what it says. <laughs> I made him read the album, That's dude. What I tricked I him. Hey, I'm dyslexic. How did I know I was going to say that? I did an eye test did on What did you hear out there? That should be the eye test. I just heard an N-bomb. That should be, that should be the eye I'm test. I'm reading the album. That's, uh, someone was just in here the other day. He's like, you still got that album up, right? And I was like... I forget who it was. My memory's going really Jesus bad. Jesus Trujillo. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Ha- Jesus? Oh. Trujillo. Jesus. My fucking my... Dude, that's like a secret... Nap. Secret... Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, can we bring that saw down and cut... We should, I would fucking love to cut something with that. Have you ever done one of those saws yeah. before? Double-ended I did one saw? of those in, um, in uh, Portland. Real quick, though, not to interrupt, but did Shoot. you hear any... Sucking? I didn't hear a fucking thing. Really? It must be done. Either that or it was, they were drinking Slurpees from Jack in the Box. Dude, they were sucking, dude. Yeah. I'm sure it's... Whoa. Whoa. Hey, when you drink Slurpees, it sounds like dude, this. that was in an O'Neill pour. <laughs> dude, that, that and then was... there's spit all over Did everything. Did you see that O'Neill pour? Look at that thing. Dude, he's a man. That's meat. Oh, but but he went with the fucking Tito's on the bottom is the problem. Dude, you just... Got... That was a garnish of... Yeah. Yeah, you threw a cilantro. Oh. Wait, did you do a cooking that. show, by the way? Did I see that yeah, online? Yeah, Bill Burr. I got a fucking... What, what, what is it? Uh, it's called Something's Burning. Are you a good cook? No. Okay. It's the idea. That's What's why it's it called on? Something's Burning. You know Rachel Ray. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Oh, we got to talk Guy Fieri and the donkey sauce. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You texted you know, me that. Do you What's know that? he's coming into town? At no, the, for what? He's doing the bookstore in Larchmont. If you want to take part in a peaceful protest, Danish and O'Neill. We're protesting November him being 3rd. in L.A. and in Larchmont. Oh, I love Guy Fieri. I well, love Guy Fieri. You know what? Well, it goes back to the wait, same it's premise. Fieri. That's how it's spelled. Fieri. Fieri. No, no, but it's Fieri. spelled Fieri. Dude, he did an interview with a guy. It's actually Fieri. It's, he did an interview with a guy where the guy said. Uh, yeah, it was Boston, Barstool Sports. Yeah. And, and he made a real big deal about it. And and you could see him getting angry. Oh, he got, he yeah. got upset. He made it That's awkward. why we're pro. We're, yeah. you know, we're doing triple D. You know what it stands for? What? Diarrhea, <laughs> diabetes, and death. Because I got <laughs> diarrhea from two of the diners, drivings, and dive places I went to. Dude, mad love for fucking Guy Fieri. That's I where, love that. This is where guy. the Danish and O'Neill. You're in the LA area, or... November third. We're doing a protest of That's Guy Fieri. Is it? You're gonna yeah. come? Jesus, no, I'm gonna dude. be on the Impractical Jokers cruise. Oh, well, um, congratulations with Ari. This, yeah, Ari's going. So oh, okay, I, no? I shouldn't have announced that. <laughs> Wait, I think someone I know. You're not. You weren't supposed to tell anyone. I don't think we're supposed to tell everyone. Ari's going. <laughs> oh well. Hey guys, get your tickets. Ari's going. Big J's also going. <laughs> Double down. And if you show up, he'll tell you the Molly Ringwald story. Danish um, and O'Neill will be checking your bags, and we will not be on the cruise. We'll bring your bags on the cruise, and then we'll so be- wait. So wait. What's the donkey sauce drama? It's just mayonnaise. It's just aioli. It's just aioli. Yeah. Just aioli. But he calls but I it like, donkey sauce. You know what it sauce. is? 
Guy Fieri speaks to that thing that I was talking it's about Fieri. earlier. Fieri. Yeah, he speaks it's to about, that. About it's spelled Fieri. Don't overthink it. Don't mince. Yes. He's meant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wear a fucking bowling shirt with don't flames on it. Dude, he Carlos Mencia and Aoli. Dude, here's it's our problem. Been out. Dude, he, stole he, he, steal, he stole every line from Swingers. Yeah. That's all he does. That's and money. then when people Dude. say it, and then he, goes, he calls them out That's on my it. line. No, it's Vince Vaughn's yeah. line that somebody That's else fucking wrote. John Favreau wrote all your fucking material. But if you watch, there's a show I'm watching right now called Cheap Eats with Ali Khan. And I only watch it because it makes me angry that all he's doing is Guy Fieri's. Like, that's all he's doing is like, man, that right there is the the bee's knees. You want to watch a food show, you watch Action Bronson's Fuck yeah, That Fuck That's great. Delicious yeah, that's on a Vice. pretty good one. He's good. He's the real deal. Fuck Fietti. Fuck Guy Ferry. <laughs> Guy show Fietti. up to our protest at Large you, Mug. Okay, okay, so Guy Fietti says, the I way, want you guys to be on your, Guy's Grossy Games. We, you do? we boycott it. We're no. throwing your name out there, too. We're going to be like, we're friends with Bert Kreischer, and he, he would, would be here if he could, me. but it's his birthday, so he's not showing up. Guy, We I, would go on with bleach blonde hair, bowling shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Guy uh, is very sweet, but I don't think, I I, I don't think he has any... I've met him probably. I've worked with him. Did you meet him. Hunter? No. Did you meet Ryder? No. Did you meet Lori? <laughs> you guys are, are you on the RV <laughs> tour that's going across the country right now? The, the <laughs> oh, we know everything. Because <laughs> I know a lot about Guy Fieri. Hunter goes to UNLV. Just yeah. like Guy. Were you his hairdresser <laughs> that he kicked in the chest? <laughs> and he was wearing that, that, SUV? that black corn jersey. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever say disparaging comments about the Jews and homosexuals? Yeah. Wait, did, Cam, did you Guy steal Fieri? his Lamborghini out of his driveway? Did he? He got his Lamborghini stolen by a teenager in that area, and the kid got cocked. He was driving it on the highway. <laughs> the kid went in like Mission Impossible through the fucking thing. Like, no, yeah. that's Tim Allen. Oh, that was Tim Allen? Yeah. Wait, what happened you with Tim too Allen? Many Tito's. What happened with Tim Tito's. Allen? Someone stole his Lamborghini? They Mission Impossible of him, if I said that completely bad. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> And this then Tim Allen started talking shit about Jews. Yeah, no, no. That, was Guy, that was Guy Ferry, <laughs> aka Guy Fieri. Um, by the way, if we had a, by the way, if everyone listening out there, if you want to listen to the Danish O'Neill podcast, and if we get a solid following, and that we can just pay our bills with that, we will talk shit. Of, we'll tell you the inner circle of everything <laughs> that we know. We're still trying to have a career. But if we already had one, we would spill the there's, bees there's on there's everything. One story I'm a I bad have, celebrity. One story I have that could blow your tits off. What? Oh, I'll tell better, you after you the keep show. Tight wait, wait, wait. Tell me now. No. Are you, are you kidding me? I wouldn't yeah. even trade this. I wouldn't even trade this for Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Yeah, your Ringwald's got nothing on this. By the way, I think you mean, give me hints. I think you've already told this story before. Not on air. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Wait. Are you kidding How me? How do you know the story? This is the ultimate. I was, I was working that night. I heard all about it. Oh, with the, comics? Oh, the, yeah. This is the, the, the comic story? Oh. The biggest in the world. Dude, ultimate ace in the hole. Ultimate ace in the hole. Yeah. This guy wronged me, and I got info on you. Shut up. <laughs> He didn't really wrong him that much to, in really, order for this info. By the way, the info doesn't work anymore. Why? Not as well as it did. Yeah, not as well. He, he got divorced. Works. He got divorced. We'll tell you. We'll talk. No, who knows? Maybe we'll talk Bert. Ringwald. We'll trade Ringwald for yeah. this. We'll, we'll swap some we'll swap some spit. We'll trade some baseball swap cards. Some spit. What are we going to make out of the yeah, pool? Yeah, and then we'll tell you the story. By the way, you did a video with a fan of ours, and I forget what city, but then the video ends with you saying you want us both inside of you. Like, what Wait, the fuck? What was this? What was it? Oh, that, was it with a girl? You seem drunk. And then the Instagram comments. That doesn't sound like me The at commenters all. were like insane. They like shit on this girl. And it's like, hey, man, this girl's just fucking. Wait, what was it? Oh. Was it 
The girl just like made a video. It's like you're fucking ugly. You fucking. It's like what the fuck, man. Oh. This girl's just making a video. Oh, was like, that the, after I got engaged? I think yeah. And you're like so and so is not like. Did you just put glasses on? No, you've had uh, them on the whole I time. I usually wear contacts. But you just had these on the whole night? Yeah, yeah. wait. Are you just literally... Because you <laughs> said at one point that he wears glasses, and I went... Do you, what, did you, when I walked in, did, did you, you just... Did log Fabio hair? No, did you just put those on, though? Yeah, yeah. I slipped them on just now. No, he did Because I was like, after 11 o'clock, my eyes get really bad. Are you being serious? Yeah. He did just put them on. He did not. <laughs> Come on, think about what I just said. <laughs> at 11 o'clock, my eyes get bad, and I put glasses I'm like the Cinderella of glasses. <laughs> turns into his eyes, turn into pumpkins. <laughs> I got pumpkin eyes. O'Neal goes to bed before 11 yeah. every night. Dude, everyone knows if I have too much Tito's, I got to put glasses on. <laughs> Guys, I, I got to get out of here. I'm, I'm not going to be able to see anything. I got to go. I'm running out of the I've top. held things up to him. He's uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. No. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. No, these glasses have been on since I showed up. They're all scratched up. From oh. India. Why do you get LASIK? <laughs> yeah, dude, India's, <laughs> India's so Those dusty. Those people are animals. Yeah, they scratch your glasses. Oh, <laughs> dude, I got we got we got attacked by a tiger while we were there. What? And an elephant. No, this Wait, is no joke. were you joke. in India? Uh, April. He got engaged in India. That's an, what your video was about. You yeah. Like, So-and-so is unhappy when he was engaged. You didn't even say her name, but it was like you were, I forget what city you were in. I do not remember that at and all. And then you said you wanted us both inside of you. Yeah, that you was did the say end. That's a, By the way, that's a Michael Ian Black joke. You said, I think, I think you referenced him. I must have. Oh. It's my favorite Michael Ian Black joke ever. MIB. So what is it? Call him. Um, he's, I don't even remember it, really, but it's just... It got, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's so much that I don't remember. He's it. like, you know what? It's my fa- you built it up so much. You go, yeah. By the way, I have no idea what the fuck it is. Michael Ian Black was the most interesting person to work with. We worked with him for like, for like, for probably fucking eight weeks. Maybe on what pilot on a on um, Reality Bites back on Comedy Central. And he is he's very quiet, but he listens. He like watches, and I am more funny. I think off camera than I am on camera. A lot of times, I think I, I probably annoying, maybe, but like uh, I was really funny off camera, and Michael Ian Black was just watching, and he did not want to laugh, and he could not stop fucking laughing. And at the end of it, uh, he emailed me and was like, "Hey, I don't some some very sweet, but very not his character." Yeah, and uh, we've been friends, like kept in touch ever since. Seems like a really, it seems like a nice guy. Did he say he wanted to put two dicks inside of you? Eighty miles was a dick. Who? Oh, 80 miles? Yeah, he was. Really? A, yeah, but I, I thought but, you said 80 miles. I, 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 at first, I thought I said yeah. 80 miles, and then I go, oh, no, wait. It was- 80 miles was a dick, but uh, I can't fl- fault fault him because he had, I think he was hired, I think he was hired, recommended by Michael Ian Black, and he didn't do the, he he walked into a really bad situation. Like, he, he, he was hired as, like, a co-correspondent for this one episode, and they were like, uh, what we want you to do is make fun of the comics, but he didn't know any of us, so uh, we went in and started making tough. fun of us. And it just and like he said something it come about come off more as like nasty. I, yeah, it came off really nasty, and it, and it, like the first person was Donnell, and he made a racial joke, and it just Donnell was like, "Dude, I don't fucking know you, man," and it, no one laughed. And then he went down the line and did it to all of us, and it just didn't come off well. It's kind of tough. Also, he's not a stand up. He's, he's not a stand up. He's I, I think he's funny probably, but like not. 
like he's not, like uh, he's not, a funny actor. He's a very funny actor. He's probably a funny writer, but You're he's not like, like Don Rickles. But dude, you when you bring in like act, I mean, that's a whole different discipline, man. You know, and man, everyone disliked Eighty Miles. Like on, on our whole that whole like crew or whole uh, comics because it was like he was so mean to us and but and we didn't know him. And then he did do uh, the only interesting part of him is that they had him then be like a judge like a, a correspondent once again in the water because so we were doing a diving contest and uh and he was supposed to say barack obama in his joke and instead he said uh uh saddam hussein <laughs> what? <laughs> what? and uh interesting ad everyone laughed and no one laughed. It. The joke didn't work, and they didn't have time to sh- reshoot the joke. <laughs> and he got, he fucking lost it. He was like, "I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I swear to God, I would never think Saddam Hussein's a great man." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? It was so interesting. I, but I, I don't know even know if he still does what he does. How'd anymore. you do in the diving contest? I got kicked off. Why? Because I fucking flirted with Greg Luganis, and uh, <laughs> I thought I thought that would be the good angle. So I flirted with Greg Luganis. And uh, was hitting on him. And then Greg Luganis, I guess, was actually interested and was like, hey, what's his deal? Someone's like, oh, he's married with two kids. Oh, and, then and Greg Luganis fucking... got pissed and was like, it was me, Mo Mandela, Amy Schumer. And he was like, Bert, you do understand that uh, uh, sending, uh, <laughs> sending the wrong message to a gay man is not cool, right? And I went, what, the what do you fuck? mean? He was, like, <laughs> he was like, I understand you have a wife. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, like, it's nothing serious. And it, yeah, and he goes, uh, and then I was like, I was like, you have you have AIDS, like, do you really think I'm fucking hitting on you? Like, did you tell him that? I think so. Yeah, I, I, at the table, and I was like, <laughs> Jeez, that's a bold move. I'm like, to say. that's a bold a- stance. A- He's a- like, a- you a- have a wife. Yeah, you have AIDS. I was like, you a- are a- gonna get kicked out until that comes. Yeah. Like, all right, you're out. <laughs> Amy and Mo were like, we're like, whoa, I guess we're staying on the show. And then he's like, you're kicked off. And then I uh, face fucked Michael Ian Black. <laughs> Oh, that's, by I the way, I took all my clothes off and got naked, and then put my dick in front of his face and fucking humped his face. Do you know how long it took me to find the Burt Kreischer episode of uh, the the Shield? After we wow. were all, after all this podcast, I, went, I had to go home and fucking how find it? it. Oh, it was great. This guy's jerking off in coveralls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, I was so sick that day too. After I, you, I was like, I gotta watch this. Did he look sick? Yeah, it's my wife. Did could yeah. you? Could yeah. you tell my acting's kind of mediocre. I think. Like I look at my acting in that, and I wonder if when, every- I, when I watched it, I didn't see Bert Kreischer. I oh, saw really? a man who was in a cuckold relationship. <laughs> I was the original cucks. Like I was in the yeah. first generation of cucks. You really started it. You started yeah. the trend. I You're feel the like mother cucker. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear this Michael Ian Black joke. Uh, no, it was just him. It was I don't remember if it. Bert knew it. He'd tell you. It was, but it was, <laughs> the, yeah. it was his favorite of all time. He goes, I had it tattooed on my back so he could read it to me. That'd be great. <laughs> Someone tell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ian Black's a really interesting guy. I remember, I remember someone said to him, uh, they were like, so everyone was talking about what, like, why they decided to do the show that we did, and then he was like, I want to redo the basement in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's uh, one reason. How but. is the uh, how is this is not happening without Ari? I didn't do it. I pulled out. Oh, you didn't do. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I gotta yeah, go okay. piss. I'm gonna so, give you guys a hooker. So, up so I brought it up. No, 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 no. I I, oh, uh, I, I didn't know that you didn't do it. No, I, I, I mean, like, I mean, very candidly, and I, I'm, I don't, I don't know. 
uh, yeah, I don't know if we should talk about this. Cause I don't know if everything's squared away with everyone. Oh yeah, I didn't know. I didn't want to. Uh, I was just. I, I, no. I, I didn't know that you hadn't done it, so I didn't know I, that this I, was uh, coming. I decided uh, when he wasn't the host that, and I love Roy Wood Jr. I think yeah, Roy he's is a great. great. Guy. He's a great guy, and I love Comedy Central. But the truth is, you know, the biggest, the biggest reason I did that show is because Ari's my friend, yeah. and and I'm and by the way, I'm not. I'm not giving that like I did the flying dildo story uh, uh, last year, uh, and I did fighting a bear the year before that. The bear, and it by the way, your bear story. I watched that probably probably five times, uh, because I I had uh, I had an animal story, and I love the way that you started that, and it actually influenced me on how I started mine. Oh, good. Yeah, I I mean one of the things that was problematic is that once you do a story on there, you can't use it for your hour because everyone's seen it. Yeah, and so I did flying dildos, and I. I did not regret it because it was because I love Ari and I love that show. I love that format, but I definitely realized, oh, I can't do this for my hour. So this, you know, yeah, there goes and there, there goes and for minutes. me, it's like a lot of people I, I think don't come at that medium as natural storytellers. But yeah. like, definitely me and Segura, that, that's your are, thing. That's we're storytellers. Yeah, and um, and so I I went, I I was so all set to do it. I just I had two stories I was going to tell. I was going to tell. Uh, one of either two stories and then uh and then the the you know everything shook down yeah and i was like uh i was like you know what i was like i'm i'm i i don't really care for my material to be on comedy central you know i, I probably wouldn't do an hour special with them the way they do hours right now yeah. i just i'm not a fan of air it once and then never air it again you know uh no i i get why and I, I also, the, but yeah, the, this if anyone it, it does have nothing. This, yeah, it like, has nothing to do with Roy Wood Jr. At it all. has nothing to do with Roy. I love Roy, but I'm just saying, like, and I said, I'm not, I, I was, well, I was bummed when, like, I had heard that. And I was like, legitimately, like, fuck, because especially Ari, I, we go way back. He's like, he was, when I came up, he was like my comedy. He's like your comedy father for me. Yeah. And but he told, he's like, you got to do it. And also, he like the day of, he called me, like. An hour before, and he's you know he gave me like a pep talk and everything. Yeah, he was, and, and by it's, the way, he uh, everyone was really cool. It was my decision. It was just my decision. Yeah, uh, and I think Segura's decision. Just I know Tom and I talked on the phone, and we were like, you know, we're giving we're giving eight minutes of a special or fifteen minutes of a special. Yeah, uh, to Comedy Central for free, technically. Uh, as opposed to having a really great special to share with our fans. Now I do think that there's, in an awkward you know situation where. The guy you know, you know, it's like yeah, you're more I, yeah. doing it for Ari than you are, for, you know. I'm doing, yeah, I'm definitely doing it for Ari. Like that's, it's I mean, like when he's out, it, it makes it kind of a weird. That's why it would have been, and it's like, and it's like you know, one of the things that Ari did in that when he did that show, like he would, he'd go, him and Eric would go into the edit, they'd edit it one way, and then they send, they'd send you the unedited yeah. version, and then go, what do you want changed? And my notes are, I'm really bad at giving notes. Ari's really good at notes. And then they'd redo it and send it to you. And then redo it and send it to you. And then they'd pull stuff out that they were like, here's why I pulled this out. And like I, that for me was like super comforting to know you were in sa- a safe place. And I know Eric was still involved, but I didn't. But I was like, I was like, I, I just was like, I don't know. It, was, it came down to like, I'm, I'm trying to do a new special. I That's, need material for yeah, it. That's yeah. what it comes Did Diaz down to. do it? Do you know? I he think did. Joey did, he yeah. Did. He did do it. Joey did. For Eric. But yeah, yeah. no, I mean, that was, uh, but even, I mean, because I remember talking to Ari when he was still, well, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, anyway. Don't get he, into it too much. Yeah, but he, he was just like, 
he was like, go up there, do whatever you want. He goes, make fun of me, do whatever you... And so I was like, put it at ease. And then, you know, when that was switched up, it was definitely like, oh, fuck, you know. It was, it was different, but oh, but it was great. It was still a great show. I think one of the other things that was a little, uh, you know, decisive in it was, um, I don't know. I'm not getting into it. The Probably hooker not, in the back yeah. alley, she just ate my ass for $17. Through the fence? Yeah. If I could have some girl eat my ass through a fence for $17, I don't even think that's cheating. For no. a separate property line? Through a fence. Yeah, a fence. Through a fence. Through a fence. Through a fence. You can barely even get through the fence. Yeah. Is it a mesh <laughs> fence or is it yeah. just like a chain it's link? chain link. No, no, no. Or is, is it wood? this fence that's back there? Wood? Hole in it. Or is she going to get splinters in her side of her Dude, tongue? Dude, I saw this porn uh, where you, it's... Wait, you had a porn star on recently, didn't you? No. That lady is fucking... Lindsay, no, no. Lindsay Pellis. Dude, she is yeah, well, and Whatever. She's an Instagram titty shaker. Dude, that chick... Dude, get out of here. She's, she's the equivalent of a porn star. Dude, I watched that she's chick run in slow motion, Dude, and yeah. my eyes got black. Dude, she... <laughs> that was fucking... Those things were huge, dude. Those are... By the way... she and I heard they're all areola. Full, like... What? I heard it's like an areola sock over them. <laughs> Hold on. Are you serious? Where did yeah. you hear this? I heard. I, I also heard that. Allegedly. Wait, 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 Bert, this is after he looked at it after 11 p.m. He could barely see yeah. it. I didn't put my glasses on. And, you know, they're all scratched up from India. So what the fuck am I supposed to do here? By the way, if she had give all, me a refill. Oh Crack that new Tito's. Hey, hey, hey we need, I'm going to go grab another uh, soda water. Oh, I'm going to knock my drink off. Okay. Hold on one second. Here, hey, uh, Jeff, I'm going to take a piss when you talk about your... <laughs> You're going to leave me to do a monologue? No. Wow. Um, this is so lonely. We should talk about knockers. I'm in here alone. Guys, I'm right here. I'm kidding. I saw your fucking Guys. leg up Civil War style with this fucking... Look at these two saws he has up here. Guys, Phenomenal. check out Knockers. It's going to be on Facebook. Uh, it's a show it's, we did. It's about door-to-door sales. I think we're going to have to get it on Facebook here Well, it's going to be next... on there. It's, gonna, it's about door-to-door sales. It's about these kids just traveling fa- the country... It, oh, we wrote a scripted show based on these kids traveling the country. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars selling You'll cable. see the... Uh, hold great on. Job, great job with the ice. Thanks. The <laughs> look at this fucking... Look at this clown. Trying to melt it. Look at yeah. this clown. How dare you? What do you think? This is the icebergs? <laughs> I'm melting this fucker down. Oh, it's like a fountain. <laughs> O'Neal's doing... Uh, he has ice clogging his cup. Do you have a hammer? He is a yeah, saw. Yeah, God. Why don't you go piss? Hold on. We'll fix that. <laughs> don't tell Bert's wearing a sure. tank top that says giving out spankings. I literally. Did you just put that on? Or were you wearing that the <laughs> whole you, time? Did you guys not look at each <laughs> other? What were the you, fuck you, is happening? You don't think I know what I'm doing there? <laughs> I don't think you know, dude. I didn't know Bert had a beard. Have you had that beard the whole time? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Dude, one time I was watching... Uh, What's sir- on that chain? Star David? Uh, yeah, come on. I'm the other team. You're Catholic? The, uh, yeah. Um, Are you religious? No. Uh, I have faith. You were I, have in faith. I have faith. Uh, one you time, gotta have faith. The faith one the time faith. I uh, I was watching uh, Survivor with my wife, and Boston Rob was on. Oh, yeah. And I go, and he's got a gold chain on, and I just go, who the fuck wears gold chains? And my wife goes, you do. And I went, oh. <laughs> Well, touche. <laughs> Good call. Dude, he ended up with that hot chick, Amber. Amber, and she won. Big Obama. They both won. Because they were on the, the thing you saw them on was like a return, I think. And they, oh, wait, they I, both won? I think they did. So they're double. I once had to, uh, and she's probably a nice person. 
And I, I think I was at a bad place when I was hosting at the comedy store. That girl Jenna from Survivor. It's amazing how quickly they go in and out of your... She won the Africa one, I believe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. She won one of them. Yeah, but it's not that cool. My wife dropped it to 78 today. How many BTUs is that? I don't know. Let me go take a look. (laughs) Let me go take a look. (laughs) Old Hanrahan over here. So uh, she goes up. She's a model at the time. This is like 10 years ago, if not more. Super hot, and all she did was complain about how many taxes Survivor took from her. And, really? and meanwhile, I'm hosting this thing as an employee. Of the, I'm like, lady, we're all By the way, dirt if, fucking broke. Let me pause for a second. Uh, <laughs> this is by feeling the flow. That's eight thousand BTUs. You should have gotten the thirteen, twelve to thirteen thousand for real for this room. Yeah, I'll buy a new one. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee that's that that thing. What you need eight-ish. that to do, you need to drop it down to sixty eight. Here's the problem. Though. I say we throw it in the pool. There've been power Ooh. outages. Uh, oh, if you drop your AC, rolling blackouts. If you feel like I'm AC, back in India <laughs> with all those tiger claws with the rolling blackouts. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I've been having rolling blackouts on the road. Is that normal? Um, in New York, yeah. Light it. Wake up to a candle in. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so Leanne came in while I was gone and drops it to 78 just so it's like cool in here. Oh, yeah. But it's still funny. hot. And then I came in today and I thought it said 73. And so I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And then I got on the treadmill and was pouring sweat. It was 83. What? Is that what you're going to say? No, it was 78. And so then I dropped down to 73 tonight. Oh. You got some. Do you need glasses? Uh, yeah, I do. I have readers right now. Where I, I, because I can't look at my phone too long, or I start getting dizzy. Really? Yeah. In a car, it makes me dizzy. Yeah. I can't look at my phone too By long. By the way, on the way here, my Lyft driver, no music. And then. Her music was conversation. Then chose to tell me, uh, I don't, I'm not doing this for me. All the money I make here, I give to my friend. Yeah. And then went on to tell me about this friend's daughter for the whole fucking ride. She's getting into a lot of trouble. Like, we're not a cotter in a lot. And, like, all these stories. I'm like, lady. It's like a Cali Max I wasn't even, accent. I wasn't even responding at all. Yeah. Once. By the way, we need to find friends like her. Yeah. They're oh, no working shit. Left to just give you the How money. How outsource my people? I'll have a daughter if someone's going to fucking give me their Lyft money. I, I, I got my, I took an Uber the night we did the um, uh, End of the World podcast. Oh, it was the, the night of the star studded. The night of the election. So the one got, got yeah. into it. Yeah, I said to you Sarah, took your shirt off to diffuse it. I think he <laughs> diffused that bomb. <laughs> Man, I like Sarah a lot too. And Bill Burr's like, yeah, look at the fucking dancing bear, fucking clap your hands. <laughs> 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 he was he was like in the zone of like, I'm, he's like, I'm on a bone. Don't fucking. Come he was in even like, you guys fucking hate me because she's a girl and fucking picking on us. <laughs> yeah, I told Sarah, I go. I, I think she said something to the effect of like uh, maybe she didn't say this at all. Maybe this is a conversation I had in my head. But she said something like, "I, I would could use a drink right now." Like, "What you called me a or uh, why why didn't you back me up or something to that effect?" And I was like, "You're fighting with the guy that all he does is looks at both sides of the argument and picks the funniest side. Yeah, yeah. that you don't want to." Like he picks and he's side. like and he like backs it up well. You know what I mean? Like he's like all he does is fucking well argue. He's, he he's a comedic lawyer. He's That's great. All he does, great yeah. at crafting arguments. Yeah, and she and, he, and he's not going to back down from a fight because he has kind of like that. Ang- he got away from it as he got older. 
But if you listen to his old Obi and Anthony, like he could mix it up with the best Dude, of them. And by the way, he's been doing this kind of media where you fight with really smart people yeah. for fucking 20 years. Yeah. And I was like, Sarah, I just... But Sarah's, you know, Sarah's got a good point is that I'm also smart. I'm also funny. I'm not. I'm also yeah. fucking. This is what I do. And she didn't want to back down either. Yeah, but no, it was a weird it. argument on both sides. What was the it argument got over? Serious. Oh, I have no idea. It, over, like, it, it involved. I, I, I think, think it was, was Michael. Like, is about Michael Ian Black's joke. If I want both of you inside, <laughs> I of think me. it was uh, her arguments seem to be. I think on the side of Hillary Clinton yeah. due to feminism. I don't remember. Well, one exactly. of the things that was that's super ignorant out of the majority of liberal comics is, and they're liberal comics that don't do the road, is that. People in the middle of the country are bad people. They're no, not. They're not bad people. They're at not all. bad people. They're also ninety percent the of the population. And by the way, they're also the, the people in the middle of the country that voted for Trump are bad people. They're not bad people at all. They're good people on both sides yeah. of the fence. By the way, there's good people at Evergreen there's just State some University people who wanted the government to collapse. There, there's and they just, they just fucking tired of all. This. I, I think don't know if I think, view. I don't know if by the way, for the most of the country. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I want. I'm waiting for the country to collapse. Oh boy, to get out. <laughs> If you want to come on my ranch, a few things you're going to need to know. Oh First of all, you're going to have to bring two weapons. Oh, boy. They're both going to have to fire bullets. Oh boy. So your mace gun is out, Bert. Kumail Nanjiani was on, was on uh, Problematic with Moshe Kasher, and they were like, if you... If you had a gun and someone broke into your house, would you use it to kill someone? And Camille goes, I kind of want a gun that doesn't kill people. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just wounds them. But he was like, you could clearly, like, he grew up in a culture without guns. Guns are brand new to him. And he's just like, do they have a gun that doesn't kill people? It's a fucking it's like yeah, it's called a starter pistol. <laughs> Dude, if you have guns. Here's my thing. And I've actually got my fiance on board with this. Our whole goal uh, is to literally buy 100 acres and then close it off to the uh, world. Yeah, build a wall and then. So you want to be like one of these militiamen? Yeah, start a, yeah. start a religion with cannons. <laughs> Convince 180 and people that I'm the Lord. Yeah. How long did it take you to get your fiance on board with this? Five years. <laughs> it's like first date. Let me. How do you feel about living no. in Montana? Oh, first, first street was first date was just fa. We oh. go fa, and then arcade games. Then I gave her the high score on the punching thing, and then after that. It was just subtle <laughs> hits talk. at land, water <laughs> near water, and Dude, what do you think about property? You're gonna build a moat? Oh, absolutely! Oh. Yeah, don't even not, get me started. But it's not gonna be filled with water. It's gonna be filled with fucking giant spikes with uh, with, with kimono dragon venom on them. <laughs> oh, I would. That's love. actually not venom, by the way. No, it is venom. That's it's not oh. rotting. Uh, Bacteria. It is venom. One of the things I get concerned about is the security of this back gate. Yeah. So do, I do wanna... you have a padlock on this? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, any could just off jump. Oh, you can't jump over it because of the trees. Yeah. Okay. It would be hard to get through the trees. It would be hard, but still. It, it, I mean, theoretically, you get over any part of my fence. Yeah. If um, you brought a springboard, like if you way, were a looked, gymnast, yeah, and you did, if you could not do you, some flips. Hey, if any, has anyone been doing the camber toss? And camber toss. Camber. Camber. And by the way, I looked through your garbage and I found some interesting things. Well, I wouldn't be shocked. A Molly Ringwald story. <laughs> I the, found a Magnum condom, and we all know you ain't wearing those. You know those, uh, those, uh, those aren't big. Those aren't like bigger. Yeah, really? it's, it's all, a marketing. It's scheme. just all marketing. Ari wears them, and he, the joke's on him. Well, Ari puts his balls. It's in like him, so he what? the fucking trash bag. Yeah. Oh, he puts. <laughs> his... I used to buy Rogaine and buy Magnum condoms with them. 
Just to feel like it's like, because I was like, my hair again, I felt so big. How do you know where all the blood's going? No, I want to. I want to really like oh, just secure up it. this back wall. Yeah, dude, you got to sh- gotta shore it up. Yeah, I want to do something really dangerous. Poly- you, know, you, need, you need the uh, Scientology style spikes. They have like these these really jagged spikes across you the know whole who top. Bill Dillman better is? than no razor wire. You may want to hire Bill Dillman. Who's Bill Dillman? <laughs> he, throw chi- he throws chi balls. He's a ma- martial artist. They'll throw a chi ball at you. Oh. He's an old man who's a but fucking... He's a, he's a, he's if a you put, ball. I know if you put your roof to... He's a charlatan. If you put your tongue to the top of the, of the roof of your mouth, it can uh, stop a chi ball. From- or if you cross your toes, it yeah. stops him. Because they did a science show and he couldn't do shit. And he said, hey, you cross your toes... It negates what I'm doing. And your tongue. You put Press your tongue. Because, dude, up. he's a hoax. He's a fucking bullshit artist. He's an old man who's fat. He said, what, was it? what did he say? If he goes, oh, if, you, if, you're doing a, if you're doing a demonstration, you make <laughs> no, it look. No, competition. A competition. You make it look deadly. You make it look dangerous. And they love it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is this guy? He's some fucking kook we've just started. We follow. We love idiot. We love Dog the Bounty Hunter. We love guys like this. We love we Steven love Seagal. Seagal. We love Dillman. We That's love why Guy people, Fieri. People say we need to Fieri. get in touch with Segura because we hate Seagal as much as him and Christina. But maybe even oh, more. Really? And oh, we, we, we also have we, we also have Seagal facts we, deep. Yeah, we have interesting stories because we tried to do a movie with him. And uh, it went pretty far, but then all the stories of trying to get him involved really started leaking. We out. had Seagal and Van Damme playing themselves, and people were like they hate each other beyond belief in real life. Oh, yeah, hate. really? Won't even go near each he, other. Uh, Seagal allegedly stayed in a hotel that Van Damme had just stayed in, and he hired his own cleaning crew to come in and clean the whole place because he thought Van Damme had AIDS. And he was he didn't Dude, want to catch it. He's pretty wacky. <laughs> really? I'm gonna this is, you, I'm how much money do you think Steven Seagal has now? Oh, dude. dude he, makes, he was the highest paid actor in the fucking 90s. He was making $12 million a movie in the early 90s. Yeah, Not to he, mention his straight-to-DVDs. He's getting paid four a pitch. Because yeah. we found out when we were trying to package this movie. He's making, he makes $4 million straight to DVD. Still. Really? Dude, and he's Putin's best friend. Who knows he, how much he's And he just him. did a movie with Mike he's Tyson called Dude, he's a China citizen salesman. of Russia. He became a citizen. Dude, they go the three closest people to Putin right now are Trump, that guy from Exxon, and Steven Seagal. Dude, <laughs> our, scary dude, is dude that? Our, our number one ambassador to North Korea, Dennis Rodman, our number one ambassador to fucking Russia, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, this, our world has gotten a little scarier. Ste- Steven Seagal, at any point in time... Could be like, oh, I don't, I don't like what's going on here. I think you need to drop the Satan two bomb on him. Shut up, yeah, be it, Steven. But by the way, Satan two probably <laughs> won't be ready for another couple of years. Wait, but... what's up? What movie are you guys working on now? We are trying to sell a movie we recently wrote. We cannot disclose, but really? we're also uh, up for uh, writing assignment on another story. Or yeah, another we're, movie. We're going to yeah, pitch. It's a sequel Doing to a something. pitch coming up soon, hopefully, yeah. next week but or two. To a also, sequel? To a sequel? Yeah. We're also trying to get a TV show called Knockers going. Uh, it stars Steve, Steve Renazizi is in it. And it's about uh, door-to-door cable salesmen. You actually would probably love these fucking guys. Really? Yeah. It's based on uh, this film company came to us. It's actually who we're pitching this movie with. Came to us. They had an intern who did this job. And they're called knockers. We had no, I had no clue. Yeah, they existed. hired him, and then he goes, "Hey guys, I got to take three months off during the summer." And they're like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because I because I sell 
satellite cable door to door, and they're like, Dude, these, "What? These some of these guys, like the best guys, they go to the south and the Midwest of the country. Clean they're making like up. hundreds. Yeah, my buddy Hutch did dollars. that. Yeah, but he did it with uh, books. Yeah, the people sell like solar panels. Yeah, and he, he and, and and it's a uh, it's real culty. Yeah, Hutch the, used to do this thing like a three o'clock cartwheel, and so every day at three o'clock he do a cartwheel. And he, I go, why would you do that? And he goes, it reminds you how silly life can be and how light you need to be. <laughs> like, Hutch was an interesting fucking guy. Did he, he make good money? Dude, he used to make, he'd walk away every summer. He'd do three months in the summer, and he'd walk away with like $90,000. Which yeah. is that's insane. Yeah, how crazy. Like, Dude, and these, these guys, guys, are on these their guys young... funded a whole movie that they did? Because they just had, these, no, these knockers had so much disposable income. They're like, yeah, I'll give you fucking 30 grand. They're in their Go young ahead. 20s. They're yeah. living hard, partying hard. Some of the com- a guys lot of are these companies Porsches, are more, they're Mormon-based, they, so it's like a weird mix. You live with a family. They, these guys don't. But these guys, uh, they, they, these, stay these, these kids, these kids uh, Hutch would live with the family. And so he'd live there for free. It's nuts. Eat dinner with them. He did a 1 a.m. jerk-off every night just to remind himself how cum can come out of your dick. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Let's call him. Yeah, 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 did Hutch yeah. know cheese? Uh, yeah, not really good. Did though. Hutch know nations? No. Well, but, maybe all right, let's, let's stick on the topic here. <laughs> so we we uh, these are these are pertinent. We facts. actually wrote this thing and then uh, for this company, and then we we shot a bunch of shit, and uh, it's it's on Facebook. If you go to Knockers TV, um, is it? But it will it will be. But <laughs> when are you putting this up? Tomorrow. Okay, we better get. You better email him now. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's it turned out incredibly well. We're just trying to find a home for it. But th- these guys' fucking stories are literally insane. You you forget that these are these niche markets of these guys We're not doing to mention this shit. our own stories from the days of uh, delivering groceries. Yeah, to, like to anytime like you Bert go to... on South Detroit. Yeah. yeah, when your old man was there. I can't tell you how many times that I delivered to your wife. I can't tell you how many times I wish I had a writing partner. I would love to fucking write a script, but I'm just too busy. I'm too busy doing like. Like, I think, like, I wonder if I'm too busy doing short money stuff. Like, I'm shooting stuff to promote Pittsburgh and Cleveland and yeah. and Australia. So, I, I, in my head, I'm 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 well, always thinking about writing stuff to shoot immediately, edit, post. The and question then is though, what do you do? You want to write? Yeah, do you, do you want, want to do a movie? I want to do. I want, I, want to do I, an I indie. I want to do a movie. Okay. Oh, here's what I want to do. Problem is, when you're on the road, it's like that's also that's a what movie you focus is on. Such a fucking undertaking. You know what I mean? You I have to do, be here. I want to do the machine movie. I want to do the Van machine as a movie, and I want to do. Um, it's called. Ryan and I want to get a Russian oligarch to pay for it. That actually is doable. I know. That's very doable. I think. I think I can get UTA to find one. Yeah. And and all I need is maybe like like a million. Oh yeah, dude, you could do it for less with the yeah. technology they have but now. But I just need the script, and I, like so, uh, a company, uh, a company is interested, but they want to do it differently than I. Then they don't want to do a traditional movie; they want to do something differently. But the guy that is involved is uh, not a traditional movie maker. So like you're like, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense a little bit. Warner Herzog. No, but you know what? I... No, no. Actually, it gets really convoluted because they want to do. Um, I had, I had pitched to them that I wanted to make a movie, but I also wanted to shoot a documentary to release on social media to promote the movie. So I wanted to do a making of the movie, and then they were like, came back and they were like, "What if we did?" I don't even know if they were saying it. Like, I don't even know if they were saying it as a movie technically, but they were like, "What if we did?" 
a show that was part documentary, part movie, part stand-up, yeah. and it's you doing all three. You know what, though? A good story is a good story, and it will sell no matter what without any sort of gimmick I think, you know, I involved. think I think movies are so fucked right now that unless you make it yourself, no one's going like, to... No, it's hard exactly. to pitch and sell a movie because no one's... Everything's failing. Even when Jordan Peele, when he w- did Get Out... Uh, they went and got financers before even like Bloomhouse got involved. Who really? had to deal with Univers- Yeah, they went out and got, and that's how all these things come together, man. They just go out and get, they get foreign money and they pre-sell foreign markets and like it's it's different. If, you, if you're not going the studio route, which rarely Jesus, people dude. are these days, <laughs> yeah, but, we, but that's fucking, the style. You, you just chug fucking that house, shit. dude. For, for about twenty minutes, way, I thought this was a squatty three and a half hours right now. Let's break the record. Is this a squatty potty? I yeah. literally thought no, it was no, no, for a while. It's Captain um, America's Shield. I have these are my this is my other movie pitch. This is the pitch that I, I've always thought was a good idea. What if someone steals it? Good. Eh, well, then just put me in it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Um. Uh, uh, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't tell my <laughs> ideas on here. Hey, call, hey just call. whisper it to me. <laughs> is it involved Molly Ringwald? <laughs> Is it, I can find a is place. Grand Nations in it. Do you have Ringwald's number? No. Who's the Who's the weirdest person, like celebrity that you have in your phone? Elliot Gould. Really? Do you really? Yeah. The EG. How do you know? How do you uh, know him? Because uh, we became friends. How? <laughs> uh, we Elliot did a. Gould. We did a. Yeah. Is there any Ocean. chance that you would call him there, Elliot Gould? Is there any chance you would call him right now? Ocean's Eleven. No, no, no. We he, we became friends. We did a pilot together. You call him and Elliot. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought you were calling. For your we did a pilot year. together, and uh, you did a with, podcast with Elliot Gould. A, a, pi- a pilot. Oh, a pilot. Pilot. And so uh, was that the one for uh, NBC, CBS, CBS. And so um, Elliot Gould played a blind guy. And uh, he played David J. Nash's real dad. David J. Nash is a big showrunner in, in Hollywood now. And uh, he was an actor. He was a comic at the time. And so we're trying to get this line right. This What what they need is the girl to come in and uh, be like... Right C- before, C-U-M or C-O-M? <laughs> no, the girl to C-O-M-E. Okay. To come in and, and say... Uh, Oh my God! You guys are having beers? Let me like to to say that she's a cool chick. Yeah, like that she's about to marry my best friend, and to say that she's a cool chick and that she's cooler than the guy, and the guy's nerdy, and so she sees us drinking beer. She's like, "Let me have a beer." And then my line was, "Sure, come in." That was it. And so we did it like eleven times, and uh, and they were like, "Bert, can you say it more like, uh, sure, come in?" Like she's like, "Sure, come in." Like you love her, like you. Are. And I was like, I did it nine t- nine different times. Probably, and I could not get the sure come in right. Yeah. Like I just didn't sound right. And Elliot Gould comes up to me. By the way, he's got blind people's glasses on and a seeing eye dog. <laughs> and he just, Bert, where are you? And he just I walks. Tell you about this line. He's a method actor. He, he just, made himself blind for the <laughs> show. He walks up behind me, gets in my ear, and he goes, uh, "Say something else. Don't say what they want you to say. Make it yours. Like say something just funny. Say what would you say?" And so you said, uh, show me your titty. So she comes in. She goes, hey, can I get a beer? I go, is a duck's ass watertight? Get in here. And he gets a huge fucking laugh. And they fire and you. And the fucking director or showrunner comes up, gets it in my ear. 
and goes, you are fucking me in the asshole right now. Do you understand that? You've bent me over and you're fucking me in the asshole. <laughs> fucking say what I tell you to say and walks away. Elliot Gould really? is still playing a blind guy looking off his face and he goes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the infamous danger field when he went to Eddie Murphy. Was it Eddie Murphy? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the, the dirty stuff you're doing, never going to work, kid. You got you to gotta work clean. And then he, he, years later, they pissed next to each other. He looked at him. And he goes, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it is amazing how differently actors approach things. It's actors. Than, uh, than comedians. Man. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're going for the at, laugh. They're going reading. for, like, the real moment. CK, I guess, when he would have comics on oh, look at Louis. This That's a big poor. That's a big it's boy a poor. Average poor. When he would have comics on Louis, he would say... Don't be a comic. Like be an act, you know, like yeah. don't go for laughs, like go for the real moment. But also like any a- that's the weird thing about they're like, well, you don't need a com- like any actor could do a comedic part if they're a good actor. Because if they they approach it completely different. You know what I mean? Like they approach no. they approach it from a real standpoint. Oh uh, yeah. I I'm I'm I, I think I, I'm an I only okay say this. actor. I'm not I don't enjoy it personally. Acting? Like I, I, yeah, I'm doing it's a lot a, of waiting. You're sitting around. I'm doing a, a I'm doing yeah. a project with a buddy of mine. Um, we're doing a sitcom, and I uh, coming up. Uh, you filming that? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I'm excited about it because it's based on reality. So I feel like it'll all be put in my own words, so I can be myself in it. But I don't think I and and that's why I'm doing it because it's it's just me. Yeah, but I don't think I could do. Like, uh, but are you doing it because you're like, hopefully, it gets picked up and there's a shitload of money in it? No, or... I don't think there's any money in it. No, no, but I'm saying like down the line. You know, I don't you think there's any money goes... in it down the line. I don't think that. I don't see it. What do you want to do with it? Uh, in all honesty, it's like here's the deal. I I had a realization one night, and I was like, I came out to Hollywood as a young kid, thinking I'll be in movies and I'll be in TV shows, and then all I really did was stand up and like Travel Channel. And then, and I was, by the way, I was You won an super, Emmy, by the way. I was, no, I didn't. I, you didn't was, win the Emmy? No, I did. I posted a picture that I won an Emmy. Everyone assumed I won, won two told Emmys. Me you won an Emmy. Every, yeah, everyone was like, I, I won two him. Emmys. I, said, I was super excited, and we had a party for you and oh, everything. I called my parents. Oh, I got yes. a Burt won an Emmy. I go, I know a guy who won an Emmy. <laughs> I got a Burt won an Emmy tattoo on my asshole. So I, I, one day, I get done Travel Channel, and I'm like sitting there, and and for the first time, like, in my career, everything's moving forward. Like, yeah. I, man, I can't tell you how many times I took meetings at agencies and they just were like, gave me the, the like glad hand, the tap on the back. Like, you know, I mean, even my own agency and I, I love them, but you, they'd admit that there were times that I'd went and took a meeting and they all showed up just because they didn't want me to leave, but they didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> We know that feeling. Yeah, but that, that's the majority of yeah. that's the majority of yes. this business. Yeah, and and uh, and I'm not going where anywhere because I don't have a career, so to speak, of. And then all of a sudden, things start happening and moving you forward. You have the best career because you, you make money. Well, not sort of without them. I mean, they still book you, but it's you know what I mean. Like you don't need it's. it's I don't the, need anybody right now. And yeah, I, and exactly. I, I mean, I mean, I'm not being On the shitty. Road, but I'm no, not being no, shitty, yeah. but like, but like, I, I you could make I, a decent living without. I, I make a. I'd make the exact same living. I, I, oddly enough, I'd make more money without my agents and managers. 
Like I don't, yeah. I don't like. I love them, but I don't. I don't like my the thing. The big realization I had is I remember watching Dane blow up, and then Barry Katz saying, "The thing that's great about Dane is that he doesn't need any of us." And I was like, I, I remember thinking that was so foolish because I, I I I put so much weight in a manager when I was younger and an agent. I put I meant the, like that. That's what made me. We were in the great. same boat, man. And um, then we got like a good. Manager, and then we go. Oh, by the way, all I can hear is all I can imagine is my manager and agents hearing what I just said and being like, (laughs) "You think you can negotiate?" By the way, I could not negotiate deals at any clubs. I'd be horrible at it. But I'm just saying, like, you'd be like, I'm just saying, I could Tito's a quarter bottle Tito. I could, I could make a parallel move the way Stanhope did, and and go into a smaller system. But the thing is, I don't because when things started blowing up, I started going like, oh. Like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I... Like, I maybe have... I maybe have... 11 more years in this business, I feel like. Do you really Do you really feel that? I mean, what would you... You would just retire and be no, cool no, with it? Or no, would but, you no, get but, in, like, a different end of the business? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't, like... I, someone said to me one time, uh, we were in a car, and the guy goes, so uh, how much longer is this going to last? And I was... The, the guy ran a club, and I was like... Or manager. I thought that was like a real dick Lyft driver. I was like, <laughs> part of me was like, I heard your podcast. How much longer is this gonna last? And I was, I was like, oh shit. I guess I'm 44 now. Everyone's still doing it in their 50s. So I go. I, mean, I could Voss just turned 60. He's still on. He's I still could still do it at 60. Raging. I could still do it at 60. I'd, Dude, but the other part Don is Rickles performed. I mean, not the other part is like, do you want to? What do you want to do? Like, do you want to be doing the road at 60 and need? That's why Richie Jenny, Jenny put a gun in his mouth. Yeah, is because he was like. Dude, I'm fucking. Who do we? We just heard somebody talking about that. Yeah, I heard someone talking about too. Yeah, someone's like, I I was here for Richard Jenny. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to be doing this shit. I remember when he fucking. Yeah, it's tough, man. Doing the road is, uh, it's tough. It's a grind. Doing the road is not tough when you're selling out. Yeah, but it's just tough. Even but look, here's the deal: there are ebbs and flows. You talked about Dice's ebbs and flows, and and we all have them. And right now, I'm on an. A flow? You're on a flow. I'm on a flow. Yeah, but and and uh, I was talking, also you're on I was a fl- talking to a friend about it. You're today. going up the roller coaster right now. I was talking to a friend today, and we were like, "Yeah, but when does it start going down? When do you start not selling tickets again? When like what is the next thing? What is the next vehicle where people discover you? Yeah, and like is it's that's, that's why Bill and Louie took it into their own hands, and we're like, I'll just do specials and create and create and create. So like that's and that's what we're all doing. But very soon, I think we'll all realize that we're all replicating a system that Bill and Louis set up. And it's like, how do you break that? How do you system? break that mold? Because like, but it's a bubble. Dude, we're in a bubble. I but part of me said to me, uh, part of me said was like, take this small amount of success and like maybe I should make a movie. Maybe I should make. Maybe I should see if I enjoy making a movie. Maybe I should see if I enjoy making a TV show. Yeah. And maybe why, I'll just I mean, do just, that. But why not? Even just you know what I mean? Dude, like, why I, not try? It, I think right? yeah, Louis you, did. You, as you got to look at the could. survivors in this industry. Howie Mandel is a classic case. That guy, big comic, I can't then do an actor, then a movie star, then a talk show host, then a game show host, now a judge, but still doing stand up. Do you know I what I mean? Could, I could do. I could be a judge on something. I could not. 
I don't know if I can go back into like what I did on Travel Channel. That would make me fucking crazy. Like I could do what I did on Birth the Conqueror and on the last two seasons of Trip Flip, but I couldn't get plugged into a show where I go, "Hey guys, it's Bert Kreischer. I'm here in Utah, the Salt Lake City." (laughs) That would fucking kill me. If you see me doing that, realize that I'm fucking want to put a gun in my mouth. By the way, would you do a survival show? Uh, I pitched, yeah, I, I pitched and sold a show uh, that we may be shooting towards March-ish, I think, when I get done really? touring. Yeah. Oh. We have to talk after this. Yeah. Is I can't, it called I, uh, it's, Above Ground Pools? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I don't okay. want to. I, I, now I don't want to tell because I know Let's someone's going to. remember gonna, after the show. All the things we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, so I said to myself, I was like, my buddy was very kind, and he was like, "Let me, let's do a, I'll, I'll deficit fund it. Let's do a pilot, and so we're gonna do that, and then, and then I, I twenty two like minutes. Do, I'd like to, yeah, but he's like very forward thinking. Um, full disclosure, he's the guy who produces Inside Amy Schumer, Broad City, Louie. He does oh, all that. Okay, uh, a guy named Tony Hernandez. And wait, uh, wait Hernandez. Hernandez. Hernandez it's actually- from Tampa Highlight. <laughs> Hernandez. So he, uh, but he's like, he's like, let's do a, let's do a pilot. I've known him forever. I've known him f- for like since we were like kids. So does he know cheese? Does he know Grant Nations? He doesn't. He knows Grant Nations. He doesn't know cheese. Okay. All right, Tony, well, if you're out there, he not, let's definitely talk knows, Grant Nations. He definitely sometime. remembers Grant Nations. <laughs> Tony, Grant Nations no longer associates with people like you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stay away from yeah, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I want to make a movie. I want to I make. Mean, a movie. I think if Louie, to me, I, I why not do as many different things as you can? You really oh. have to diversify, man, because you can't put your all nowadays. You can't put your eggs in one basket well, I look at, at all. I look at some comics. I will tell you this. Uh, I will tell you this without saying names, but there are some comics who, when when they when I say, hey, can you do my podcast? They don't see what the art form is. Fucking perfect. That was perfect timing. That was perfect timing. Talk about the art form. Yeah, the art form. O'Neill gets the art form. I understand. Farting onto a leather couch. The asshole is the greatest comedian of all time, and no one will ever stop people fucking. Do that. That fart just—I am going to say blew away your fart last night at Lowry's Steakhouse. You know what it is? It's this this leather. Yeah. I'm used to farting into cloth couch, <laughs> and leather is just opened up by horizon. Like it just shoots off like a skimmed yeah. rock. You sound like a competitive <laughs> farter. Like I am a competitive farter. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, no, you don't want to name names, but you're going sometimes, to. Sometimes, no, I'm going to say older oh, yeah. comics who don't understand. Uh, Would it be my guess? I, <laughs> sometimes comics my age that just go like, "Yeah, I, I, I can, I, I can give you 45 minutes," and you're like, "Oh, that's not a good podcast." Like a good podcast, oh, oh, they're literally like they're setting a time limit. They think it's an interview, and you're like, "No, oh, man, it's a podcast." Yeah, it's yeah, a hang. Like, it goes. Like, sometimes I hear comics who I think are super funny, and they're not good on. You know, like a podcast is yeah, a performance. It's a, yeah, well, it's, a, it's a performance, but it's it it's, should be. But it's casual. not like heightened. Yeah, it's casual. No, but but it, you got also got to deliver the goods a little bit. You know what I mean? You you yeah. got to be like, hey. We're going on a platform that is an entertainment platform. You think so you and I wanted want to drink twenty two beers our yeah. first time on here, dude? No. Last night podcast. we all drank on our own podcast, <laughs> and we go, you know what? We got to do Bert's tomorrow, so we got to fucking rein it in a little bit. It's it's uh, it's an informal hang that 
that people get. You know, it's one of the things I loved about when I first started listening to Opie and Anthony on Sirius X, on, yeah. Sirius, on XM. And I was like, God, man, I feel like I'm just in the room. Like, I want yes. people when they hear this to go, uh, I feel like I'm just in the room. When they, and they cultivated the such a group of comics who, like, weren't, well, like, super well-known at the time. Burr, Norton, yeah. Voss, Patrice. That was all fucking Norton. That was Norton just bringing his friends in. Yeah, and those guys were just going Even on. Even Burr's like, dude, CK at the you time. could have not brought any of us on, but you decided to bring all of us on. Like, yeah. guys that were... You know, if if you thought I, I've I don't know Norton's last special was pretty fucking good. Mouthful of shame. Yeah, it that was, was I think it was his best. And because I'm not a huge Norton fan, but after that, I was like, oh, I fucking this guy's great. Yeah. Norton special is fantastic. He's like really like right now he's really like hitting another level. Yeah, it, but but like, especially think, if you think I, of like he just like they just fired. I don't know if you guys know they fired Opie from Sirius. Yeah, and so now it's like the last survivor is Norton. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and now he has like the main show, which yeah. is pretty crazy. But it's crazy though. You need that platform to jump off on as a comic. There are very few comics that just build their name solely on. I mean, stand-up. there's Dane, but like he cashed in on the MySpace. He was the first guy to the party. But everyone else, just you like know, a genius marketer, as the same as uh, like an R used Rogan as a platform to jump off. It's like Burr used Opie and Anthony. Yeah, but a lot R, of those guys. The, th- the difference is, well, not not the difference. Uh, the thing that's interesting about Ari and 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 Norton is as well, but like they're they never looked at it as branding. No, yeah. You know, like there's some comics yeah. that looked at it look at it as like branding and they go, This is my brand. And they just were like, No, I'm just hundred percent honest and I share you I tell you everything. And that's why and that is his brand. Do you know what I mean? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. And the brand's like, I got big I mean, balls. you can tell, though. You can see through a guy. <laughs> the problem with podcasting is a lot of guys. You can who, see through them yes, very fucking you quickly. You see it through it, man. You, if, you, if that's not the guy that's... A lot of these guys aren't that guy off stage, and you just see right through it. That's why these guys don't want to... A lot of guys don't want to do certain podcasts. Oh, yeah, because you just call them out real quick, or you'll see the fucking the, fact or, that they're not funny. Yeah, or they're yeah. just different. Like, say you had Dice. Like, he may not be Dice. I couldn't do a podcast with Dice. Like, Why? there's a few people I couldn't. Why not? Um, Because I, because I find I him be so funny. Nerd. I find him so funny. Like, I find him such so interesting. I'd be I too would, nervous. I, would, I don't know if I could ask him questions. Yeah. He makes me nervous. The other day, he was there. And I was talking to Eleanor. He's sitting on the stairs, and Eleanor and I are talking, and he was occasionally chiming in. And I was just like, uh, "Yeah, I don't it's know. Dice, <laughs> it's man. Like, you got to realize that's dice it, for me. Yeah, the only, he, the only way is, I talk to him is doing an impression of him to him mainly, and he like, and that's oh, like yeah. how we communicate basically. Like, I talk to him a little bit as myself, yeah, but a lot of it's just me kind of fucking with him, which I think he like likes, and he thinks yeah. like, how do you know these real? Because I bring like real life names and shit. Like, I'll say like." I'll say soda, you know, fucking club soda can't. How do you know this? It's just from listening to shit throughout the years. But like he's he, but he is he is for us. My my generation. I've seen like Norton like like idolizes them. I've he seen yelled at me once for reading an email. He goes, "Who can read this email?" And then somebody tried. He goes, hey, "Get get out of here! You're stumbling over lines. You try it." And I'm dyslexic, so the number one thing is. Reading and then dice judging me, so I started reading it. He goes, "You're done. Get out of here. You're not reading the email anymore." Big J really loves him too. Oh, dude, we like, all love him. New, like especially the like New York, New Jersey, like East Coast comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came up at a certain time? My like, mom went to see him. him. Like I brought her to the comedy store. Like I don't know, eight years ago, 
And she and Dice popped in, and my mom loved. She loved Dice like the craziness. He's dude. I remember he does great crowd work. To a lot of people don't know, dude. His I sat. I sat back in the main in in the main room green room, uh, probably thirteen years ago. It was me. uh, I'm going to say names. I might be wrong. Me, Chris Rock, Roseanne Barr. Louis Anderson, Wait, Steve Byrne, Steve Byrne, and Gary <laughs> Richard Goldman. Pryor, no, George no, no, Carlin. No. <laughs> this is a Dice. gray room. Was guys. That, that was probably the same time we were watching you in the main room. Pro- it definitely was doing the definitely Bert, was I, having sex with Bert. You're like Bert, Bert doing Bert, Louis Anderson show, and so yeah, on Sunday nights. Yeah, so we used uh, to go to that. So Dice was in the back, and he was telling a story about his son's. Uh, best friend and he was telling a story about like he was just telling a story about it, well, he wasn't trying to be funny he was telling a story about having to get his kids to the park get his kids to the park and get the bikes in the back of the car and get the bikes out of the car and their bikes and the, the, the and by the way if you have children and you ever have to move bikes from one place to another you often get hit in the shin with the pedal or a oh, kickstand yeah. so it's like so or training wheels so if you're getting them in and out of cars and and he kept going I'm fucking I, I got the fucking bikes and the bikes and he's just telling us his story and then he gets to the park <laughs> and the kids don't want to ride the bikes and he and he says I said, what about the bikes? And the fucking room falls apart laughing, right? Then he goes on stage and he goes, tick-tock, dickery-dock. And everyone's like, why aren't you telling the bike story? Yeah, tell, the- <laughs> tell the fucking bike story, man. Like, Dude, that, it- you just had Chris Rock doubled over laughing with Roseanne Barr and Louis... Like, Louis Anderson. I love For him, bikes. dude, you know, it's all filth, but it's like... It's the minutia of filth is yeah. what he nails. Yeah. I saw him the other night when he went up and he was talking and then it was just something. He's like, I'm coming. Everywhere. I'm coming on your picture of your father that you got framed <laughs> on the de- on the dresser. Like I was like, it's just those little things. Yeah. That's what makes it he's funny. A, I don't know if I could have him on the podcast because I don't know if I could be me on the podcast. You know, like he, I had Bobby Flay on and I was like, you had the Flay me. day. I had Bobby Flay. Oh, he's in so here. much cooler than Fieri. Um, it's yeah, Bobby Flay's pretty. Bobby <laughs> Flay's pretty badass. Flay Day, he's fucking amazing. Did you ever listen to the day the laughter died? No, what's that? His hour and a half. Dice, not oh, Flay. Dice, Dice, yeah, no. Dice's hour and a half. It's Christmas. It's Christmas night, and he's at D- Dangerfields, and there's like twenty people in there. And it's him just doing crowd work for an hour and a half. Him just shitting on the crowd. People walking out. And him just going, I mean, it is, I'm obsessed with it. And it's just him doing, just fuck, just fucking around for an hour and a half. It's phenomenal. It's better than any of his specials that I've seen. And it's him off the cuff the entire time. I mean, there are some, you know, there's some bits that he's doing in there. But like him just talking to people. And then some people fucking get up and walk out on him. And him just yelling at them. It's it's tremendous. Christmas night. Produced by Rick Rubin. Who, according to Eleanor, Rick Rubin's like, don't do this. And he's like, I'm doing it. I mean, that's the balls that he has. He's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm going to do it. And it By fucking the way, works. he's in a movie that he just fucking, he's, he's doing the Star, a Star oh, is yeah. Born remake. What? Yeah. With uh, Bradley Cooper starring and directing. Produced Lady, by Todd Phillips. Lady Gaga. It's insane, man. He what? beat out John Turturro for the role. <laughs> it's all real. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, here's the crazy. Dice, is, Dice never thought like 
even when his career was on a downward slope, he's like, I'll be back. I'm always, he, in his mind, he's like, I'm always going to be back. And he always is fucking back. Wow. You, you've never met man. a man that has the confidence of that guy. It's, dude, he, the, I went and saw, I saw you two. I love that you guys don't like Guy Fieri, but you love Dice. <laughs> like, they're very similar <laughs> characters. No. One guy's in on the joke, the other guy's not in on the joke at all. <laughs> which one's which? I don't know. One guy used to be in on the joke, the other guy was never in on it. They would probably be, well, he I don't opened, know if they'd be friendly. Dude, I would they would be very friendly. You think? No. Oh, I, don't, I feel like they would not be friendly at I all. I think they'd hate each I other. Be, I, Dice would fuck with Fie- Fieri hey, all the time. What's your name, Fieri? Yeah. Fieri. I don't know it. Never heard of you. Oh, <laughs> but dude, I I went to the Rose. I, I went to the Rose Bowl and saw a concert, concert a couple weeks ago, and then I pictured Dice going up between fucking Guns and Roses and Metallica. He was like the guy. He was the fucking middle act between those two guys. One man <laughs> in the goddamn Rose Bowl. Not for that tour, but when Dice was doing stadiums, who was opening? For, who opened for him in Detroit? I think maybe other places. Don Barris. None other than Don Barris. Really? Yeah. And Dice said, "The key to it: play to the first two rows. The rest of them, you can't even. You can't even see them." Yeah. And he, and he and so really? Don went up there, and he like all because Don's from Detroit. And he had like all his buddies there, and like was like, "I would play to the front right." He played to his buddies. Yeah, and he was like, it was crazy. I mean, guy did a fucking stadium. Yeah, I've never done that big. I mean, people say like, did you do the? Have you ever done oddball? No, I was on. Uh, I was on like eight dates or twelve dates or something last year, and they canceled all of them. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, but Red was- Easy did it, and he was saying like, like you have to and stay in those big arenas. Like you have to wait for like the laughter goes like up, and then like comes back down. You have to like readjust your timing on it. Yeah, that that uh, that oddball. Are they going to do it this year? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Wouldn't they've already announced it? Probably. Uh, they would have announced summer. it by already. Yeah, I think yeah. it's over. I don't I think. think probably it's, who, not. Who uh, put that on? Uh, Funny or die. Well, that was Funny or dies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like people can just be like, I'll fly out to California and see fifty percent of the lineup at the comedy store for fucking what twenty for bucks? twenty bucks. Yeah, two drinks. And you could probably meet some of them, too. It's pretty fucking crazy. Dude, the pay was outrageous on those tours. If really? Well, I guess not, you're not for me, but... 15,000 people there. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, they, I think they had a rough run of it last year. Your boy uh, Buns did it, right? Tommy did it. Did uh, I think he did all the dates. Ex- except for the ones that were canceled. <laughs> which would, were all the ones I was on. Do you think, I was on, do you think, I was, he, do you think that was a conspiracy against you? Yeah, Tom probably was like, <laughs> I wish. I wish he had an evil side that I could you fucking blame really my career do on. Like a bit, like a biggie Tupac fallout. No. You know what I mean? Or one of you do and then like one of a, you guys gets gunned down. Or one in, of you do uh, a WWE heel turn where like you break a steel chair over Tom's head and you're like, fuck you. Oh, dude, how great would that be if you go to a Tom show? And you come out of the fucking audience with a no. chair, and you hit him in the fucking head, <laughs> and and then watch and then watch uh, twelve hundred of the people at the show not know who I am, <laughs> <laughs> which would be great too. And they're like, and "Who the fuck is this guy that's trying to look like him?" <laughs> that Tom's Who's the skinnier guy that is Dude, trying? All to- you have to build is build up between. Uh, you got to build the nipple and up. What are you? You're, you're, five, fucking- you're like eight inches taller than him. <laughs> Wait, how tall are you? 
I'm six one. Wait, I'm one five three. No, no I'm five nine. Stand up. He's five. I'm five nine. He's five Stand three. up here. How tall? Dude, is he? how tall are you? Stand up. He's like, you per, he's I'm like five a, nine. He's a Peruvian I'll take my shoes off. How tall is he? I'm five nine. Do you like five seven? You're five seven. After eleven, O'Neill can't tell heights. I'm five nine. You are not five I got, nine, dude. When I was you fourteen, I was. Nine. If you're you five are nine, nine, nine. Bird's probably what five ten. You are not five no, nine. No, he's not taller than me. He's For taller. Sure. You're not no, five it? nine. What are you, what are you looking at? Five nine. You're out of your mind? He looked taller sitting no. down. You're not five nine. He's taller than you. No, he isn't. <laughs> he has his head pointed up, but he looks taller than you. I'm. You're not five nine. I'm five you're nine. Right? You're five eight. How tall is Segura? Five three. Six foot. He's way bigger than you. <laughs> Is he tall than you or not? No. You're not five nine. You're not five nine. Five nine. You're not five. <laughs> Do you have a tape measure out here? I'm gonna fucking die. Oh. Oh. So you're five eight, dude. Oh, oh my god. So you we, might want to uh, go to the DMV tomorrow. Change your oh. license. Oh. So we got to Bert's height. He's five eight. We don't know how tall Tom is. All right, Tom- we need to wrap this up in four hours. <laughs> There's no way. What's no- the record that you've got on this? This is it, four hours. I can tell you right now, if I go into my uh, garage band. What, how do you feel about going till morning? Is there any chance of that happening? Oh, dude, I would fucking love that. I have therapy at fucking insane. 8 a.m. We'll hey, can we go you. to therapy with you? <laughs> Just ride record. this into therapy. We'll, hey, while we kill an hour while you're in there, we'll kill it in the car. Yeah. In the pool. O'Neill and I will be doing laps. Oh. Dude, can I jump off your roof into the pool? Is there, no. Is there any chance of that? Oh, he no. has to, you have to yell, I'm a golden I'll take god. My ni- I'll take the knives out of my... Because I have two knives on me right no, now. No, we're not even getting in the pool. We're going to piss. He has one knife. And then go to bed. Side of his, we're all going to bed with you. Yeah, I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm hammered Have you right talked now. to Leanne about this? Leanne, Leanne right now is probably pissed at me. She's like, I thought you were going to do like a podcast. I was like, yeah, they're better when they're past two hours. Yeah. They're, they're not good. Like if you do... If you do an hour podcast, if you ever see me do an hour podcast, then you realize that the guy that I was doing it with didn't <laughs> want to stick the around. Tits are in here in the yeah. face. How long did you do with Tits McGee? Over an hour, <laughs> but was. not much, not much, but uh, over an hour. She was really interesting. I bet in she all was. honesty, uh, beautiful, obviously, but like really kind of like I thought she was going to be an idiot, and she was very like. She had worked for where she was. Like I was really fascinated. You guys by talked it. a lot of like Chaucer and Shakespeare. A lot of Chaucer. <laughs> oh, Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. How long did you talk about that for at least two hours? Dude, I, I read mean... a book called uh, no- Noam Chimsky about this monkey, <laughs> and it was oh, sensational. Yeah. I saw the doc on it. It was sensational. Wait, uh, Are you just they real? were trying to teach yeah, this monkey dude. to read. It they was, said they taught it how to fuck. Dude, and it started, it got sexual. It was They were finger-banging it on the couch. Lucy, what? I Wait, think what? the monkey's yeah, name was. Uh, there's a doc on it. If you don't want to read it, you can watch the doc, Dude. and I think the doc's called Lucy. Listen to it. It's on Hear Me This Book with Steve Ernest. No, I'm kidding. It's oh, not you should on talk that. about it's that. that. It's not on that, but it, Dude, the book is sensational. How's By the way, podcast doing? You, well, you're, uh-huh. you know what? I think he's running out of guests because he keeps hitting me up. He goes, are you done with it yet? Because I'm listening to it on audiobook. But it's 45 <laughs> hours and 27 minutes. And he keeps going, are you done yet? I go, dude, I'm 27 loving, hours into this fucking book. Just take feet. two days and where's, go straight. Where's he living? Is he in New York? Right now for the summer. Until the end of July. And then is he back here? 
Yeah, he leaves July because he's just anti-Semitic. What's the last book you read? <laughs> uh, in out of the woods, into the wild. No, it's about this. Uh, <laughs> it's about the this. Woods. The last hermit. The last hermit they found. The last what? Hermit. A guy living alone. Yeah, he's got, there's he, more so hermits. This guy, so this guy. Nonfiction. Uh, nonfiction. I like nonfiction. I'm not a big fan of uh, fiction. Okay. I, I'm good fan fiction, but I need it to be like really fantastic. Like uh, yeah. Like uh, I, I, I I I can't just read like a book about a dude's life. Like a fiction book about a guy. A guy's life. This guy. At I, I want to like now I'm doing Steve's podcast, but this guy. Well, I figure since I helped you him create created. it, yeah. Uh, You're the original. Created by. You have the credit. This guy at like 18 graduates high school and goes, fuck it, I'm done. And he goes into the woods and they find him when he's like fucking 40 something. And and it's this journalist writing an article about, writing a book about him and interviewing him and talking about being a hermit. Really fucking fascinating. I read it because I felt like all my material was very derivative. It wasn't like very original. And I was like, I'm not taking in new information. So I went and I was like, just tell me something I'm interested in yeah. and I'm interested in nonfiction. And so this guy's like, this is a pretty good book. And I started reading it and it didn't help with my stand up a ton, but, uh, but it's neat to have little things inside your head the way Attell does. Like, Attell's got so many little nuggets of information inside his head that he throws into a joke. <laughs> and you go, where did you hear that? He is, like, he, he is the master of that. Of, like, Dude, throwing in the most random fucking reference. And I was like, all I, you do is stand-up. I don't know where you by fucking the way, drew check that out from. Sex on the Moon, if you like nonfiction. Sex on the Moon? Well, it's about, um, the gist of it is, this kid really liked this girl. They were like, I think, I want to say 20s. I, I read it a while ago. It's by the guy who wrote... Um, They're doing a movie of that. Yeah, it's the guy who wrote Ben Mesrick, who wrote... He came out. The movie came out. He wrote the out. book about the MIT Blackjack kids. Yeah. The, the Ashton Kutcher. Was the Ashton Kutcher? Whoever was in it. I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, he wrote that. He, he writes... He like investigates one thing very deep. So it's about this kid who wanted to impress this, uh, this girl... And he ended up stealing. Like they were in a town where they had like the moon rocks, like like the only. And he ended up like creating this crazy heist to steal these moon rocks all to impress this girl. And like, really, yeah. And it's like this whole. I thought tale you're talking about that. the guy, who, the kid who lived on Mars, and then he grew up on Mars. Oh, I heard and about then, that. I, that's what I thought you were talking What's about. What's that? Well, that's not oh, that, real. No, that was the movie yeah, that came not, out. That's I think not it was real. based on a book. Is that the one There's with Matt no Damon? Kid that grew up on Mars. Right? No. That's Matt Damon. <laughs> You you're, know, talking about, hey, you're talking about the movie with Matt no, no. Damon. There was a kid who who's like they they sent people to Mars. You talking about and they had Red a kid Rising. on there. That's no, the no, book no, I no, did on. No, 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 there was no, a movie no, that came no, out, no, and then no. he, he met a girl online. By the way, this is when we know we're to... done podcasting because <laughs> you know it's nonfiction. You go, I thought you were talking about the book about the kid grew up on Mars. <laughs> My head, I started going, wait, there's a kid. Did I not hear about the kid that grew up on Mars? <laughs> this is what Run Azizi's podcast should be. I did the book about Red, my my episode of uh, Renzi's pot was Red Rising. The book about uh, I got Red Rising on audiobooks because of it. I, I just have to fucking finish twenty four more hours book of if you like fiction. By the way, book. every book is ten times more interesting if you believe it's nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. You're like, dude, wow. Do you ever think about just taking six months off the road and like? Throwing the family onto uh, a motorcycle and just driving to Alaska. That's a big motorcycle. <laughs> no, you need a sidecar. We're Peruvian. Yeah, we I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Because uh, sometimes I think, I think, uh, like, 
some guys just don't take time off the road to just uh, go out to catch and fucking 22, do shit. Though, I've, said, I've, said, I've said, I've said, here's the deal. I said to Segura today, and I hate to say Segura's name one more time in this podcast. <laughs> oh man, the drinking no game. Says, but uh, but uh, by the I way, said to him today, body from the nipple up, from the nipple up. <laughs> Have you said he, that before? His, yeah, no, his, his tits. He lost his integrity in his tits. So when he takes his shirt off, it looks like a car driving down the street with his doors open. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I, I had said, uh, don't tell John Little that. <laughs> we were talking about when I get done the special, and he's like, "How soon do you think you go back on the road?" And I was like, I'm going to take a month off. And he was like, a month? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I take more than a month off. I was like, really? He was like, ah, oh, yeah, definitely. In my head, I can't imagine not doing the road for more than a month. Because I do really enjoy doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you got to just... But it's like, it's like uh, you know, stand-up's done very differently. Like, like, it's really fascinating. When you look at, like, Burr and Rogan, right? I'll use those two as an example. And even Tom... Versus me, and I guess Joey maybe is the only other example I can think of right now. Joey and I are doing five shows a weekend for an hour. Joe and but Bill, he won't do Sundays. Yeah, right. Joe and Bill are religious. doing the store because <laughs> no, he hates them because they're not doing. They're only doing one show a weekend, two shows a weekend. Yeah, yeah. So they need to work on material throughout the week. Joe, Joey, and I are like. Almost tired of hearing ourselves talk. Yeah. So, like, for me to go into the store, the I'm not with working. Brent is easy when he's in town. He's there once. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I'm not working on anything. So, like, what am I going to clog up time at the store for people yeah. who are working on shit? Because, yeah. like, I mean, all like, if I have a brand new bit that I figured out on the road and I bring it home and I'm like, I don't want to forget it. I want to work on it. Then I'll be like, Yo, can I get like a Tuesday night spot at the OR? And probably hot, try to hop on the main room or in the belly room. But uh, for the most part, I'm like, I don't want to, like, I, I don't need to hear myself talking. I want to spend time with the kids. And well, Yeah, you yeah, have, when you're you in have town, a family. You're in town. Yeah. But, I mean, you ever thought, I mean, have you ever thought about just, I'm going to rent an RV and take two months off and we're going to travel the country? You know who's uh, doing a show based on that? Who? Guy, Guy Ferry. Ferry. You serious? Yeah. yeah. That's why I brought it up, Bert. It was a trap. Can <laughs> it's I a fiery you, trap. Can I tell you that uh, Leanne would never fucking green light that? Why? No. Oh, oh. she she, she like goes. You either, or, no, she's you're either friends, you're either family, and you do family shit, or you're on TV. She goes. We don't cross the both. Like we don't cross. But I'm the saying screens. just like you take just a family yeah, trip. Yeah, not televised. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it a lot. We've talked about driving across country. We were going to do it this month. And drive across country, but uh, I I started selling tickets, so oh, see, it was like yeah. it was like no, you got to go on the road. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to do a motorcycle trip from Alaska to the to Chile. Ari and I were talking about March doing Vietnam. If you, you guys are fight, you starting a war. Yeah, no, we're talking about going from, a couple of from North Vietnam left. to South Vietnam on the on the Ho Chi Minh Trail. On a motorcycle? Yeah. Now, I have motorcycle driving experience. If you guys need a third... No, that's why I'm telling you about it. Yeah, I'm in. Ari 100% like, Ari, in. But Ari's like... You have to find... Uh, Ari's uh, like, we need four months. I'm like, Ari, I'm not giving you four fucking dude, months. Ari and I travel well together. Yeah, I know. And We've you, all so traveled. We, we should... I, I'm definitely in, dude. Is there I'll, a three-man motorcycle that O'Neill can steer and you two just ride? <laughs> no, what we need you is sit a... sit on Ari's lap in the sidecar. Side sidecar. Yeah, and then a guy behind me holding yeah, I don't on, know. holding Ari on to fell my off a fucking bike podcasting because no. he was drunk. Dude, I'm totally. Can him. I also can work on shit? 
which is another positive. That's part of the thing I want to do is I want to get a bike in the north in North Vietnam, get like an old Russian Ural or like a no. Let's buy a like brand a, new bike that doesn't break down. First no, of all, no, but I want to work on it. Yeah, well, you ever see David? <laughs> David? Don't, don't work on it in Vietnam. Buy one here, learn all of the working moving parts, Should and we then ship go over it there. over there. Get really expensive bikes. No, no. What you what, everything that they sell there, by the way, is going to be like 150 cc's and under. They're going to be slow as fuck. I, I had a buddy who did a bike. He, he had a bike like when we were growing up. I once tried to ride it and almost hit a mailbox within my first three yards so i was like that's good for me but uh he did a bike tour of asia because he loves asian women and i guess he was really hitting up a lot of uh oh that would be so great if i was if i could go through like a breakup with my wife and then go through vietnam just <laughs> slay pussy oh, hey what about the first one dude where you're on the cliff and your buddy fucking shows up and i'm eating, eating those asian pears a lot of asian uh, pears no dude vietnam. so I'm, I'm totally down but yeah, Ari At and I were talking point, about it. I don't know how serious Ari was. Ari's probably I, I pretty Ari, serious about it. I think Ari's plans are a little bit fakocked. Like he, he's like, I'm not touring all year. Well, I think his Netflix special is going to come out, and it's going to blow the fuck up. Yeah, and I think he's going to be like, I have to go do the we're, road. We're going to New York in October to do a uh, <laughs> official reading of his script that he wrote, a feature script that he wrote on Word uh, called Shooter. It's the fuck, Ari. We want to do a we're new getting, show. We're hoping it we're jumps listing our A-list show. actors to do a reading of a show where we, as writers, critique his writing. We've already read the script. Wait, Ari wrote a script called Shooter? Yeah. In college, and it is god-awful. It is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> he says god-awful. I say uh, national treasure. Oh, fuck yeah. So we hope it jump-starts this new show where we do, like, you know, um, what's his name? Reitman, Reitman does. does. like they, He does yeah. script He reads readings. Juno. We, we read... A-list writer's worst script. Like the first script they ever wrote that's a piece of shit. Well, like or comics or whatever. Yeah, whoever whoever it is. It's just some guy. I, I wanted to do a show where I watch... Uh, do you have any scripts we can critique? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, then we will. I do. I have one called The Undergraduates. <laughs> then you, you're going to be shocked the lead if the words all in it. Sounds yeah. good. We are in. <laughs> yeah. 100%. The Undergraduates. God damn! Yeah, we're hoping we're we we're hoping in October is October right? Wait, where did he say uh, Bell House? Yeah, the Bell House in New really? York. We're hoping we're hoping this That's, happens. This is what he talked about, about it. We were on his podcast. It's uh, but he might be planning for our March uh, motorcycle tour through Vietnam. We need to so hit New know. York to do the New York podcast circuit. Let's go to let's go to let's go to like I, I don't want to go to Vietnam. I want to go to Thailand. I already already been I, to Thailand. I want to go to Thailand. Let's as go well. to Thailand, get motorcycles and drive. Here's the biggest problem: is I go, I have kids. I should also be hanging around my children. You're gonna bring them with? Mm-mm. No. Do you Especially go around? Three, can you do three weeks? Oh, back. Here's the <laughs> Ari and I will start two weeks ahead of you. We'll meet you. We'll finish the last three weeks together. You and Ren is easy. You can come in on the fathers. We'll start in Vietnam Portion. and then we'll yeah, go yeah, down. Yeah, the 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. is going to be driven. But here's the other problem is that I couldn't do that without wanting to film parts of it. And Ari's like, no, man, that's not what it's about. It's about authenticity. We have but, to live. Yeah. I agree with Ari, though. That uh, would be no, I agree with us making $10,000 a week. <laughs> <laughs> fucking selling it to Comedy Central. Yeah. Pay for the trip. Yeah. Uh, right? Did you ever see the Ewan McGregor? Yes. Yeah, that's a. F- a he hit. rode a bike around the world. Yeah, he went all the way around, and then he. And did you see the one where he, the second season where he did Africa? 
No. He passes some white guy in the middle of the desert who has like 10 water jugs on his 10 speed. And they're like, who the fuck are you? It's some American guy yeah. who's literally riding his 10 speed. He's been there for like six or seven years. And he just rides his fucking, he's just riding across Africa. He's all these water bottles. It's it's unbelievable. The best one's David Beckham. David Beckham rode motorcycles with his buddies through. Is this after you and McGregor and that guy? Yeah, yeah. How Who's hot dad directed how hot Deliverance? Fucking smoking. Smoking hot. And he got in a bike wreck at one point. Dude, how hot was he then? Dude. He's vulnerable. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. Does he want both of you inside him? I want you inside of me. I mean... I was fucking my wife, Porsche. He lives in L.A., right? Who? Beckham. I thought you were doing Michael Ian Black. <laughs> <laughs> Is he British? All right, let's fucking wrap no. this up. Guys, right. Michael Ian Black, give us a shout-out. Yeah, Hit MIB. Danish and O'Neill. Oh, yeah, we're on All Things Comedy now. Oh, yeah. You yeah. vouched for us. You're on the board of governors. Did, or did you oh, not yeah, vouch for us? I did. <laughs> oh, you want to see that email? Thank you, by the way. No, but What's thank the you. email? I'll, I'll show you the email. Ricky, read it out there. No, it's everyone liked you. No one had any. The only person I, I think that I think didn't, someone didn't know you. Bill guys. Burr is like who? No, Bill didn't say that. Uh, but Ari and I were like Ari, me and Tom, and were, were definitely the first three ones that are like Segura. Yeah, definitely. Does he know definitely. us? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Segura listens to every episode. I do. <laughs> uh oh, Tom, you're six eight. <laughs> you are not 5'9", you Dude, cunt. I'm 5'9", you're 5'8". And by it's the way, cool. O'Neal thinks, big... I think you look good from the toes to the chin. I'm, I'm kidding. Doing, by uh... the way, Segura, I do honestly think that your boxing form is top-notch. <laughs> and I would I would spar with you. If you wanted to spar, I would do it. I don't power lift, but I would spar with him. I'll power lift. And then it's knock what... him out and then go write a joke about that bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I would not. All right. Let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks watch, for having check, us, check, man. No, dude. Yeah, dude. Thanks a lot, This is man. the longest podcast I've ever done. Four hours and six minutes of us straight drinking. <laughs> A handle and a half. <laughs> I have to go oh, home. Fucking. You know what? The good thing is about this one, uh, usually we go home and it's daylight out. At least now I can just go home and go to bed. It's midnight, right? It's, it's got to be midnight. It's, uh, it's it's just past midnight. No, it's 12. Se- yeah, it's 12, 17. I'm going to swim yeah. in your pool till like 2 and then we'll, I'll take off. By yeah. the way, let's, let's build it. I'll build it. If, if we go to Home Depot, I'll build that deck. Don't even start. I, I want to. We should do it. Cause I, I said to I Leanne, like I said, it, but I can't I said, see the why bones don't of we, it. Why don't we just? Cause we have a, we have someone house sitting. I go. Why don't we get like two comics to house sit and just ha- tell them to build a deck around the thing? <laughs> she was like, No, it's going to be fucking horrible. They don't know what they're doing. I go. I guarantee, if I put the word out, someone will know how to build a fucking. deck. I guarantee. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. And and then she was and then part of me was like just get rid of the goddamn pool and put a real pool in here <laughs> like a fucking grown dude why don't you sneak out at like three in the morning and just put a hole in the pool and let it seep out and then be like somebody cut it in the morning I'm not good at those I'm the guy that would kill somebody and definitely get caught they're like why didn't you wipe off your prints ah like, <laughs> oh, I thought the water would well, do where, that where are you killing the guy in your yard I would I would kill someone in a moment of passion. And so Drag I would be into your yard covered in, in guilt, like and blood. Oh, you'd be <laughs> like, it's you, all in. I like it would be all in the grouting of my bathroom. The problem with me is I have like a lot of hair on my head, a lot of beard. I yeah. there would be a lot of DNA, and your pubes are always always out. I've never seen a guy who sheds more pubes. I wear my pubes out of the zipper. Dude, if this you guy shed washes, a lot of pubes for real? 
If this guy washes his hands at my house, there'll be pubes inside the liquid soap <laughs> dispenser. It was one of my first jokes I wrote. Is like, what's up with the pubes on the toilet? Is somebody really like... Brruh, 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 brruh. You and should bring that like, one back. Was yeah. that right up there? <laughs> <laughs> was that written with Bert? Bert? That's a good... I know, I'm, I mean, these are bits literally from like... 14 years ago that I still remember. Uh, uh, uh. Burr, Do you burr, know who I remember burr. from that? I remember that. Shut the fuck and up. I remember Steve Byrne being like, who's the shoe tycoon who's just throwing one shoe out the window on the side <laughs> of the highway? <laughs> I remember Steve Byrne's uh, mac and cheese bit. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> you ever see the Bruce Lee? Uh, oh, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've known Steve yeah. Burns act better than anyone because I toured with him for like two years. <laughs> oh. All right, what do you guys have to promote? Uh, Danish O'Neill across podcast. the board. With Danish O'Neill podcast, number yes. one. And then uh, check out Knockers TV on uh, Facebook. We're trying to get that going. Hopefully it'll be up. Yep. <laughs> Steve Renazizi's in it and uh, some other like talented young people and steve renazizi's uh check out his podcast hear me this book created by burt kreischer, created by burt kreischer. <laughs> my business manager called me the day he heard that podcast he goes you fucking idiot you should have kept that idea and i was like no it's not, it's not how it works i go it's a, uh, it's it's a collective i go he wanted a podcast and we were all talking about ideas he liked the idea that's how it works and he was like that's a brilliant fucking idea it really is a great idea it's a great idea it's a great podcast it's a great is, tv show too you know what though what uh, wait for my uh, re- wait for me to talk about it. The forty-five hour <laughs> fucking audio book that it's I listened to. Forty-five hour podcast. Yeah, no, I loved I loved the intro to his first podcast because it's so not podcasty. It's Steve going like, so uh, sometimes maybe you know I'll uh, I'll tell you what what's going on the ins and outs of me. You know, <laughs> it's so f- and I, and like is that really what he says? I swear to you. And I, oh, I right, yeah. his, kid, his kids were holding cue cards. Like, yeah, like he, uh, it was, it was Steve, it, it was Steve, down. it was Steve being, uh, like, yeah, hey, you know, I'll tell you the goings ons. Was and, he uh, like this? Tracy line. Can I get a line here? <laughs> it was so fun. The, it, the intro to his first podcast. So here's what it is. You know, I'll get a friend in. We'll, he's, he's surprisingly... It's a jumping uh, off point. He's it's a jumping off point. uncomfortable at, at times in certain podcasts. Like, he, yeah. it's, it's foreign to him, which is odd. But the concept is foreign to him because he was... You know, it's like... I, I want to say, like, it, it, he was a successful actor first. Actor. But he's but like, a funny <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? The he is. Yeah, but, yeah. but no, funny. but even still, if you, like, watch his act, it's very, it is still very much, like... Older comedy store, like like funny, but like an like Dane, Brett Ernst, Sebastian, Steve, like it's it's, it's like a throwback, guys. No, no, saying? yeah, I'm saying now we should have ended this like two minutes ago. <laughs> is it Argus no, Hamilton? Is it Argus Hamilton? <laughs> no, but like he he like like Steve like Ahmed, like there was a, a generation of comics, myself included, who would get up and do their act, you know. Yeah, and like so, like he used to be a crowd work guy only, though. For honestly, real? yeah, until oh. um, until he did uh, new faces at Montreal, and he had to stop to like form what an are act. You putting in there, is it done? Oh yeah, it is. It is. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. You, I thought, I thought that was a new the, one. I was like, uh, are you no. fucking kidding me? No. For a second, I thought you were gonna break open the top and lick out <laughs> no, the inside. Not, but yeah, but like, but like, there was like, uh, there was that. Like Ari and you would not say Ari and Steve's acts are similar, in my opinion. No, you would say, but you would probably say 
Steve Renazizi and Brett Ernst or Steve Renazizi and Sebastian are more similar. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought about it. But yes, you, yeah, yes. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. And so, like, so I think, I mean, I love Sebastian. I'm not shitting on Sebastian at all. Sebastian is not good on a podcast. I just don't think it's like, he's yeah. good on his own, I think. On his own. I had him on my podcast with Pete Corielli, who's really good on a podcast. And Sebastian didn't speak the whole fucking time. I could see that. Because, because that's not his... Like, he's not super vulnerable. Like, he doesn't want to show yeah. you his vulnerable sides. Yeah. yeah. You know? He's like, like Attell. Attell doesn't want to do podcasts. Right. Attell, well, Attell was good with Tommy, but Attell did an hour on the nose and was like, I need to leave. And, and Ari always is like, I try, and he's like, he goes, I don't, I don't want to be vulnerable. That's not my thing. It's not his like, thing. Yeah. And so, like, and I, I totally think there's, a, there's like a, a generation of comics, all the guys that you, th- I think you probably like on Rogan, that like showing vulnerability, that yeah. like showing you the thing that's broken with them, and then going through that um and but i don't think i don't think like steve byrne i'm just saying names of friends no, of mine that i, I, I know that won't you. hate I agree me with you. like steve byrne renazizi sebastian brett like yeah they're not like super vulnerable dudes kevin rook they're more like out- <laughs> <laughs> who's that <laughs> wait what happened <laughs> what is this he was this guy from the store, nicest motherfucking guy from Arkansas. Paid He's an impressionist, and so I, I'm standing out. You can't see me at home, but he would do this. He like he, he like he's super jovial. We're like cack. He's like a substitute teacher, kind of like hey, you he might like, recognize him from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> in an episode. And he'd be like, eh, you know, like this is, this is like an impression. This is like Bill Clinton. He turned around. He'd be like. Uh, I did not inhale. <laughs> he just like the whole act and he's constantly turning around, turning back to the crowd. <laughs> he went and then he finally just went back to like Arkansas or something. And Don, Don <laughs> Barris would see him and he'd be like, towards the end of his stay there, he goes, he'd always be like, hey, you like fucking your wife pretty good, huh? And goes, Why don't you tell me how you fuck your wife? How hard do you fuck her? Not only that, he's like, hey, thank you, Don. And after every impression, he was by like, way, this, he goes, thank you. He was the sweetest guy in the world. By the way, Don yeah. called him to his face. You're the pussy machine. <laughs> he, he, did a, he did an impression. He goes, yeah, this is Marcellus Wallace from uh, Pulp Fiction. And he'd be like, I'm going to get some hard hitting. Or uh, some hard pipe hitting brothers down here. <laughs> he, he would censor the fucking line. He would drop the end bomb. The fact that you just threw Kevin Rook into this guy's bike tire. Yeah. Was tremendous. Uh, okay, but no, I agree. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, uh, like John Caparulo. I can't imagine it would be a good on a podcast. Yes, a, I his agree. vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. It was an act. Like you know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, I absolutely. Hear what you're saying, but, but Steve, have a but lot Steve, of hate. But I take this back because Steve's great on my podcast. Steve, I don't, I don't know. I'm drunk. I don't know what I said about Steve, but I know I love him, and I hope he's. Not I mean, you made this. some seriously disparaging remarks. No, but Steve about was him. great on my podcast, but I do know what you're saying. He's been on our podcast a few times, but he, he always wants to leave early. He's always like, "Yeah, uh, all right, guys, like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take off right now." Steve, we did like a fucking three hour podcast with Ari. That was the Ari, one. and it was fucking. I feel awesome. like Ari puts him at ease, and then he's. You know, he feels and like free. they played very well off each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. they have a good dynamic. It's yeah. uh, it's like similar to the Danish and O'Neill, but not up to that level, obviously. Yeah, we should <laughs> we should do a single podcast, like a Danish podcast and an O'Neill podcast. <laughs> it would be two very we, we different. Would bomb miserably. I'd be I'm much better with other people on a podcast. 
No, also, I think you would get like it would be way more serious with me than you would imagine. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think we bring out like a playful side in each Guys, other. We're fucking four hours and thirty minutes. Like we gotta should stop I, this goddamn should podcast. I stop talking. But I'm just saying that we bring out very play, like a playful nature, where we just like, you know. And then after well, no, this, I think you guys, you guys like to gig. Uh, one of the things I, I think the like w- once again we go back to that one thing, the, all the motifs we've had tonight. But like, the are we dumb starting it down, new drinks now? Dumb it down. This, we're no, talking about Molly Ring. We're, we're doing another drink. Are we done with drinks, or are we starting new drinks? <laughs> we should be done with drinks. I think okay. it's kicking us. Out. I think you want to do one more round. <laughs> if you, you want to do, do one a more five round. hour fucking podcast. <laughs> It's really, possible. Honestly, right, we got to use this ice, this soda water, and and uh, I have to piss. So I got to piss too. O'Neill, I got to piss too. So no, we no, have to hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we have so to piss. Who shifts. has to piss the worst? Well, how do we judge that? Oh, I don't know. Let me feel your bladder. <laughs> let me feel. Here, put your cock in my hand. Let me, let me see. I say it's Bird's place. He goes first. Okay, you, if you really want us to leave, though, we will. No, no, honestly, no, 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 I, no, 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 I want to Anna Ferris this and do a two-parter and then get both the downloads for one day and be on the top of the charts. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what Good she call. does. I'm going to piss first. Okay. Bird's going to Bird's piss. Bird's going in. Bird's going in with his, what's his shirt say? Spankins and spank. Who's he spanking? I don't know. But he doesn't even look like himself in that poster. It's the goatee. He looks like Steve Trevino. <laughs> he does a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he looks more really? like him in that is mugshot. That, it's not his wife, is it? Yeah, that is too. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> These are like random photos up here. I never noticed them. Hold on, I didn't. Know. I'm gonna stand up and take a look here. O'Neill's wearing his post 11 p.m. glasses. Dude, by the way, he was not taller than me. Are you out of your mind? He, he's not. He, Dude, I when I stood up next to him the other day when last Dude, time we were he here, did the classic. He, goes, he did a classic head tilt up. He oh, but he goes. Me. You're way taller than he's I back. thought, and Be I was cool. looking down on him. Be cool. He's uh, back. Who, who are these people? Who are these people in the photos here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see? But I, that like, one too? Yeah. Wow. He, he's like, whoa, look at this. You accuse me. Go piss. So I okay, go I'm going to piss. piss. Um, team Israel, dude. Support Team Israel. Should we really take it to the next level and light cigars? Uh, some a black chick's ordering a black chick's ordering a milkshake. Well, that, that, that's a, there's a drive-thru there. There's a drive-thru. Well, maybe that's what I thought was someone getting a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want, a, I want a double down. I want legs. I nice want legs. Man. Dark meat. <laughs> I want some dark meat. None of that white meat. Oh, that see, shit. that's something I would tell on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I live next to a drive-through. And, uh... Um, it's so funny. I saw one time. I saw Brody at Menchie's on inst- on uh, Periscope. Froyo. And I just jumped out of my house, ran out into the street, and I was like, Brody. Brody's like. Bert Kreischer, he gets it. He gets it. In it, I mean French vanilla. <laughs> what was he getting, Froyo? No, he was just walking in front Dude, of he, He's a fascinating guy. You want to talk fascinating guy? He really is. Interesting. Like, he genuinely is. Interesting man. Division one baseball pitcher. Seems like he defines himself as a as a pitcher first, as it's everything so else second. Because because he's, he's a comic. Like he's made it. He's comedy. more. Yeah, he's more. F- successful as a comic than he ever was as a baseball player. But it's player. weird. He just, like, associates with baseball. All right. She, uh, she ordered uh, onion rings, too, and her total was thirteen forty nine. And also, I ripped a huge fart <laughs> while I was pissing back there. And the I, heard, I heard people kind of pause for a second. I don't know if they were like, what was that? Like, it ever took a hesitation. 
They're like, I think they have a dog. Shout out to Kevin Rook. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Rook. <laughs> sorry, that I, sorry that I brought him into this, to be honest with you. Hey, dude, you have the other antler to that antler? No. Because you clink them together, and then you, we could call... Uh, uh, deer, that's how you do deer calls, right? Yeah, we can call a deer to, in here. Do you hunt? I used to. My brother is a big hunter. Really? Yeah. Bow hunting? He used to bow hunt. He would muzzle loader. He would do shotgun. Muzzle loader. Muzzle loader is like the old school. Like you pack the shit in Shut there. Shut up. Yeah. For we, real? Every season, like he would get a deer, and then we would have a freezer full of venison. But we also would slaughter our own cows. So we literally had uh, outside, like one of those giant, you know, freezers where you yeah. open it up. From the, uh, I don't even know what's. No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, one that, the ones that you would keep a body in. Yes. And so we, like, literally growing up, I didn't realize how good we had it, but we had steak. Like, steak was the every meal. That's fucking. And it's Steak venison. and ground beef and lamb that we slaughtered our own lambs and stuff. Really? So, what's yeah. lamb? Have I had lamb? Yeah, of course sheep. I've had lamb. Yeah, it's just sheep. Yeah. So we would have, we would have ground. Sh- I mean, we, everything we had was our own stuff that we raised. And my brother would then, you know, some days you would come home because he would go hunting early in the morning before school. Sometimes I would go with him. Other times I would like just come home. Before he went to school? Yeah. So sometimes I would come home and he had shot one in the morning and there would just be in our garage hanging a deer from our, we'd have a swing set that we'd put inside our garage and he would so hang like it upside it down. Yeah. And then we'd take it to the butcher like later that day. Really? Yeah. So we always had What's fresh, your brother doing now? Uh, he's a lawyer. Still hunt? He does still hunt, yeah. Our other buddy that used to hunt with him now is like a big game hunter in Africa. Really? Yeah. I wish I wish I had gotten into hunting. Um, I don't know if I it's can get into work, it. though. Field dressing a deer is one of the most annoying things you can do. Really? Yeah. Especially in the winter. I don't like putting my... I'm OCD, <laughs> so I don't like putting my hands in things. And, like, you're oh. literally scooping out their internal organs. I field dressed a woman once. Well, it's rape. Finger banger. Is that called field dressing? <laughs> it was field undressing. Oh, shit, dude. I took a piss and I came back in hot. <laughs> hey, uh, was that lady ordering out there still? Uh, or is she done? She was sucking on something. It's probably that milkshake. I'd be ordered. great if I get a sponsorship from them and they just bring in. They're like, <laughs> Wait, here's what's, the sriracha bacon double cheeseburger. What's over there? Uh, I can't say because then everyone will know exactly where I live. <laughs> dude, I really... Wait, what? <laughs> I, uh, because I told, I said one time, I said where I lit, like I said what was behind me, and then everyone's like, hey, "Is this your address, man?" And I was oh, like, "Oh no, shit!" I was like, "Oh yeah, it is." Oh shit! And then like some guy sent. <laughs> is a letter. that why you have your car under a cover? Some guy sent a letter to Leanne. And was like, "Just so you know, I know where you live." What the fuck? And he was like, "You need to tell Bert to be more careful about it." And I was like, "That's nice." Huh. I was like, that, "Thanks for." There's a, a less creepier way to doing that. Yeah. By not sending the letter at all. Did you ever just, thought putting a fence in your front yard? We're, the, yeah, we're doing that. Why okay. didn't you send like a pig heart to be like, I know where you're Yeah, going. yeah, let me know. Yeah. yeah. But my problem is I'm such a... You're so inclusive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And that guy now you're very lives trusting. With you. That guy's now your pool man. <laughs> Tony. Yeah, your new pool, your new pool <laughs> yeah, guy. My new uh, above ground pool? pool man. Would you do... Dude, by the way, I mean, uh, both your girls can swim, right? No, that's the no, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, because that it's it's uh, <laughs> that's the thing. It's of it. five nine the whole way. I told, I told, I taught, I taught both my girls. <laughs> By the way, the only parenting I've ever done that's been really you good. Stand up again. You, wanna, you think you've grown any? Fucking. By the way, I I'm so angry that you're that you're genuinely going along with this bit that you're five nine. <laughs> O'Neill's been five nine for a long time. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, make yourself a cocktail. <laughs> Digging in deep. Digging in deep. I feel like we should. Going, hey, by the way, honestly, if anytime you need us to leave, just tell us to go. Here, make a cocktail. Oh, that's O'Neal. I'm staying. No matter what you say. You're gonna have He's to, not going to take the hit. You're going to have to physically throw me off your property. <laughs> you have to call the cops. I don't know if I can physically get you off my property. I'm an athletic guy. I'm a little banged up from injuries and what have you over the year. You get me in that pool, dude. You hip shot him. This guy, you hip to If you get me in that pool, I you'll, dominate. You'll need me to stick around to get him off your property. I would love to. I would love just the visual of my wife coming out going, are you seriously in the fucking pool? <laughs> And I'd be like, get me out. I'm the best swimmer in the world. Do you world. go with ice? Do you need more? Uh, no, I'm good. What's, uh, is it the water that's le- the ice leaking over here? It's leaking yeah. out of I'm the I'm going to get electrocuted. Yeah, the new oh, Tito's. Wait, that's not how I do it. Why do you love Tito's so much? Because uh, I, I lost weight to it. Okay. That, I thought that would make you like like Pat Benatar. Or... No, no. I, I started drinking Tito's and I lost 40 pounds. So you're like the Jared. Of Tito's, Tito's except I don't fuck kids. Yeah, that's the one thing that you have to watch. I still can't believe he fuck kids. You know what they call him in prison is Chomo, which I guess is slang in prison for child molester. Did you you hear about like there was like a reality show producer in like his cell block for some reason and he like he fucking attacked Jared? What? Yeah, remember when we talked about that? that What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So Jared, there was like some like because child molesters are the lowest rung. If you want to read another good nonfiction book, it's called New Jack. I read this when I was like before college in high school. New it's Jack a, City, a no. novelization of the Wesley Snipes movie. No, New Jack is what they call um, a prison guard. Is like a new prison guard. Yeah. And so this guy wanted to go into a prison and write a book as a journalist, and all the prisons in New York were like, "Fucking no way." So this fucking guy becomes a, a prison guard at Sing Sing, which is one of like the worst prisons in the country, and he writes a book about like his experience as a uh, guard. Oh, is that the guy who got like deep into it? Yeah, and he yeah. got he got so deep in that he eventually starts like treating his he like starts going home to his wife and kids and like treating them like in like if they misbehave like he he just got so like really? deep into the psycho yeah like he just got so deep in, and then like he like. Thought he could be like friends. He's like, I'm a personable guy. I'll be friendly with these guys. And one guy was like, hey, man, come here. And he fucking stuck his head close. Guy grabbed his head from behind and fucking rammed him into the bars. And he was like, oh, shit. And at the beginning of the book, he's like, I don't know how you could fucking go in there with riot gear and fucking go crazy on these guys. And by the end, he's like, I'm fucking beating. Like, he's like lost his shit. Really? Yeah, it's a fascinating book. Did he end up writing a book about it? Yeah, it's called New Jack. I love the book, man. That's the problem. And they I mean, talk that's about the thing how... about cops, too. It's like literally every fucking thing you do, well, you in... could be murdered. Every And no one, knows how, no one knows what it's like to deal. Granted, there are bad cops, but like on the, on the most part, you're just constantly on a constant state of heightened awareness that I'm going to be murdered everywhere I go. In the book, I they... can't imagine no, that. No, man. That's why I think there should be term limits for fucking cops. In because the book, it's like, dude, you can't go 30 years and do that. Why I brought it up is, is and a lot of people know this, is that child molesters are the lowest rung of the criminal world. And like they'll, they cut you from ear to mouth to mark you in the prison system. Really? Yeah. So, so like, if you go and you go again... Whoa, you're getting a little nervous. <laughs> that, no, that, that uh, anything with cutting, like anything... That fucking makes my asshole tingle immediately. In a good way? No. <laughs> By the way, I talked to a guy who had been shot and stabbed, and he goes, being shot is way better than being stabbed because when you're being stabbed, you can feel the knife moving inside you. Was it the uh, same guy I talked to from the comedy stuff? Yeah. It was? Yeah. The who? security guy? Yeah. He's been shot and stabbed. 
The guy from the Tuesday shows? No, no, no. Oh. He's the regular guy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, God, I got it. So they cut you on the face? Yeah, they cut you ear to mouth. So if you go to another place, they they know that it's a sign They want you marked as a child molester. So wherever you go, you're fucked with for the rest of your prison They deserve it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I agree. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, like, it's bad. yeah, definitely deserve it. But then, and then even guards will do like an Olay, like, oh, we sorry, we left his cell open. Yeah, like, really? Yeah, have at it. They found a guy fucking, I think, dead with a broomstick shoved up his ass. That was Jeffrey Dahmer. And, oh, was that Dahmer? Dahmer died with like a broomstick they, up the asshole. It's uh, <laughs> this might be a common way of killing guys. <laughs> well, we have a lot of broomsticks and a lot uh, of assholes that need fucking <laughs> guys. I need the I need the rec yard swept up. However, <laughs> if you end up killing if this guy, if I find this up a dude's asshole, I will have a legit problem. <laughs> Not because he's a child molester, because guys are running out of broomsticks in here. <laughs> I'm sick of them breaking. Use guys, the whole broom. Come Don't on, waste it. Just leave it up there. We'll take it out and use it later. What if you walked in and they're sweeping? With Dom, if Dom are propped up and they're using a broom, <laughs> it's a crazy Nick. My dad, uh, his best friend, died in prison for murder. How he murdered? Uh, so his no, girl- no, no. How did he die in prison? Oh, he was like, dude, by the way, he's like 500 pounds. <laughs> One time my dad was in a small plane with him. They, they this- couldn't take off. They go, dude, you're too big. We, they tried to, and they couldn't get off. Like, and they Do go, they all right. Do they have to sew prison uniforms? Oh, I don't know. I remember him going there with us. I remember him going there with us. Two empty legs in the middle of his seam. Cross <laughs> we used seam. to hang out with this guy all the time when we were kids. And they were just fucking Why did he shot. go to prison? He killed somebody? He, he found his girlfriend with a guy on his boat. Or on her, maybe it was her boat. It's a um, big boat. We're and then a boat. <laughs> he shot him. He went in there with a gun and he shot him. But that was like crime of passion. He had m- multiple. Like all his friends had been in prison. His be- one of his other best friends had murdered three guys who were drug dealers during like some DEA raid. I heard that he got pissed that they shut down a buffet before he thought it was <laughs> Dude, closing. This time. guy was huge, five hundred pounds. I'm talking. This guy. Was a monster. I guess you don't have to worry about getting raped if you're 500 pounds. Yeah, that's a great. No, but, but I don't think that guy could probably fight. I think he's just a big fucking. No, 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 no. Guy. guy. <laughs> Somebody might have a fetish the, in there. Oh, but the thing is, the good thing is he lost 40 pounds in prison. <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. that's where you want to lose it. <laughs> that's cool. No, what, just kidding. getting out in the yard. He may have gained weight. <laughs> that food is terrible. Tyson had trouble with nutrition in there. Did he really? Well, just because the food's like terrible. I was talking to someone today about how Tyson got away with rape. Like, that no one cares that Tyson raped somebody. Well, now he's an adult swim show. Like, you know, he came yeah. back. And they're a kid. They're like, they're like a kid Bill, Cosby, Bill Cosby raped people, and now everyone's like up in arms. But hasn't been proven guilty of anything. Right. And yet. Mike Tyson's legit. Was, was proven guilty. Legit raped a woman. Yeah. And everyone's like, he's. But I think he's. a lot of people, though, they're like, I don't know what, you know. I read when I heard he lifted her skirt up, <laughs> and that was it. This is the most callback podcast I've ever done. <laughs> for comics, Wait, for he just raped to girl, right? I uh, I read his book. He alleges that yeah, there's it, different. It, it's, he has his, his side. He's like, she came over to my room in a fucking negligee. She'd accused the guy of rape before because her parents thought she was virgins. Really, a virgin. The problem her is you don't know religi- what happened. Her know? father was religious. He's like, she comes over to my room, like, yeah, we had sex. It was consensual. She freaked out. They found out, and she's like, I was raped. And then he's like, I had a jury in Indiana. It was all white. By the way, when he was released, my brother and I almost drove down, because it wasn't that far from us, to go uh, see his release, because there was, like, a big crowd that was gathered. Really? So, yeah, in his book, book, he was like, 
you know, I had a huge drug problem. He talks about the cocaine. He talks about his sex addiction. Dude, he was fucking hookers without a condom. One of those fights, he had gonorrhea, and he kept he was, touching, he his, was dick. touching his dick yeah. the whole time. Really? And he was like, I yeah. had a venereal disease, and it was really bothering me. And so he kept, in his shorts, he kept grabbing his Dude, dick. while he was in prison. I don't, I, but the thing is, like, I don't know whether it was rape or not. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, but, read his book. It is a whole other side. But he was in prison. He's such a sex addict that he had some, like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, it was almost like a social worker that he would go and meet with, this woman. And he's like, I was fucking her. And he's like, and this woman, he's like, and I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a guy. I'm not going to say she was a 10. He's like, this woman was like 50 years old, very overweight. <laughs> and he's like, but it's all I had access to, man. He's like, and I'm an addict. And he's like, and so, so yeah, I had like a long-term relationship. What's his book? The problem uh, is it's just like about his life. It's, very, yeah. it's long, but it's very interesting. The, he had a documentary about it, too. But it, well, also, yeah. if you watch him and Robin Givens, it's like, she owned him in that fucking sixty minutes interview. Yeah, well, he's not. I don't think he's the most. He eloquent. was just sitting there like this, just you know, he staring like, down. She's in, like, he the, hits me in the he book. Does. It's about how like he's bullied as a kid. You know, he was like called fat. He was made. I think he had glasses. Like he was like. You when know, you look so at him like, now, you realize there like was a vulnerability that you didn't see when he was the well, champ. I mean, look how he talks. You can be you know like a yeah a ma- like talking like that. You're the ultimate target. So fi- I find that so interesting that like like you know Hugh Hefner came out and said like. Oh yeah, we used to give girls quaaludes. We called them thigh openers. Fucking crazy, yeah, that was in man. like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, like, and that's no. what Bill Cosby. He was, was doing. definitely but doing no, that. Everyone glances like like goes past Hugh Hefner and goes to Bill Cosby. And part of you was like, no man. The thing is, you got to like. That's one of the things. Is like, so I heard someone say one time, die, find the hill you're going to die on. So like all these like. Pick them all out. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like like CeeLo Green one time said he got in trouble if they're unconscious. It's not rape. But he got he said he got in trouble. And then, yeah, yeah. Then he did get in trouble. Oh, I didn't know. And he got in trouble, and so he deleted Christ. the tweet. And so part of me is like, how, why why were you going to give some people a pass and not? No, it's like I've never raped anybody. I'm never going to rape anybody. Yeah. But and so I'm Dude, a, I'm, I'm really against rape. The, I'm of the. I feel like if I either if I ever had a child, or even like my girl, got raped, I, I legitimately feel like I would go on some sort of murdering bitch. Like that, I I feel like it's such a heinous crime that I would go, I. I remember reading though a document. I saw a documentary and. This girl, she had been continuously raped by somebody close to the family. And the only reason she didn't go to the cops because the father said, if anyone ever touches you, let me know because I will kill them. And she goes, I didn't want my dad to go to jail. Oh my I feel God. like I would be that guy who's <laughs> uh, like, I was like, this whole thing was going on. And I, I tried so hard. It's definitely that it something was, that goes to your head as a parent where you start going like, like I, go through I this haven't put just, you in a situation to get molested or... Or like assaulted, have I? Like, because yeah, like we dropped I this with like my niece and nephew. I don't even have kids, and I go, if I, you know, if something happened to either of them, I, I would legitimately be like, look, I would, I would go to my brother-in-law and be like, yeah. I'll go to prison for you guys. I'm gonna do this for you. Oh, uh, we dropped Isla off at uh, at this therapist today for uh, dyslexia, and in my head, I was like. <laughs> I was like, I was like, the idea that you drop your kid off at a stranger's yeah. office for an hour and a half and leave her there, and like, it's just so. It is, 
it's it's overthinking it a little bit to go, oh, something's going to happen to her, but it's not because you're like, and it's a chick therapist, so I'm sure she's fine, but in your head, you're like, fuck, man. It's just you're not there, so it's like, and yeah. You have, I mean, you have to really realize like what you've told your kids. After I heard that of that the child who said, like, I know my dad had always said, if anybody, anything ever touches you, I'll kill them. I didn't want to go to prison. I go, Jesus, it makes you rethink how you would approach that. Yeah. And you then say you go, I would wound them. Yeah, you go, well, I would maim them, and that was it. I will tickle them so they shit their pants in their bed <laughs> and feel embarrassed about I'll it. I'll let them go to prison. It's a tough situation, man. Like, I I don't even know how so you It's part of the vulnerability that. of having kids. Is like, yeah. you go, yeah, you think. And, the like, kids. the reality is you can't. You can you can't you know what I mean like you can can't guard them from everything it's hard yeah and, and like I don't I mean know. there's like how many times were you, both of you I mean I was a pretty mild mannered kid but like there were plenty of times I could have died like from shit I was doing yeah uh, a lot there was, uh, a lot like I used to jump off bridges like tra- like into sh- very shallow like beyond stupid yeah like just one bad fucking thing break your spine whatever dude like, there was times where I thought that my father was actively trying to kill me. Like I almost got sucked into a grain bin. This is the other side. I almost got sucked into a grain. I didn't. I asked for a breathing mask once because I was bringing all this grain dust in. And he's like, "You don't need to fucking do. I'm bringing grain to get dust. What mesothelioma, a pussy. dude. I might join the lawsuit. What a pussy. Mesothelioma. Drink the dude brain. Yeah, man. Grain dust gets you dude, high. I, I literally like. We knew people that used to get their arms ripped off by the PTOs on tractors. And we were dude, kids. I've heard we stories didn't. about that. Yeah, and. My, my dick was like, yeah, it's whatever. It's I fine. Did, I had my dick ripped off by a piece. It's fine. They attached fine. it. They put it in a bag of frozen peas. It ripped her, a machine ripped her leg off. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. I almost got you. decapitated on my snowmobile driving through a barbed wire fence. <laughs> my buddy pulled me off the Just back the of it girl. as the snowmobile was going through the fence. I have a scar here and here. From the barbed wire fence, fucking almost decapitating Just me. some good old And you know boy. what they say? They go, hey, you're fine. Go ride the snowmobile tomorrow. You're fine. Yeah. No helmets. There's, uh, there's, no, need helmets. There's, uh, Leanne's got a great story about barbed wire fence. As like an, a 10-year-old kid, they teepeed a house, and she was running through a field trying to get away from teepeeing the house. Oh. And right across her chest, she still has a scar in the Ooh. center of her chest. But just got clunk in a barbed wire fence. Ugh. I think oh. there's nothing worse than running and hitting a fence. You literally just I'll tell you, flip I'll tell you something. It's, I don't know if this is worse, but when I was younger, we used to go to uh, elementary school parking lots in high school to like parties. There's nowhere in my town to go. Yeah. Just because like, like, no one's having a party. It's like, let's just go to yeah. a parking lot. And cops would just fucking swarm in or make arrests, whatever. And this dude, uh, who's a bit unhinged, cops come and he just bolts off running. And like, so it was the type of thing, like if you got away, you were cool, you know, like, so then you would reconvene when they left. So I, we reconvene and I look at the guy and I see him open his mouth. I go, what the fuck happened to your teeth, dude? His teeth are fucking oh. halved. He ran directly into a goddamn pole full force. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I did not need to hear that. Dude, dude, I was like, fuck, I really dude. didn't need to hear that. Remember the teeth? You want to talk about teeth? Remember Alfred? Oh, I don't even tell. This guy will shit his pants. Let me tell you this story. <laughs> this so I'm hanging out with my brother-in-law. He's uh, he's like seven, eight years older than he's me. He's a Highland. Oh, you're gonna say he's seven foot four. He's a Highland. He is park. a big guy though. He's six four, probably two sixty, two seventy. Big guy. But he hangs. So he grew up out here. He grew up in Highland Park. 
So he has all these dudes that he hangs out with. So one of these guys he, is he, Alfred. He's the only white guy of all yeah. these guys. And he's, all not black. That, he's not even that white. Like so Highland Park Mexican dudes. He's hanging out with these guys. So he goes, hey, you want to go out with us? We're going out drinking. So I go, this is like five years ago. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'll go out. I said, I'll go out with By you guys. By the way, this guy Alfred is fucking... Like the best character, phenomenal cadence, and the best character, character you'll ever meet. Like a heavy set dude, funny voice, like yeah, heavy. He, he accent. could be a comedian if you if he if you told them lines, uh, yeah. So, but like even the shit he says, like you laugh at him because it's just a funny fucking. So dude. we went out drinking and stuff. So at some point in the evening, Alfred, uh, he had he hit me. He you know hit me in the in the balls. Yeah. I like how you were very he was very ginger with that. You were almost scared to swear Yeah, he hit me in the generals. <laughs> <laughs> so so then the night had gone on and I hadn't forgotten this. So we were at a taco truck and Alfred had ordered like two plates worth of shit. So both his hands were occupied yeah. as he carried the food from the truck. So I went and just uppercutted him in the nuts as hard <laughs> as I could. And I was like, that's payback. So then he... I'm assuming, he, did he drop the food? No, he had both hands. He, he went down, and then he told my brother-in-law, he goes, hold this, because I took off running. So he starts running after me, <laughs> and this guy's full sprint. I don't think he sprinted since high school. He hits... Probably had, he had a little bit of, to drink. So there, you know, some roots in a tree had to hit, had elevated the <laughs> sidewalk, and he tripped. And so I look behind me, and he's laying on the ground. <laughs> And I thought he was baiting me. And all he goes is, oh, man, oh, man. So I cautiously approached. And then he you looked up him at me. Once, right? Just he looked sure. up at me and he goes, is something wrong with my teeth? And all his <laughs> teeth are gone. It's fucking gone. Dude, they're dust. His teeth are fucking gone up front. And I go, I didn't have the heart to tell him that his teeth were gone. I go, everything's cool. And I run back to my brother-in-law. I go, dude, his his teeth are shattered. You got to tell him. And so he goes, and his face is also just like, just fucking road rashed. And I go, you got to tell him, man. I don't have the heart to tell him that his teeth are gone. And so he he goes, hey, Alfred, you got to come over here. And so everyone's looking at him. Everyone starts dying laughing because his teeth are disintegrated. So we take him to urgent care. Aren't you eating like tacos? Yeah. We take him to urgent care in Pasadena. And the doctor that he sees in urgent care, he goes, what happened? And we're all in the room. And then he goes, will you guys please leave? And so then he he closes the door. He goes, tell me what really happened. Did these guys beat you up? Oh, for real? Yeah. He goes, your teeth are fucking gone. He showed him a mirror, and his teeth were all, literally, he hit the curb face first. It's like he threw his arms behind his back and fell on his teeth, and his teeth were disintegrated by the concrete sidewalk. (laughs) And so he had a wedding in the morning that he had to go to, but he had to go to emergency dental surgery, and they had to put all fake teeth in. Wait, so wait, what did they do? Did they fix his mouth? Yeah, he has all fake teeth. Okay, so now uh, he has the teeth of Matt Dillon from Southern America. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I have lost uh, twenty six teeth. What? Wh- what? Out of how many? How 30, many? Yeah, thirty two. I think you Wait. lost all but six. Yeah. In your adult years, uh, at my on my eleventh birthday, I got hit in the mouth with a baseball bat, Ooh. and it knocked every one of these teeth out. So, so hey, did, they, did they screw them back in? So some are posts, Ooh. some oh. are 
Some Fuck. are a bonding. What was some the guy doing? Crowns. Like taking like uh, swings? He took a swing. Was it pass Grant, ball? Was it Grant Nations? No, it was not Grant Nations. Oh, you were a catcher. I was a catcher. Swing, pass ball. I block it. I go to throw oh the kid my. out at third. He took your God. mask off. Rip my mask off to find the ball. Uh, grab the ball. Oh, throw the oh. ball down at third, and the kid throws the bat back in my face, and it knocks all my teeth out. Holy 11th birthday. shit! And so I have lost teeth. More than you'll ever fucking know. Like I one time was on a was on a on a. Do you get a ton of money? Wait, from the were you on a water players? slide? No. You see this tooth right here? Yeah, it's dead. It's kind of yellow. Yeah, and this is there's a little fake part. I was on a water slide and I looked up to wave Ooh. at my mom and then I turned, smashed face first into the you know like where that loops up. Yeah. And I smashed face first in there, knocked my fucking quick, tooth oh. in half. Quick off topic, but we'll get back to your teeth. Now my tooth's dead. There's this Vine video, this fucking black guy. And I don't know how he did this because they're like, I thought only Jesus could walk on water. This motherfucker somehow mastered a water slide. I he, saw this. He comes out of it. He hydroplanes across and then just casually steps up onto the thing. No like, way. Unbelievable. Like he slides on his ass. Yeah. And then walks. And then just goes up on like right out of the water like oh, that's yeah insane. like fuck yeah and i was like that guy is unbelievable um no i uh what was i about to say the teeth you're talking about the teeth oh no but it uh, happened to isla tube happened to isla too isla lost her two front teeth Jesus. these girls were messing the around your family thing, curse. and they slammed her face into the concrete Ooh. dude you want to talk about fucking being a really tough t- day as a parent <laughs> oh it was fucking well they were like pissed at her or no, they were they were older and they were trying to be funny and then they God. were laughing at her and I still hate those kids. Dude, yeah, I have a droopy eyelid here because because yeah. my brother smashed my head into a four by four and it I still have an indentation here and it severed like the nerves over here and now I have a droopy eyelid on my left eye. I, you know, it's so funny is that like um, one of the things that when I was a young father, uh, maybe I'm less now, maybe I'm same, but like. I was so concerned with scars because I didn't want them to have any scars. Like I, I was, you wanted them emotional, not on the outside. Yeah, right, you right, right, right. You yeah, instead, I just disappeared for weeks on my <laughs> end. You can't, you can't see them. You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be here every weekend. I'm leaving you guys with so many real scars. I just don't want to see anyone to see them on the outside. Yeah, I don't want people to see them. You and know what? Judge me. I'm glad you've decided because I have outside scars and inside scars. <laughs> I have, I have, I have both too. I guess. <laughs> so we, was, we can't do a we can't do a six hour podcast three and three dude tell us when you want us to leave because we'll fucking leave we'll go, we're, gonna, we're gonna wrap this up in when, 15 minutes when's the okay. sun coming up literally dude <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being serious with you just tell us when you want us to leave and we'll fucking leave no this is this we'll is uh, first i yeah. love that i love <laughs> that people it. are still listening to this going he tried to stop this an hour and a half ago <laughs> Is that what happened? An hour, like at three hours, I was like, three hours is good. Dude, he and I... <laughs> My only fear is I won't be able to upload it to YouTube. Like, I don't know how long you can upload a I video to YouTube. I don't know. You go to porn. Dude, he and I can talk for hours well, on there's that. two of us, too, so it's like... It's but, but so much talk, easier conversation when it's two, two people, of you guys. With just he and I, we can have phone conversations. <laughs> Dude, we've had phone conversations where we are together eight hours a day, but then we're also talking an hour and a half a day on the phone. It's so much easier talking to two people than it is one, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Like, definitely. Joey Diaz, I could talk to him for five hours easy. Joey Diaz is going to... He, because he's going to carry the conversation. Well, he... Well, and no, he's going to fucking bring the, He's going to bring... The, he's going to bring his fucking game to the to the show. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I he has think... stories for fucking hours. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of fucking New Jersey. Fucking Bee Gees are playing. I fucking walk in, cocksucker. Yeah. 1986. <laughs> is my mother's <laughs> friend selling fucking GHB in the fucking... Uh, <laughs> just came over Johnny on Goombatsy you know? <laughs> comes in and grabs me out of class. He says, Joey, I found a bag of weed in a fucking moped. I'm Grant on an inner tube coming from Cuba. I'm nursing. And here's what I remember. But yeah. Father Thompson knew fucking Johnny Gumbazzi. So I end up in a fucking good work detail. <laughs> That's where I met such an interesting fucking guy. He really is. Dude. That's what's crazy about doing this is like, like I would have never crossed paths with a Joey D. As in, I, you probably wouldn't either. No. Like, had we gone like anywhere outside of entertainment? We were meeting with him for a while to talk about like a, doing a show or something together. Yeah. And like, and then we had like six meetings with him. All at these coffee shops all over LA, yeah. and it was like it was like two hours, and we were just listening, like just the craziest, most fascinating stories that we've ever heard. He's it's all like a Bronx, you know. This is crazy, fucking. He's had a crazy life. It's, uh, you know, I think it's a testament to like, like I, I, I always say, in, in my opinion, he's the best guy telling stories today, because the way he tells a story. Like and, and not just on stage. Second but to Guy Fieri. I, I think though, honestly though, <laughs> as far as storytellers, I think it goes Joey Diaz, Guy Fieri, and then Bert Kreischer. Oh, I'm definitely. Hey, pass me a Starburst. Sure. You I have kinda, a color hey, preference. How old are those M and M's? Not. They're everything's new. Leanne changes them out pretty. Oh really? Can I? Uh, are yeah. those Reese's Pieces in the other? Those ones? are Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I'm gonna those have a. Better, let, me, right? let me grab a couple of those. Et phone home. By the way, what uh, is the fast food restaurant behind your house? Jack in the Box. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jack in the Box. Papa Gino's. Yeah, get my hand out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're 5'9". The classic Chinese finger trap candy jar. Only at the Chrysler's. Did you, uh, in middle school, did you shop at Spencer's Gift a lot? Of course. I could see you loving that. Oh. I could see you loving the Pam Anderson posters. No. We've never talked hip-hop, by the way. You love hip-hop, right? I love hip-hop. I'm a big hip-hop guy myself. Really? Oh, yeah. What do you think about Jay-Z's new album? Uh, I'm not a big Jay-Z guy. I never really nope. have been, to be honest. Uh, I, haven't, I heard, like, one song. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not, like, for me, like, he's become way more about, like, being an executive. 50 American. Cent calls it golf course rap. I, I, I did, sounds accurate to me. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't like Kanye, so I don't really love his connection to him. I don't him. like Kanye either. Um, you, did you have a system in your car growing up? Oh, yeah. Did you have the CD that came from Outer Bass? What's that? That's like <laughs> to measure your bass levels pretty much. I, I grew up with guys that listened to a ton of hip-hop, and they would have systems. They have Dr. Crankensteins in the back of their blazers, and they would always play It Came From Outer Bass. It was just all bass. Who was like the – was there a big Florida rap? True Love Crew. Oh, there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see them on Phil Donahue? No. Oh, it's tremendous. It's on <laughs> <Really>? YouTube. <laughs> and it's like, because they were just so committed to who they were. And they knew these people were going to hate it. And they were there to be hated. 
Yeah. And so they just come that out. Was, that was record sales. And they just come out and do what they do. And this is an all-white audience. They're all like 60 to 65 years old, and they're horrified. Well, it's got to be so nice. But it, it's just like, and they're just doing their thing, like having a fucking black dance and chicks dancing. And they're like, let me hear you say, hey, we want some booze. And it's like putting the mics out and just sigh. Like, but it's just like, oh. we're going to come out, do what we do, get the free publicity, and fuck you. We don't care. What, what, what better show is how there? bad? Like, if you listen to it now, it's like, Listening to Fuck Shop. I still love it. I still love it, too. I still it's, love it's it. It's great, but it's also... It's still just a... It's a music. It's a, absolutely a music, but like you're like, if I had been that age at that time, I could have put this fucking album Which out. Which is still the thing of how like people went crazy. It's like, they're just saying words. But you know? we were... Just, I remember yeah. pow- it was pounding Some out of it through though, the speakers like, in all my buddies' cars as we were at stoplights, and we loved watching the middle-aged family people stare at us. One of the songs was like, about a gangbang and it's like I think it's like if you say no it's like it was basically like if you say no we're fucking through it and I was like whoa it's a little yeah there's a I think there's a lot of uh, <laughs> once again I, 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 I say this again go through history and hate everyone like go down the line <laughs> yeah because like, it's like it's like you can't go like like you watch some of the movies like 16 Candles is all about rape yeah, we talked about this uh, on the last one dude have you ever yeah. seen that movie with Jodie Foster where uh, Martin Sheen is a local pedophile who's coming to fuck her, and her... By the way, I thought you said Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be actually better. Yeah. So Martin Sheen's a local pedophile who comes to her door, and he knows that her father just died, and she's thrown him in the basement, and she... And he wants to fuck her. Dude, then there's a scene where she's naked fucking a guy. She's supposed to be 14, but they do a body double where they show titties and ass of Jodie Foster, who's probably legitimately only 12 at the time. Jesus. And it is oh. a very disturbed. But you would never get away with that today. Well, so what's the movie that they said that... Uh, I Spit on Your Grave? No, no. Uh, maybe Marlon Brando did with that director. Oh, he oh. loves it. Oh, dude. The pig and fucker Last Tango in Paris? Yeah, and they said that, that <laughs> dude, he, I he always, actually... Dude, I remember I used to come over and I'd be watching. This guy used to talk to you about it all the time. But, but it, like, he, like, he really... Dude, it is, and it, it's her? the most insane fucking art house movie there is. But he, like, they legit... They, she said they yeah, legit they, raped her? He didn't know... Well, she didn't know that that scene was going down. And so... Yeah, it turned into this whole thing where she didn't realize what was happening. I felt really bad for her because I thought she was kind of in on it. But also then there was a scene where she's supposed to be shoving fingers in his asshole and telling him that she's going to fuck him like a pig. Like That movie's pretty fucked up. If you watch the whole movie, that's probably uh, that's in the top five moments where you're like, this is pretty fucked up. It goes, it's, really? I think it's right up there with three men and a baby. Also, uh, i got to be honest with you, though. cinematic. So my fiance is an actress, and she does... You know, she has to do some weird shit sometimes, and you realize how vulnerable these people are in these situations, and how you how people can take advantage of that well, if you're not in a trusted area. You know, you know, a lot of times they're pretty much naked in all this shit. You listen to Steve Gutenberg talking about like sex scenes. Where he like loves, <laughs> where he loves job, like after three minutes of baby, just, you see the synergy. Did you see that Steve. police academy reference earlier? It was all when he really got blown secret. when he was giving his speech. Yeah. Mahoney, <laughs> he went to the Blue Oyster. That <laughs> was all real. Uh, no, he talks about like how any guy who, who says he doesn't love sex scenes in movies is lying, and how he like loves it. And I how did got a one boner. sex scene uh, ever. Ever it was in a short film called Alpha Male. 
Was Wait, about, was that uh, was Jason Lucas in this? One of my favorites. <laughs> no, I love no, it's uh, it's me as a uh, mailman. So it's alpha male as in delivery oh, mail. M I I don't realize I'm yeah. I don't realize I'm training my replacement. Okay, and and I'm being all braggy, and then I find out I lose my job, and it's before the characters like. Borat? Like, no, 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 no. Are you, are, you, are you the predecessor of Borat? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, uh, like, like uh, uh, Ricky Gervais in Office. Okay. It's before that. Before like, like the dislike or it's, the. It's, yeah, it's but, like I didn't know how to play. I, I definitely don't have that insight as an actor. And I could not. I didn't play it that well, in my opinion. Is but, it on um, YouTube? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but. I had one sex scene. I don't know how that. I don't. I don't even remember the fucking premise of the fucking TV show. But I had one sex scene. It's a really beautiful woman. Did you get and, hard? And I got a boner. And I and I and I got fucking. And I didn't. I was like, uh, I go. So we got it. We got it. Like I tried to cut, and they're like, "No, we need you to keep going." And I was like, "Okay." But it was like, were you naked? No, I had uh, underwear on. But you have those, she like, had nude underwear. She had pants on, but we were basically dry humping. Yeah. And. uh I got was she so fucking. Hard. It was with um. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy that was in um, uh, City Slickers? Billy Crystal that died. No, Palance. Oh, you're talking about yeah, Jack Jack Palance. No, 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 no. The young, the three guys. Daniel Stern. Da- and then what's the other guy? No, the, the other guy. guy the high pitched voice. Oh yeah, the the comedian. What's his name? He was always no, he on the comic. Gary Shandling show. No, he wasn't a comic. No, he, was not, uh, he was on Larry Sanders all the time. No, 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 Wait, no. Jack Palance was no. the other guy. No, uh... it was Jack Palance. Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Jake Busey. <laughs> no, he talked like this. Yeah, the hey. guy is like Joe Pesci. Hey, yeah. yeah. He was a comic. His dad, I did uh, not Bruce Dern, but uh, I did a scene with his dad. His dad's a big actor. Find his name. Rance Who? Howard. Nope. Uh. He's an Italian name. Very yeah, Italian no, name. look up. Yeah, he's definitely Italian. If you he go to the Larry Sanders show, that guy was on all the time, and he was a comedian. Why but wouldn't, you wouldn't I go know to it. City Slickers where he's one of the main actors? <laughs> it's true. Larry Sanders, I had to go through fucking 800 people. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> this is a very good point. Go through City Slickers. That's a probably quicker shot. Uh, what was his name? I think he did one of the uh, what was the HBO things with Billy Crystal and Robin Williams? The comic he was, relief. Did uh, one of the comic uh, relief. Go through all fifteen of that one. I think it was from '87. What's his name? Uh, uh, give me a hint when you okay. find it. We'll play Stump Bert. Okay, so you had a boner. There he I is. got a hearty shit. Billy Crystal and Jack Plants are the two top. We know two. We know two situations where somebody got a boner <laughs> once with Tony Soprano, and we know where somebody got a boner once with what the fuck Jane Catapretta. On my phone, does, uh, do I not? Where are the actors here? You saw Jack Plants. Uh, the names the on the tip of my tongue. It's right literally. Now. I know it now. Starts with a B. It's not very Italian at all. What is it? <laughs> Bruno. B. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're right on that. Bruno. Yeah. His last name is also a first name. Kind of. Not common. Starts with a K. It starts with a K? Yeah. Bruno. If you're Josh Mostel is the guy who's the principal in Billy Madison, if you're wondering, who's also in. Bruno. Oh, you Bruno Crit? Not Bruno. You're Bruno Caldo? sound like you were about to say it. Bruno Caldo? No, Bruno Crit. People at home are... All right, really... go ahead. No, 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 no. Bruno. 
He God was literally on the Larry Sanders show like seven times. I saw one where he was on recently. He got pissed because they were bumping the guests. Give me the first yeah. letter. First letter. K. What's the second letter? Second letter. I. Bruno. Ends in Y. Kilmose. Bruno Kirby. Yeah, that's it. You got Bru- it. Bru- <laughs> yes. Bruce Kirby is his dad. And he's uh and he was a comic. Stand up. Really? Yeah. How was his dad? His dad's really cool. who you were in the sex scene I was with? In, no, no, no. I was oh. in the scene in a tent with his dad. <laughs> you got a boner with him? His you... dad was an old mailman that I went and looked for. <laughs> they they got Bruno Kirby's father. Dad a good actor? How? how yeah, uh, really did, good. Did this yeah. short go to Sundance? Uh, Yeah, I think it did. Did they have it the boner in the outtake? You're standing up with a big... A bunch of film festivals. All, big, the, all the ski resorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the ski resorts. Went to Breckenridge? Killington? It was pretty good. Sugar Bush. Kelly's is a good sugar uh, loaf. Yeah. That's yeah. all the East Coast. Ski or? Beach. I don't know. Ski Beach. Where's that? Ski Beach, bitch. Where's they went that? to Taos? No, no, North Carolina. There's a ski resort in North Carolina? <laughs> There's no ski resort yeah. in North yeah, of course Carolina. There is. Yeah, of course there is. What, Appalachian? Beach Mountain. Dude, <laughs> Beach he, Mountain. He's, ski he's, Beach, He's Lord Yid of 5'9". Ski <laughs> Beach. Ski Beach. By the way, what's your favorite modern day hip-hop right now? It's not uh, a lot of good. No, there's not. Do you like um, Action Bronson? I do. Do some of them. Do you like Run the Jewels? Yeah, I like Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is great. But uh, Killer Mike's such a nerd, like in real life. Is he? You've met yeah. him? Yeah. No, 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 no. I just watch him on interviews. He's like a goofball. He's like a Chris Hardwick. Like, okay. He like, like I'm nothing bad about against that. But, but he's Chris like, Hardwick is like, he's like a nerd, but he's like that. He's a nerd a, who fucks. He's a sexy nerd. Well, he's a, he's a calculated nerd. Yeah, he but also he's lives. A legit nerd. He's a legit nerd. Yeah, but he is he is a branded yeah. nerd. But also, yeah. he he's living in Laughlin Park right now in a twelve million dollar. Is he really? Mansion. Where's Laughlin Park? Yeah, you know where I live. Yeah. You know where Los Feliz yeah. Boulevard is. Yeah. So when you're heading to your house, yeah. take a look to your left. So from Franklin to Los Feliz Boulevard, that's a gated community. After Vermont to Western. All gated. Okay, I thought Laughlin Park was like in Utah. No, no. And he's—I think he's living in uh, the uh, Demille House. That he, makes sense. He de- he lives with—he's uh, married to, has a kid with a woman we delivered groceries. To. The Getty, yeah, lady Getty. No, Hearst Not Getty. Hearst. Hearst. Oh yeah, Hearst. He's married to Patty Hearst's Bruce daughter. Hearst. Uh, he was a relief pitcher for the Red Sox in the eighties. His niece. <laughs> the. Uh, by the way, that is real to... information, not the niece. But part. he, but he, he probably wouldn't mind paying extra money to live in an interesting director's house. No, you know, like he also, he'd... dude, he's earned, like, I'll give that guy is on at midnight. He's phenomenal. Dude, I've never he, watched he has, it. He has eight hundred jobs right now. Yeah, and it, dude, because we've uh, we've written because he quit drinking. We've written on uh, Did he? quit for drinking. A f- he was a lush. And he quit drinking, and all of a sudden, he just started focusing and started making things. He's oh, on did he? everything. Yeah, he's a really focused dude. He's a dude, smart he's a, as fuck. I mean, he started fucking nerd. But it, so we've gone on at midnight and written for some guys. That Winning record. We, yeah, we <laughs> we're like five and one. Really, I think but, two. Uh, two. He's phenomenal as a host. Like the energy that he brings and his wit and everything else is phenomenal. He he is a legit talent. He is. Yeah, he is. He's a great Not to host. mention, he's been he's around since fucking Singled Out when I was in, like, middle school, yeah. maybe high school. Dude, he's... Uh, Neil Brennan, writer for Singled Out. Really? For real? Yeah. All right, we should wrap this up. We're, yeah. Name we're, we're quick two hours. other hip-hop. Uh, uh, I didn't realize it was one fucking 15. Hold on, I'm going to get some newer... Some, uh, I don't even know what I'm standing <laughs> up to get anymore. <laughs> what, what's over there? 
It's a Reese's, oh, Reese's Pieces of M&M's and Starbucks. Is that a Bible? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> is that. The, uh, is that the Spruce Goose? So this is Spruce Goose. Okay. This You're a Howard Hughes fan? No, you guys uh, having a stroke? I sat in the uh, cockpit Did, of the Spruce Goose one time, and I was really Long overwhelmed. Beach? No, no, it's in Seattle now. <laughs> oh, it's they in, flew like, it over there. Yeah, no, no, they, they flew four they, feet off they, the ground. They drove one it time, yeah. right on the five. Oh. <laughs> it was five nine. Two uh, other, two other apps. I'm gonna go get some. Uh, go ahead, Reese's Pieces. Are you wearing sweatpants? Were you yeah. wearing those the whole time? Yeah, they, they just started okay, cooling down when the sun went like down. Night gear. Yeah. Wait, are you wearing sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> two, two other rappers, and then we can get out of here. Uh, I, I like. My hand in here, guys. I like. He just pour it in your hand. I like Big Boy's new album. I haven't heard that. I heard uh, uh, Boom, Boom, Boomiverse. I think he. I like him though. I like him a lot. Um, Wait, did you? Are you talking about Andre Three Thousand? You're not on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, I like Jay Z's new album. I do. Okay. I listened to it with Georgia today. She did not like it because the N word was all in it. That uh, that one song, um, he like Two breaks PCs a record. For yeah. It's the video's animated. I saw yeah. it online. Yeah. Is it two PC for her because they use the N word too it's much? It's in there like eight thousand times. It's yes, and she was like, "Dad, I can't be listening to this." And I was like, "This is the best hip hop artist that you'll the ever." No. Biggie Jay-Z? Smalls. But no, Biggie if Biggie didn't die, Jay-Z would not be as big as he is. For it's real? Tr- yeah, I think so. Did I ever tell you about when I burned the clutch out on Andre 3000's Ferrari 360? That's a lot of numbers. <laughs> no. When was that it? is a lot of numbers. I, so when I first moved out here, my first job was a valet. And so I used to do parties out everywhere from fucking, uh, what's that goddamn kid's well, regardless, it doesn't matter. I can't think of his name right now. But so I went to a party up in the hills, up in the Hollywood Hills, and it was like uh, Bill Bellamy and Bob Saget showed up and Andre 3000 showed up. I thought you were going to say Bill Belichick, which would have been such a better name no. to be with those, those guys. <laughs> no, no. This is like some weird full <laughs> some quasi. I was like the producer of Full House or something rented a house to have a huge party. Yeah. And so I was a valet and then. Andre 3000 rolls up in a silver convertible Ferrari 360. And so I was friends with the guy who was running the valet. And I go, dude, just let me drive this up the fucking hill. You seem like someone I, that would not burn out a clutch. Well, so he, I, a paddle shifter. I've never driven. This is early 2000s. I've never driven a paddle shifter. As opposed to all your paddle shifter accomplishments <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. And now I have a, a pedal shifter merit badge. <laughs> so I get in it. And we have to park. Like, we're parking far away, way far away up in the hills. So I was like, I'm going to just joyride this fucking thing. So oh, I didn't realize. I didn't, oh. I didn't realize that you have to let up off the throttle between shifts. So I'm just pounding shifts. And there's just fucking smoke. <laughs> Other valets are like, dude, I saw you flying over the hill. So then finally I park it way at the top of the Hollywood Hills. I get a ride back. The handler for Andre 3000 is like, what the fuck is this Ferrari? I thought you were going to... They, they wanted us to park it in front of the house. And so I have to jump in this fucking car, drive up there. By the way, when I parked it, it reeked like burnt clutch. <laughs> it was it just reeked like burnt fucking clutch. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked when we get there. So this guy, he jumps in another... He has me jump in with him in another fucking g-wagon that shows up that's like part of the entourage yeah and so we fly up there 
This guy gets out. He starts screaming. This fucking clutch is burnt. Smells like shit. And I'm like, just go. I got to go back to work. Please just take me back. Dude, I don't know what happened, but this clutch is smoked, dude. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. They never replaced it to this day. Dude. Yeah, you couldn't afford that? No. I was fucking... I'm out here. It's just 2003, man. I fucking can't afford shit. Even if it happened now, I couldn't afford to replace that fault. clutch. It's your fault. Valet parking your Ferrari. Yeah, I agree. What the fuck? I agree. Take a lift. Invent the app. Hey, we but also, get- by the way, if you valet park anything, you're an idiot. Because I'll be honest with you, anything that comes that was decent, I would drive the shit out of it. Do you know how many cars I took for 20 minutes? If there was a 996 twin turbo Porsche, I'm fucking taking it for 20 minutes. I valet parked uh, one day in um, in 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 Aspen for spring break. We were and we ended up staying longer. Than our friends did. So our some of our friends lived in Aspen, and we were out there for spring break. And then we ended up staying all the way until Monday. And so, like, Saturday night rolls around, and our friends, are, our guys that lived out there, Keith was like, hey, we're valet parking tonight. Do you guys want to valet park with us? And we're like, sure. And they're like, cool. All you need is, like, a collar shirt and khakis. We had it. Did you need so money? Like, or No, no. We just were like... Like, That's our friends. They were going to do that for the night. Yeah. Might as well make 150 bucks and yeah. help deficit fund our fucking trip. So I, I go and I get a um, Range Rover, and I drive. I've never driven on ice before, and so I I pull it out of the thing. I take it around the corner. I go around and I take it too hard and I spin it <laughs> on ice. I spin it. And so that it ends up on a parking, it ends up in a parking spot facing out. Meaning I spun it three, it's like, the like 180, park. 180. And I, I'm fucking, oh, I thought I was going to wreck it. And there's a guy who parked his own car who watched all of it and sees me get out. And he goes, and that's why I don't valet. <laughs> Dude, you should not valet. I took a guy's 911 and I kept so I drove it around and I was picking up valets and shit that were parking far away and I kept dumping the clutch trying to get the rear end I didn't realize it was a Carrera 4 it's all wheel drive so I'm wondering why I can't break the rear end loose and it was because it was all wheel drive and I'm just fucking roasting the clutch on this and I remember I dude I drove Lee Iacocca's fucking fucking Bentley I drove Lee Iacocca's Bentley and the, you know the guy was thinking of uh, Stephen Dorff. I violated uh, his birthday party uh, in 2003. Yeah, it was the worst. At PCH. <laughs> but do not, do not. I have destroyed twin, 911 twin turbos, NSXs. I have destroyed Ferraris. I drove a 360. A 575. <laughs> <laughs> sounds just like a math problem. You sound like Bill Cosby oh. of valet. <laughs> I have fucked up your car. If you parked between 2003 and 2005, I have fucked me, up your car. Bill, can you park a car? I said, yes, I can. I cope with Bentley. All right, this podcast is over. Okay, I'm you, done. Hammered. Let's get out of here. I love you guys. Let's Bye. go make love. Hey, thanks a lot, Bert. Thanks oh, for having us, I man. I love you guys. Oh, five hours and 15 minutes.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.